You watching me glow, you watching me go I'm all in my zone, I'm holding my own I'm feeling like Bane, I'm breaking your bones I am a blur, black and a nerd So this is my own, this is my zone And this is a show you already know like My grand blur, YouTube blur Everything I do so blur Bet you wish you so blur Cosplay blur All day blur Everything I do so blur Bet you wish you so blur Bet you wish you so blur Talking about what we heard Talking about what we seen All through the eyes of a blur Everything that we do urge Flying like a super person Plus I got super friends We be teaming up early Welcome to Blur Vision, your window into the world of all things geek, movies, TV, or news. We talk about it every week. It's your boy Jordan with. Hey, yo, guys, it's boy Deshaun. Michael couldn't be here today, so I'm be taking his place tonight. Yo, what <laughs> is this? You have like, the, you're like the man of many faces. Like, I don't understand what are you doing. Is it just your shtick? What are you talking about? It's just me, Deshaun, right now. I don't know who you talking about with many faces, bro. It sounds like you've been smoking too many cigarettes all your life. Like I don't know. Nah, man, it's just I had a troubled life, man. Don't smoke, kids. Was it was it cigarettes? <laughs> or man. this what happened to you? It was crack. What? <laughs> you you are not setting a good example but for I, the children out there, Michael. Yeah, I'm turning around, bro. Okay. I, ain't, I ain't doing crack no more. All right, don't well, do crack. Crack is whack. <laughs> understand. <laughs> anyway, this week we've got Rampage, Dwayne Johnson, and yet another movie set kind of in the jungle. <laughs> it's kind of his thing. The Chicago jungle. I'm back, guys. It's Michael. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> I don't think anybody was confused or fooled, but you know. Everybody, people didn't know what was going on. I was, we get messages saying, hey, I miss Michael. Where is he? <laughs> Who's the Sean yeah, guy? Yeah, get that Sean away. <laughs> Do <laughs> I have a new host again? It's <laughs> crazy. Yeah. All right, but yeah, we've got Rampage to talk about. We've also got DC TV of the week. This time, Flash is back. But you know who cares? <laughs> yeah. It's like, a, like to what end? Also, the season finale of Legends of Tomorrow. Who cares? Uh, yeah, also, who cares? Uh, we also have Krypton to talk about on the Seafy Channel episode four. And to wrap up, we've got Anime My Hero Academia episode two. Really, episode one. And Food Wars. Do you watch Food Wars? No, I didn't watch no Food Wars. Trash. It's all. It's look. I like Food Wars, food but Wars it's, is great. It's repetitive. It's great. I, this, okay, look. But it's really but it's a combination it, it, it's of my repe- hero. It's repetitive in the sense that every episode is them cooking, but it's they do different things with it that it doesn't make it boring. They cook different dishes, <laughs> but not even just that. But <laughs> just the things characters. that goes around with that makes it more interesting. Yeah, a little bit. At the end of the day, it's gonna be oh, I'm cooking a dish. Because you can say the same thing about oh, My Hero. Every good. episode is about them fighting a new... No, it's not. A new... To- well, either they they get the in- initiation class, then they got to fight in another tournament, then they got to fight in another thing. And then Those are all... You just named... Well, the last thing wasn't even a thing, but those are all different things. <laughs> yeah. Food Wars is, it's I'm cooking. It's a different I'm contest. I'm cooking again. It's a, it's a different cooking <laughs> I'm cooking contest. Again. <laughs> just like My Hero, they're in school to learn how to be superheroes. No, are you really not the... They're I hate in school how, how to contrarian learn. you, contrarian you are. <laughs> I'm not like, being a contrarian. I'm saying it's good. You're the one that's saying it's not good. I didn't say it wasn't good. I said it's repetitive. And but you're arguing right now. We're, we're starting off the argument. We're <laughs> arguing right now. You're arguing that somehow it's not repetitive compared to My Hero Academia. It's far more repetitive compared to My Hero Academia, especially everything you named in those different fights are all different variations of a, a test, an exam, either or an actual like an actual issue like a, like a break in or or they're going through some kind of like training. It's all different. things. 
thing. They may be training on different levels. And food wars are all different things. things. They have do diff, they have to make different type of dishes mm-hmm. made based on different specifications, mm-hmm. or that you have the what make dishes in other other scenarios, or make dishes in other scenarios, or make dishes in other scenarios. Or Central is taking over, so they got to figure out a way to get rid make of them. dishes. <laughs> yeah, but it's in still, every episode. It's, it's even more of the. But they're also learning with this. <laughs> but can you really argue when you're, every episode has a formula for food wars? Every episode literally has a and then they make a dish oh it's not as good as you think it is oh but it's actually better than you think it is and then, oh the clothes blew off orgasm every episode there's no. a formula this last every episode, single episode this last episode nobody's clothes came off <laughs> once in a blue moon <laughs> whatever fuck you anyway. so, so really it's worth nothing then because that's, that's what Fool Wars is no. <laughs> that's the whole gimmick no it's not you can hear up. Look, it's just My Hero Academia with less... And I'm not saying My Hero is not as... Or, or is uh, Food Wars is just as good. I'm just saying it's not... That repetitive? Re- yeah, it's not that repetitive. It's way more repetitive than My Hero Academia. That was your example, and it's way more repetitive than that. It's on the... It's on... To me, Food Wars is as repetitive as something like Sailor Moon, where it's like every episode there's a formula of what's going to happen in every episode. There might be different things happening in the episodes, but at the same time, they're still hitting those same beats every episode. Are you saying talking shit about Sailor Moon? No, that's the format of the show. Yo, Jordan, you about to make me come back out and wig out on you, bro. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> we're already like we're like two minutes in, and I hate you. <laughs> Whatever, you love me. Uh, keep, keep going. All right, never getting the news of the week with Mike. I guess. <laughs> oh, and I'm becoming Dick Sean. I guess. <laughs> I hate you. All right, but first we have iTunes reviews, as per usual. Uh, oh, and before we get into that, though, I do want to make an announcement that next week we have special guests coming on um, from, uh, well, I don't want to get into the details, but they're, they've worked on, I don't know if you guys have seen it, uh, Ninjak versus the Valiant Universe. It's a Bat in the Sun production starring, starring JDF from uh, Power Rangers fame, the Green Ranger, Jason David Frank, if uh-huh. those that don't know. Yeah, he's not going to be here, though. <laughs> no, no, it's not him. But it's people that's worked on that project that he's also worked on. And me being in, you know... Like I'm a big guy for like stunts and choreography and stuff like that. You know, I just want to like it'd be really interesting to kind of see what their experiences were working on that project and like what it takes to make like it's not like a huge like Hollywood level project, but like a, a an end like a large scale indie project. Mm-hmm. And guys, we're moving up in the world, getting bat in the sun interviews. No, <laughs> tangentially, is this, our, is this, <laughs> this the first interview? Blur vision. Yes. Unless you count my niece and nephew for that one time. No. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't count. <laughs> yeah, we we moving on up in the world. <laughs> From nieces and nephews to Ninjack. <laughs> All right, but for, for iTunes reviews, let's start with... Our first review comes from Me Immaculate. It's a re-review. It's a five-star review. And the subject is, I've got issues with a black gay comic geek. Yeah, I got issues with him too, yo. Uh, actually, I do too. <laughs> I'm with you, me and Macklin. <laughs> Especially based on this episode so far. Yeah, I got issues with him too. Whatever. <laughs> so let's see what your issues are. Uh, not with the black or the gay part. Well, that's good. <laughs> but you are failing on the comics part, lol. Dark Knight Metal, you guys need to finish. That's true. We do need to finish that. I need to start it. <laughs> well, you never started that? No, I never started it. Was that just me and Jamie talking about that? That was just you and Jamie, yeah. Wow. Wow. You really <laughs> failed. Even the other two people on the podcast are talking about comics, no, but you weren't. I, I read other stuff. Like Iceman. Gay. Midnighter. Gay. <laughs> Why did you like shout it out like that? Gay. <laughs> 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 Uh, he goes on to say, Dark Knight Metal, you guys need to finish. Zack Snyder trash at DC. <laughs> Zack Snyder's trash at DC movies, but is a god when it comes to the comics. What does that mean? 
Zack Snyder. Scott, Zack Snyder isn't writing a comic. It's Scott Snyder. I, I think he's confusing them. <laughs> yeah, he's confu- Maybe you need to get, <laughs> call you out. I got issues with you, bro. <laughs> he's so petty. You and me are like, aha! <laughs> yeah, it was different people. Uh, I'm like, Zack Snyder doesn't write comics. Yeah. Like, I had to think about it. I was like, wait a second. Um, Marvel is not writing anything close. I would, I'm, I, I agree with that, though. Anyway, stay nerdy. Stay blurdy, my nerdy. Wait, what? What? Stay blurdy, my nerdy. Did he mess it up? That's not right. <laughs> Our thing is stay nerdy, my yeah, blurdy. Stay nerdy, my blurdy. Me immaculate. He called. He's calling me out. Wrong. You have failed this you podcast. Like, I was playing me immaculate. That was that was a funny review. Oh yeah, so I'm gonna try to read more because Jordan and I were talking about this behind, oh, yeah, this, behind yeah, yeah. the scenes. So we do need to, I, and he's right. We we need to talk about um, Infinity Gauntlet, and someone hit us up about that. Infinity Infinity Gauntlet. What was the other one? Well, really, Thanos he just he, really he just said he wanted us to review Infinity Gauntlet, but I took I said we should do Thanos Rising and because they all connect with like Black Order and all that other stuff. I've read Infinity Gauntlet, but I haven't read Thanos Rising. I've only read the first two issues of Infinity Gauntlet, but yeah, that's what we're gonna review next week. Comics, the whole, the whole Infinity spiel. Gauntlet, Thanos Rising, and Infinity. Is Infinity the recent one? Infinity is the recent one. Okay, I heard that one. This makes sense. Is that true? <laughs> I, I don't know. Okay, <laughs> I, don't, I haven't read it. <laughs> I'm not looking forward to that one. Uh, next review comes from AKA the Spider Man. Yes, we're gonna do that. Hold us, hold us to that. Remember, Michael. I hold you to it. No, because no. <laughs> I'm gonna read it. And then like Jordan, did you read it? No. Uh, Jordan, did you read it? No. Jordan, did you read it? No. <laughs> I always read and watch the things I said I'm gonna read and watch. Did you watch Hakatic Tone Skuramas? <laughs> huh? <laughs> exactly. Did you start Agents of Shield yet? <laughs> Huh, what's you say? Uh, okay. I, I didn't hear you. Our next review comes from... Anyway, we're, we're busy, Michael. Our next review comes from AKA the Spider-Man, our old boy Jason. Uh, it's a five-star... Or Jacob, I mean. It's a five-star review, and the subject is, Did you miss me? Hey, everyone. I'm back for good now. Get ready for some more jam-packed reviews from yours truly. All right. Yay. Great podcast as usual. I almost got kicked out of my classroom for laughing so hard within the first five minutes. Oh, don't, <laughs> yeah, don't do that. You shouldn't be less trust in school. Yeah, word. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's not Unless good. it's like lunchtime or this something. This is what happened when we said a bad example, Michael. This is exactly no, why. What are you pointing to me for? I didn't you, do anything. You, you said a bad example earlier. <laughs> it wasn't me. <laughs> I was taken over by an entity. Okay. Uh, glad you both enjoyed Ready Player One. I loved it. I think you guys liked it more than I did. I think I liked it more than most people did. Uh, I'm seeing A Quiet Place on Tuesday. You guys got me hyped. Also good. Anyways, I can't wait for next week's podcast, which is this week's podcast. So hopefully he's not disappointed. Uh, also, I'm going. To I can't wait for next next week's podcast, Infinity War. Oh yeah. <laughs> also, I'm going Disneyland this coming weekend. Do you guys want anything souvenirs wise? What? Oh shit! Whatever you guys want, if you have a PO box or something, DM me ideas or something. I don't mind getting you guys stuff. You guys deserve it and more. Wow, this would at least we, we probably should do that a blurred vision PO box. Yeah, can you send me Tinkerbell? <laughs> like the actual like actress that works there. Wow, uh, <laughs> this would be the least I could do. That's all for this week. Peace and stay nerdy, my blurdy. Thanks, man. But yeah, Pink, Tinkerbell do that <laughs> if that's possible. Not not the toy, but the actress. Yeah, the actual actress. Uh, Give her my address. <laughs> I'll send you my address. <laughs> Just show up. Like, are you Jordan? Oh yeah. Yeah, I don't know how that's gonna work. <laughs> That's not how Disneyland works? No, that's not how it works. I thought dreams came true in Disneyland. I thought. <laughs> not those type of dreams. Okay. <laughs> What's the point? Our next review comes from Black Mamba 43 It's a five-star review. 
The subject is, he just had to call it. I'm looking at Michael because I know what this guy's talking about. I don't. Okay, well, I agree with him. <laughs> just spoilers. Our Black Mama goes on to say, great podcast. I started listening a few months back, I guess when Jamie left. It's nice to hear from other blurs outside my friend group. Listening to the podcast on the road back home from nursing school clinical after 10 hours is great. After nursing school clinical after 10 hours is great. I think I read that weird. Five stars every week, even though Michael was a bit too salty on Dragon Ball Super. Yeah, say it again for people in the back. <laughs> no, not at all. Very much so. Especially from you for the guy who was like, I only watch Dragon Ball Super. Well, I'm, taking over. So I'm, taking, I'm taking over for Jamie since she left. Somebody needs to take the mantle. The spirit of outrageousness. Uh, but I have to admit, he called this scenario, this is where I agree with him, of Black Lightning using his powers during sex. Yes. I saw it scream, motherfucker. Same thing I did. <laughs> and then wrote this. When you're right, you're right. Jordan, you're cool. You're, you're cool too. No shade. <laughs> Thanks. I bro. definitely called it. First episode, I called it. Like, do they do they listen to the podcast? They listen. They listen to me. Because the- <laughs> I'm like, he's really fingering her right now. But with lightning, <laughs> Man, Mr. Mr. Prediction had reigns. <laughs> like, it wasn't like it was quick. They kept doing it. Oh yeah. So I'm like, this is a thing. As <laughs> soon as that happened on the screen, I said, "You." I said, "I fucking knew it. I fucking knew it." <laughs> I had to record it on my stories. Oh, it's so weird. <laughs> and look, like, you, and you were you were looking at you were looking at me like I was crazy. Like, no, no, bro. You look, it at, is crazy. Like, you look at me like I'm stupid. I'm like, okay, okay. <laughs> Meanwhile, you're like, I am one with the universe. You doubt me, you fool. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I Show died. me what you've got. Show me what you've got. <laughs> Lightning fingers, <laughs> literal finger. And what banging. did she say? What? I like it when you do that. Yeah, they even made it, like it was a whole scene. He went back to it again after they yep. already had sex the first time. So he went like, I'm just like, oh no. They must listen to the podcast. That was crazy. Um, yeah, so that's your- it's not on my prediction. But I'm pretty soon. I'm gonna be God prediction head. There's more. <laughs> yes. There's um, more. Evolution is like a Pokemon, like Dragon Ball Super. <laughs> I get a new Saiyan form. Uh, um, next review comes from Matt Decaf. It's a five star review. Subject is Baby Prediction Boy. <laughs> Speaking of, uh, he goes on to say, after this week's Black Lightning, Jordan deserves a star for his prediction hat. I Wait, do. What did, what did, you, what did, what did he predict? I don't think he predict anything. He predicted Jin would charge Jefferson. No, I said that. No, we both kind of agreed on that. I don't really count. I, I don't even count that. So, and also, it wasn't even the same way we talked about. Then we no, said it was going to be like a... Like a power-up. Yeah. This was like saved his life. Yeah, saved Spoiler his life. Spoiler for Black Lightning. We haven't talked about that yet. Yeah. <laughs> um, so far, Jordan has four to five stars. He needs until he's baby prediction lad. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Thank you for agreeing with me, guys. So really vision three lad. out of five stars. <laughs> so, you're hurting my case, bro. <laughs> Sorry, Michael, but these are the rules the council has put in place. What council? No, it's one guy. The council of Mike's oh. <laughs> overrules you. P.S. Michael, where do you buy those boxers? What? Don't encourage him. <laughs> <laughs> where do you buy those boxers, Michael? Uh, I buy everything from either Target, uh, SuperheroStuff.com, or WebUndies.com. There you go. <laughs> Why don't we have a sponsorship? <laughs> we should have a sponsorship for that. I, I tried. Uh, if you're out there, MeUndies.com. <laughs> they don't. They don't listen to me. I'm like superhero stuff. I shout you out all the time. Could you just give us a sponsor? They didn't look at my stuff. <laughs> like you're too naked. <laughs> that's the uh, point. That's the point. How Is would it? you? How would you see the advertisement? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> 
<laughs> Next review comes from Torrance Bell. It's a four-star review. So what did we do wrong? Subject is Blurred's Bee's Knees. Oh, Blurred's Bee, Bee's Knees. So we, we are the bees. We knees. are the bees knees, but not but not five stars. Yeah, bees five knees. stars bees. <laughs> We're like that yes. low grade arth- arthritis knees. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I enjoy you guys' podcast. Unfortunate how the ladies keep having leaving the show. What is going on? But you guys haven't lost a step. You guys commentary. Wow, you guys. Yeah, he really. Wow, interesting. Okay, you guys commentary on the CW shows are rather on point. I am wondering if you noticed on Black Lightning how when Khalil goes bad. Guy, hey, talking about Black, Light- Black Lightning this week. <laughs> I'm not reading this weird. This is how he writes it. And yeah, everybody's talking about Black Lightning. That's interesting. And yeah, on my Instagram poll, everyone's talking about how a Flash is like better than it. I'm like, <laughs> are you crazy? <laughs> but whatever. I'm not salty. Now, what you're saying uh, about uh, Khalil's locks? Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna try and clean this up as I read it. Uh, I'm wondering if you've noticed uh, how on Black Lightning, when Khalil goes bad, they gave him dreadlocks. Also, with Suicide Squad and Bronze Tiger, when they do the flashback, his hair is cut, but in the movie itself, he has dreadlocks. There are plenty of counters to this overall in the DCU, but as of late, these last two latest iterations bugged me a bit. Do you mean Bronze Tiger? I guess because the, the whole notion, because the reason they're called dreadlocks. Oh, like that makes them villainous? Or yeah, evil? like the dread, people, like white people more or less mainstream is that really culture. why they're called dreadlocks yeah because well the dread because oh they look dreadful or the stereotype of people with dreadlocks are all criminals and what the, the chillest people around i used to have dreadlocks fuck y'all <laughs> or not y'all fuck them so that's that's i think that's what he's asking like, oh they made khalil a villain and then they gave him dreadlocks see bronze tiger was actually like in this iteration he had dreadlocks but he's actually like probably the best iteration of bronze tiger I, I agree with that. especially in terms of nobility he was like Completely portrayed as like the good one. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. But yeah, the Khalil thing. Yeah. Now that you bring it up, mm-hmm. I didn't think about it at first. I thought it was a stupid choice. To Me give, too. I thought it was just a stupid choice to give him the hair. But yeah, I the they dread explained look. it at least. They, it they was still. Them, it was still stupid. But I was just like, just but, to make him more menacing looking. But there's something that no one like mentioned it. <laughs> it was like they, they just go wild from them to mention it. I'm like, that'd be the first thing. You're like, how did you realize that fast? <laughs> You've gone like a month. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I guess that's kind of yeah. But hey, they introduced Static Shock. He has dreads. Yeah. At least we hope in in, in the live action version. So live action version. Because uh, I'm saying, because the Black Lightning creator said they want to eventually get to Static. Oh, okay. That's why I said hopefully. I mean, he said dreadlocks in every iteration on animated, right? Yeah. Yeah. Even in Young Justice. In yeah. Young Justice, yeah. Yeah. And then they canceled it as soon as he showed up. <laughs> Pretty <laughs> I so, much. I was so excited. I'm like, all right, static canceled. Are you fucking? <laughs> well, it's coming back. It's coming back. Yeah. Watch he's not even going to be in it. <laughs> right. he, watch him and Rocket and Rocket won't be in it. Word. All right. Last review comes from JBMac738. It's a five star review. So is Blurred Vision is awesome. Thank you for presenting us Blurreds. I don't always agree with you guys. That's our motto. <laughs> uh, I don't agree with you guys' opinions on movies, but I respect what you believe and love and listen to your podcast. I also liked how podcasts are longer than most podcasts. Keep doing what you're doing. That was a nice way to end it. Thank you, JB Mac. And let us wrap up real quick with, uh, we've got two emails. Email. Wait, do, do the bumper, Michael emails rhymes with females what i don't know <laughs> no 
and neither of these are females. One, two. I thought the bumper was gonna be murder. Here's the new one every week. Here's the mail. It never fails. It makes me wanna wag my tail. When it comes, I wanna wail. First email comes from Stanley Ward. Speaking of food wars and my hero academia, he mentions both. Hey guys, since you finally got into the hang of reading all the fan mail, no offense intended, <laughs> I decided to try reaching you this way. Also, I hate the iTunes podcast app, so do I. Uh, I sent practically the same thing at least four times over the span of two weeks, but never mind that. The real reason I was writing to you was to finally tell you I finally caught up on Food Wars and My Hero Academia. I was very excited to watch both considering how high a praise you gave it. To say the least, it did not disappoint. Yeah. I also watched and finished Devilman Crybaby. <laughs> it was the most intense and yet putridly foul show I've ever seen. You guys do a great job with the recommendations, and I cannot wait for more. Yeah, that's uh, and it's our recommendations. I've been Jamie, so uh-huh, yeah, woo, go us. <laughs> We've leveled up with our anime recommendations. More, more so my recommendation. How was that your recommendation? <laughs> oh, I guess you, yeah, you did say that. I told you to watch it, and then you hated it. <laughs> and then I hated it. <laughs> Then, but then I kept watching it, and then I eventually liked it. Yeah, I'm the one that somehow loved it more than you. I don't understand that. Uh, it was the most intense, and yet putridly... Oh, I read that. Uh, I was just you watch Noragami, which I haven't even watched a full episode of yet, but I still feel would be good. And would also be overjoyed to hear your impressions of Black Clover. No. I think we've already mentioned we already, that. Yeah, we reviewed like four episodes, and yeah. I hate it. No. <laughs> I'm not going back to it. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm I can't, not enjoying yeah, I can't, that. I can't deal with that. No, it's like Naruto more annoying. No, thank you. Great job, you rock. And stay nerdy, my blurdy. Stay nerdy, my blurdy. And our next email comes from John Rainey. Uh, if you could give a spinoff movie to any one Star Wars character, who would it be? I want to see a I want to see a Yoda origin movie. Like Young Yoda? Young Yoda. That'd be fucking awesome. Can I just co-sign that? <laughs> Jar Jar Pinks. Boom. No. Nailed it. No. <laughs> Nailed it, Michael. Absolutely not. <laughs> it's the dark origin you never knew. <laughs> Young Yoda. And on also, I want to see uh, same thing. Uh, Mace Windu. Young Mace Windu. Since he's the since those two are the most powerful Jedi uh, in terms of the council, I want to see those two. We already mentioned. I think we already mentioned. But I would want to see Lando, not not Han. <laughs> I, I would rather, yeah, I would rather see Lando, <laughs> not Han. Yeah. But since we're already getting, getting nothing about it. Yeah, I don't want to. I feel like it would be too repetitive. <laughs> so you're gonna enjoy this. <laughs> uh, all right, that's it for emails. Let's get into some of our topics of this week, starting with the movie Rampage. Oh, hell of a day, huh? Giant gorilla on the loose. There's a 30-foot wolf out there. Weirdos on the internet calling him Ralph. It's clever. There's something in the river. I was just thinking the only thing that's missing right now is a giant crocodile. Did you play the video game? Uh, I don't remember. You don't remember playing the video game? I don't remember. Wow. Okay. That's a weird thing not to remember. Well, I, mean, I remember playing the arcade game. You know how many game. video games I play? I don't remember. I mean, but you know, it's like, a, like I play I'm pretty sure I have at one point. 
but it wasn't anything that was like there used to be this awesome skating rink used to like next to where i used to live and like there was an arcade in the skating rink and the rampage was in there so i would play that like you know along with like tekken and all those other games but like rampage is one of them i mean it was it was all right i didn't think anything of it didn't think that we'd ever be like hey guess what dwayne the rock Josh is gonna be in a rampage movie (laughs) the only thing i do remember from the video game is like the the monsters turned into humans when when you die yes because that's basically the whole game is just you destroy. It's not even like you're attacking each other. It's mostly you're destroying you're your destroying environment. The, yeah, destroying the city. You're going on a rampage. Somehow, what you they take chem. I think the story was like there's some kind of science experiment. And they take like chemicals or something, and that transforms them into these monsters. That's why they have those weird names like Ralph and Lizzie and Beast Wars. I wish. <laughs> <laughs> I wish there was a Beast Wars movie. Oh my god, yes. But. No, we got Rampage. <laughs> I, used to love, I used to love that cartoon. Yeah, me too. We're not talking about that, Michael. We're talking about <laughs> Rampage right now. Stay focused. <laughs> but for those that don't know our rating system here at Blurred Vision, I will drop it here. We here at Blurred Vision have a very simple rating system. It goes from poor vision to perfect vision. In the middle, there's passable. And then you have less than passable and more than passable. Thank you, Catchupon. Um, so let's just give our general thoughts about Rampage starring Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I don't know who else is in it. Oh, Negan, duh. Yeah, Jeffrey, Jeffrey D. D. Morgan, Morgan. <laughs> and uh, Naomi. I don't know her name. Naomi, it's Naomi something. Campbell? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the model. Oh, never mind. It's Naomi. I just know it's Naomi something. I don't know. Okay, but yeah. Uh, well, yeah. So let's let's talk about how we felt because that's gonna bother. That's gonna bother. Seriously? Me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's gonna it's gonna bother me. Hey, I'll look it up. You give your review for your non spoiler review for Rampage. Uh, non-spoiler review for Rampage. So, yeah, going into this movie, I didn't think it was going to be anything. I mean, The Rock was in it. I was like, and even when before we got to the theater, I said, this could either be good like Jumanji or terrible like Baywatch. Mm-hmm. 50-50 <laughs> There was no in-between. There was no in-between. <laughs> and then on top of that, it was based on a video game, and those haven't had really that big of a track record. You know what's so funny? I actually, like, for some reason, that does not register with me. Like, like oh, yeah, this is, a, this is a video game property. And we just talked about it. But, like, it's such an old and, like, whatever game. Like, an arcade game. Yeah, that's, that's why I say I'm, I don't really remember. Because yeah. that's not something that, to ride. Oh, like, this is the best game ever, you know, gaming experience I've ever had in my life. Yeah, but it counts. It's a video game movie. So, yeah. So, I didn't have really any high expect- expectations for this movie. And funny enough, going in, like, the best review I can give is Rampage is very stupid, but in a good way. (laughs) It's very stupid, but in a good way. Like, Naomi... (sighs) Naomi Harris. There you go. There we go. Wow. (laughs) All you had to do was give me the... (laughs) (laughs) Harris, I got it. Nailed it. Nailed it. (laughs) Mail time. But, uh... Yeah, that's that's the best thing I can say about this movie. It was it was very stupid, but in in a good way, and, and that's what a lot of people ask me. Like, did you enjoy Rampage? I'm like, yeah, I enjoyed it. It was stupid, but I enjoyed it. Mm. And like, funny enough, like most of what you can get from this movie, you can learn from the trailer. Like, <laughs> yeah, the if you monsters destroy buildings. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like if, if you look at the trailer and go, oh, this looks kind of interesting. 
you you pretty much get that when you see the movie. Like this is this <laughs> the is voice the, you use though. Like what you make it sound like it's some like just like some like uh, like stay at home mom. Oh, this is pretty interesting. No, it's gonna be like a dude, bro. Like dude, no. you see that giant monster, bro? <laughs> <laughs> that building came down, dude. But like, like this is this. I, I say this is one of the rare movies where whatever you feel from the trailer is pretty much what you're gonna feel in the movie so if you look at the trailer you go yeah this looks stupid i don't want to i don't want to see it then you probably won't be interested in seeing rampage but if you look at the trailer and be like eh, i'll give it a gander a gander <laughs> yeah okay. then that's pretty much what you get from from the movie and that's and yeah I, I, th- I think the villains were stupid like they were and, 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 but not stupid in a good way like they shouldn't have been in this movie like <laughs> you didn't need them yeah at all like they were in a completely different movie kind of how i felt about rita and power rangers like her the tone it's not the same uh, worse than rita <laughs> oh yeah it's definitely worse than rita but i'm saying that's how i felt yeah but yeah because their tone was not in the same movie but yeah overall i, I had i had fun so uh, would you read it i would give it a high passable hmm okay so I, w- I went into the movie with low expectations because, I mean, Rampage. I mean, whatever. <laughs> but if I were to summarize how I feel about this movie, um, better than Pacific Rim. And I say that <laughs> as someone who who went in this movie like not expecting much at all and walked out went, like, and going like, you know, I, I knew this was going to be about giant monsters fighting, but for some reason it didn't click that, oh yeah, that's kind of the same premise as Pacific Rim, giant monsters destroying shit. And I didn't ever think no for robots, one though. second. I mean, robots and monsters, so it's still monsters. So it's still one half of what Pacific Rim is. But so me walking out of it, I was just like, I can't believe that I actually was more satisfied with the giant monster action in Rampage than I was with Pacific Rim uh-huh. like 2. I never would have guessed that, ever, in a million years. <laughs> so, I mean... That's not to say that this is high praise. I love this movie. I mean, the the bar for that. For, for those that listen to my Pacific Rim re- like review, I trash that movie. So the bar is very low. But that being said, I mean, it still was an enjoyable movie, like you said. I'm like, I wasn't overwhelmed by it. I was, I was, I was moderately whelmed. Um, I would say that the biggest weakness of the film, though, is just the fact that there's so it's it's almost too story heavy. It starts great with a really intense action scene that reminded me of something like like Alien or Life or something like that. But like, it also kind of exemplifies, and I feel like maybe this I say this a lot, but that kind of exemplifies one of the issues with this movie. Like it's it's an interesting scene, but like it it almost over explains something I didn't need over explanation for. Like I know like Rampage, the the game was just they, they people take some some chemicals and they become giant monsters and they destroy shit at the end. But like, I feel like after that really intense intro, a lot of this movie just goes into like the politics behind the scenes of like the, the corporation and them trying to get these chemicals back that they, they, they dropped from the space station that fell in different parts of the planet. And then they have like these soldiers, like these, these PMC soldiers go after one. And then there's like, there's just, and there's all these like, police drama and all this other stuff going on but like around the just the, the main focus which is or and, and military drama too but the main focus is just monsters destroying buildings and they don't get to that until the very end of the movie mm-hmm. so like so i feel like for the big chunk of that middle of the movie i'm sitting there like okay i mean i'm i'm with this only because i like the rock he's a charming guy and negan 
Jeopardy Morgan. It's, he's so Negan that it's almost comical just to watch him be Negan but not be Negan. Hey, <laughs> truth, truth, truth of the matter is, like, had The Rock not been the leading man in this movie, this movie would be a complete failure. Oh, yeah. It's like the Will Smith effect. Like, Pretty much. Like, those two kind of people... Their charisma alone can carry a very bland movie. Yeah, this movie lives and dies on The Rock. Like, yeah. had it been like I don't know Jason Statham leading this. Oh God, I mean, boring this, as movie, hell. this movie would be Man. trash. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll get there. But I mean, but yeah. So like, I feel like that was my. I, I was I was turning. So, yeah, you, so like, all those moments, I were I, I was kind of, I was interested on the strength of The Rock. Hmm. Um. I will say this: like, I I feel like it might have jumped a full rating for me just in the strength of that end and again you have to take this with a grain of salt people when you listen to me review things with the giant monsters it, the giant monsters are near and dear to my heart like i said vhs back in the day little kid watching all the original godzilla movies that was my my shtick i love sci-fi movies like that so stuff like this is near to me so near and dear to me so take my rating with a grain of salt it's a little bit higher just solely based on the strength of the relationship of the rock and the other main monster, which is George the Monkey. Um, gorilla. Gorilla. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, oh offensive. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, they, they do do a good job. If the movie does nothing else, it does do a good job of um, kind of characterizing their relationship. So when they get to some of the stuff that happens at the end of this movie, the payoff, even though like, the whole middle of the are like, I'm bored, I'm bored, I'm bored. The payoff at the end was so strong. Like, like we've said many times before, if you end a movie strong, you'll forgive a lot of stuff in the middle. So that's what made me kind of take away that more feeling of enjoyment for this movie more than anything. Because if, if it didn't have that strong dismount, I guarantee you I'd be like, I don't know, man, less than passable, low passable area. But because of that ending, um, because of the charm and some of the heart and some of the really unlikely emotion I felt at the end, I'd give this a, a low more than passable. Oh, so you're higher than me. I told you, it was a low passable Right up into that ending. Then I was like, you, I think you probably even saw me. I was like, oh! <laughs> as soon as George starts, when as soon as George fights on the side of good, <laughs> I'm like, yeah! Yeah. Yeah, we'll get into spoilers, but yeah. So. Well, that's not a spoiler. You see it in the trailer. No, no, no. I'm just saying oh. we'll get into spoilers because there was other stuff that happened that I was just, that, that totally pushed it over for me. Um, but again, if you're my real rating, the, the average moviegoer, it's a low passable. <laughs> that's the real rating. But nah, the, that's a high passable. Okay, sure, whatever. <laughs> but for me, just because of the feels of giant monsters. <laughs> and also, I think it was also like, you know, you give a, a starving man a meal, like after Pacific Rim, anything tastes delicious. So the Gundam in Pacific and, um, and Ready Player One blew me away. The Mechagodzilla blew me away. This giant monkey versus the alligator and the mutated wolf blew me away <laughs> pacific rim really set the bar so low and teed up everything else for success <laughs> mm-hmm. but yeah let's let's get into uh some of the spoilers um yeah so like i think what's really surprising for me was just the fact that the, the relationship between the rock and um and george was strong it was very strong like i want to see more george <laughs> yeah why give, was give they, him his own spinoff? <laughs> oh, yo! On that note, they reference the Justice League in this movie. If this takes place in the DCEU, that monkey is a better hero than Superman. <laughs> yeah, they, definitely, they definitely reference the Justice League in this movie. And I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm like, uh, you're really, uh, you're, you're really batting for the wrong team right now. <laughs> don't mention that. Yeah, don't mention that. You should have mentioned Marvel. <laughs> yeah. 
you want to be successful. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, just from like the, that first scene, um, really establishing their relationship, uh, and it's in the trailer, that joke between... Well, the first, first scene was the... Uh, going back was the in, into space oh yeah I'm talking about George now oh. but, but yeah that first, the first scene in the movie was that really epic like it felt like life or alien kind of scene where uh-huh. it's like a space station there's a monster in it whatever that chemical is the, or a Cloverfield paradox <laughs> oh no not that because it's actually good and like the five ten minute intro that it was it was actually good it felt and it was so good it almost felt it like it almost felt like a different movie the end of a different movie right yeah. I'm like if you did a prequel to this I'd watch this Giant rat in space destroying the space station. That's pretty cool. Um, but but yeah, with those like, fucked up bosses. Like open. Like I, we need to escape. I need to escape. Like the building is about to blow up, or the the space station is about to blow up. Now get my research. I'm not opening it till you get my research. Like was there a camera? How'd they know? Yeah, I'm like, I, just lie. Be like, yeah, I have it. <laughs> yeah, sure, I got that. <laughs> Maybe then she tries to escape after like barely escaping the giant rat monster, and then her shuttle explodes, which was sad. Yeah. Like, I she felt the desperation. Yeah, she goes through all of that just to still die. Yeah, I'm like, oh, that's bullshit. Damn, that's fucked up. Mm-hmm. But I also, uh, mentioning that, because the cold open was so intense and like so far removed from everything else in the movie, it felt like there were like different segments to this film. So like, just watching it, it felt like it was different writers on it. And then I looked it up. There are like four different writers on this movie. Did you know that? No. Okay, well, did you, do you kind of feel that now that I mentioned it, though? Yeah, like I said, the beginning was, I felt like a completely different movie. And then, yeah. then when they went to the next scene with The Rock and training a new guy, mm-hmm. it was a disconnect. Now all of a sudden they're in Los Angeles or whatever, the, the zoo habitat for the gorillas. And that was really, but that was a really cool scene, too. Because even the, the tone shit, like, it did a heavy shift tone. Yeah, from horror. Well, tone shift. I said shift tone. Shit tone. <laughs> tone shift. Tone horror shift. Horror-esque to like uh, comedic. And little, but but it's still a little. Uh, at first, it was still tense because you didn't. I mean, unless you've seen the trailer, but in the scene, they play it like George was about to attack uh, the guy. So mm-hmm. like, I, I feel like it was actually better in the movie that scene than it was in the trailer. So it, was, it wasn't like the the trailer ruined that joke for me. Like yeah. I had almost actually almost forgot because because also they didn't show the setup to what happened in uh, in the trailer. Mm-hmm. Like with the other monkey, gorilla. Yeah, now you see you fucking me up. <laughs> 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 right back at you. No, fuck you. But uh, you make like he's a but but it, that joke also set up a really like important uh, plot detail that comes back at the very end where he, George has a really fucked up sense of humor and it was like you laugh but he cry <laughs> and then at the end spoilers but when you think George dies in the most fucking epic oh my god that jumping leap he does and stabbing into the giant lizard monster alligator alligator whatever. whatever i was like oh it's awesome <laughs> basically king kong versus godzilla before king kong versus godzilla <laughs> and then you think he dies and which i was even just like no don't you kill this monkey because you kind of whisper that <laughs> wow we keep doing that the whole time because <laughs> you whisper like oh my god is he gonna die i'm like oh man if they fucking kill this goddamn gorilla <laughs> but then they have you know him turns out it's a fake out and then like you think rock is like rock's crying like yeah he did save people didn't he but you know, he also killed a bunch of people. A bunch of people because <laughs> he was like brainwashed or whatever. But we're gonna ignore that. And he ate. He ate the the main but, villain. But she's still she was the villain though. And I know it's a thing from the game. Like you could eat people, right, for points or whatever. I don't remember. I think that was a thing. But like, still, don't don't make your hero monkey gorilla <laughs> eat eat but somebody. Still ate the villain though. So does it really matter? I know it's does a villain. It, does it count? <laughs> But it was like, you put so much focus on it. It looked terrifying. <laughs> like, no, man. George, you got a taste for human flesh now, bro. I can't be friends with you. Yeah, kill that bitch. Uh, I, I mean, wish they killed the brother, too. 
But it did. Oh yeah, they did. But no, I mean, I mean, in the same way. Which is also ridiculous. He should have gotten eaten. But the way he died was ridiculous too. How did, how did Jeffrey Dean Morgan time when he knew a part of the building was gonna fall? Negan, he he knows. I read the script, partner, <laughs> with my weird Western accent. It's like, it's like the saying, the shadow knows. Ne- it, Negan knows. Why is Jeffrey Dean Morgan a cowboy in this? Because he wants to be. He's like, I need something to make me different from Negan. <laughs> even, though I'm, even though I'm still playing Negan. I'm just playing country Negan. He's just cowboy Negan. Yeah. <laughs> He's literally Negan with like a cowboy hat on. That's the only difference. I'm but, still filming The Walking Dead, so I'm still stuck in Negan. I'll just give, I'll just give it an accent. <laughs> but yeah, back to George. Just that, but that ending. It's like I just love the fact that it was teed up for so when the the death is faked out. Like I was, I thought he was dead. So to have George him turn around and go like, "Wait, are you are you alive? Like, are are you looking at me right now?" And then he closes his eyes. And it's like you just closed your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> and that was like genuinely funny. It was like Marvel esque humor. Yeah, and like, but in the right way. Mm-hmm. Better than Justice League. <laughs> Better than Justice League. Funny side note: speaking of Justice League, Scott ties in because they mentioned it in this movie. Um, I went back and I listened to our Justice League review. Even though like we, we say all the things that we still say now, just our tone was way more like, oh, they did something right. Something's right. Like Over time, we became way more soured on that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, wow. We, it almost says we like it. We gave it a high passable. We gave it a high passable, yeah. And then we lowered it to like, what, a low passable by this point? I think so. We reviewed it or like we gave it a new rating at like a week or so later, a couple weeks. Yeah, well, because this is what this is what I feel. I don't know why we're talking about Justice League right now, but... I don't know. I just thought about it because I was like... Because like for the movie itself, comparatively speaking, it wasn't that bad, the movie itself, but what it should be... Exactly. We, we say that we say that in the podcast yeah. too. It's just... It's just our funny, it's our tone. Because like I said, we say all the things we still say, but our tone sounds way more like, well, they tried. But now it's like, fuck them for trying. They didn't try hard enough. Because like, I didn't go out, of, I didn't come out of Justice League hating it. I, I came out of Batman v Superman like, what the fuck was this? But I walked out of Rampage feeling honestly a little bit higher on this than I was in Justice League just because of that that ending battle. Like a lot of, like I said, a lot of Rampage the minute for the middle with that like that climax with them destroying the city and then fighting each other that was dope so like i actually walked out the movie like way more up on rampage than i was on justice league's ending because you know the ending of justice league was like instead of (laughs) bullshit ironically but ironically once again cgi super cgi heavy but i felt more like cgi in justice league than it did in rampage Mm-hmm. How? Because, yeah, the ending of Rampage was all CGI. All CGI. It was none of that was real. <laughs> none of that was real. <laughs> but yet, except the rock real. running. But even the rock was. Yeah. The rock might as well be CGI for how fast he ran, how MVP he was fighting monsters. Every solo. movie the rock is in, he has super strength. Like, Bruh. <laughs> super strength for no reason. Like, he's big. He must be super strong. He rips doors off fucking hinges. He took a gunshot wound and, like, was like, I'm fine. Like, yeah. in the next scene, it's like, what? Like, they show him, they'll show him holding his side, like, to a show, little bit. Like, a, like, a little bit to show that he got shot. But it's like, he's doing shit oh, that remember? he shouldn't be able to do. What? And he's joking like it's like you forgot you even got shot and yeah. I, was like, I think it'd be way more pain if you got really got shot in your side bro like my abs it's too tight it blocked the bullet i thought he yeah. had like armor on or something but nah. he was just like no i'm good my abs blocked the bullet there was no reason it's just like i'm good i mean they, they brushed it off by saying it didn't hit any vital organs but still you have a hole in your, in your you have side. a hole in your stomach yeah like uh <laughs> and then you're fighting the wolf monster in the next scene solo yeah Armies couldn't do fight these things. Meanwhile, but him with the one rocket launcher, and, and, or no, Gerlain, no great the, launcher, and the uh, and the crocodile, 
Yeah, both of them. He's really I, I somehow the Rock is really the reason that George won. Yeah, fuck the military. You don't need just get the just call the Rock <laughs> and a giant monkey. And they can take care of the job themselves. But I liked. I, I'm joking about it because it's stupid. But <laughs> well, I, I said the movie was stupid. Yeah, cartoon in a fun way. So you gotta enjoy the you gotta enjoy it for what it is. But I loved the execution because I loved the way they did help each other in that last battle where like it went back and forth like the rock would distract them and then George would fight and the rock would distract again and then George would fight they kind of did Transformers better basically the rock in that moment was what Shia LeBeau really should have been in the Transformers movies yeah in a perfect world I wouldn't have any human element in a movie like Rampage or Transformers but if you have to have it you know they always gotta have a human in yeah. these like Godzilla King Kong but like it would have been like Godzilla level boring if it wasn't for the rock in this movie. That's why Godzilla suffered because it was a fucking Quicksilver and he and, bland. And, uh, Quicksilver and uh Scarlet Witch. Yeah. And they killed the most interesting character, Brian Cranston. So at least this movie had the smarts to just keep focusing on the rock for ninety percent of the film. Uh but yeah, I mean monster giant monster fighting. That was Oh, and the weird cameo of Deathstroke. Joe Maganello. Yeah, Joe Maganello. Yeah. Well, you thought it was weird. I mean, it's random. Well, I yeah, even, it's random, but I mean... I didn't whatever. know he was in the movie. I didn't know he was in Because they didn't show him or advertise him. Or no, I mean, because, spoilers, he gets murked by that, by that gorilla. Wolf. No, the wolf. I mean, yeah, I said the gorilla. The, yeah, yeah. the wolf, yeah. It was a cool scene. But they did do a lot of like horror movie tropes in this movie. But, I mean, it was cool to see him. Yeah, it was cool to see him. I, I like to pretend that he was that he was Deathstroke. <laughs> it's a shared universe. Nah, if it was Deathstroke, it's fucking. Why well, I want to say gorilla? Fucking Wolf would have been dead. It's a prequel. <laughs> the wolf would have been dead. After this, he gets like the implants and stuff that makes him Deathstroke or something. Well, that was a cool moment. Like right when the wolf was breathing on his throat, on his neck, and he like, and it's just like whoosh. intense. Like the 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 monster stuff in this was genuinely like well done. Like it was well directed, well paced. Well executed, but still, it's still a typical movie trope where it's like you gotta try to figure oh. out a way to explain away like how the wolf and the crocodile mutated to these extraordinary animals that were more oh. than they were. Like the like wolf, the wolf can, could like, fucking fly and shoot quills out and of shoot its quills. Tail. The 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 crocodile had like fucking what what like tusks? Not not the not just the tusk, but you know how it opened his mouth and like the, like the. I don't know what what they're called, but like the things came out the side of his head. Like you know how sometimes when lizards like oh oh like the thing from Jurassic Park. Yeah, the I don't weird, know what, not the, like the, the, the flipper things. I don't know what those are called, but those developed. Yeah, I didn't. Crocodiles don't have that. Yeah, it was weird. But like I don't, I feel like they kind of explain the different mutations based like, on how much of that chemical like they ingested. Tail. Yeah. No, really. The, more like the, the, the real reason is George is the protagonist, so you can't make the hero looking like a monster. Really. So that's, that's why they kept him looking like a gorilla. That's true. It looked more like a like an ankylosaurus combination with the crocodile or whatever. But I mean, like like those things were done well. So those fights were well executed. And yeah, because George, he only just got bigger. Mm-hmm. But the the wolf, especially that scene with Joe Magnello, like that was a dope. Like horror movie scene, yeah, tropey as hell. Because of course, in, in any horror esque movie where they have like a monitor set up, or you have like little like heart rate monitors, or like or video screens of each person, yeah, of course they're all gonna cut out as the monster kills each of them. Oh my god! Ah! Ah! As the person's like, oh my god, they're all dying. Like uh-huh. yeah, they always do that. They did it, I think they did it twice in this movie. <laughs> did they? Yeah, what, with the what wolf. Was the second time. And the second time, I think was in the city, because it's the military looking at the. Uh, screens when they're wiping out when the wolf and the crocodile and George are wiping out the military. Oh no, it was um the wolf the wolf and George 
Remember they get trapped in that little like canyon or whatever first before they get to the city? Oh, yeah. Yeah. They literally do that scene twice. Making my way downtown. <laughs> Crushing buildings. <laughs> Killing people. And I eat them. <laughs> 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 but I mean, you know, overall, that's, that's why I liked it though. Like the the monster scenes; those were the intense moments. Everything else, I mean, the villains were meh. They were they were Team Rocket. They were just corny. Let me ask you this: If they get a sequel, what would you want them to do for the sequel? Because I mean, yeah, George is still around, but the other two monsters are dead. So I don't even know how they would go about doing that. I mean, the chemicals are still around, aren't they? They oh, don't know yeah. if they're the boring, boring chemicals. Well, there's I'm, only those three canisters. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure. A, there might be more somewhere because mm. while well, there were more, weren't there more on that uh, space station? She only grabbed three, but there were more, I believe. Uh, yeah, maybe. And then also, we don't know if those three canisters that are there would like completely empty. It just get a, like a little mini spray, mm. but I'm pretty sure that's not all. Were there more monsters? Like an aerosol can. It's not, you do one spray, that's not all. Were there more monsters in the game? Other than those three? Yeah, actually, I just said I don't even remember playing it. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, I guess it depends on that. If there were more monsters, yeah. If there aren't more monsters, then I mean, but they can also make something up. Just yeah. make something like a bat. Yeah, you can make stuff up. I don't know. I wouldn't mind. I would actually wouldn't mind a sequel to this, or like a prequel. Nah, no, not a prequel. Yeah, I don't really care about that. Because a prequel would be no George. It'd be a horror movie. Yeah, yeah. Give, me, give me more George. I need George. He was the best part of the movie. I agree. That freaking fight scene was so epic. <laughs> the way he, when he jumped and saved the rock in the last second with that stab, I was like, oh, yes. When he picked up that uh, part of the scaffolding and smacked the shit out of that crocodile. Oh, yeah. All dope. When the building came down, when they were destroying it, that was dope. Haven't really, and it's like, I see bigger scale destruction and things like Independence Day Resurgence and stuff like that. But like it, that building falling was well executed. I felt like the weight of it falling. Although I don't, I liked... I liked the chemistry between The Rock and Naomi Harris, but then again, I didn't. Like, because it almost kind of seemed like they were pulling for her to be a love interest. I didn't really feel that too yeah. much. I'm glad they didn't go down the route of her just being a generic love interest. At least have her just be a partner. But even their relationship, like, there was all these tropes. Even their, like, of course, there's like a moment where, oh, even though I just met you, somehow I feel betrayed in the third act or before the third act. And we got like a falling out because you lied to me. It's like, I don't, you didn't know her. Like, why yeah, you? I don't ki- know you. Like, <laughs> it's like, I said what I need to say. Okay. <laughs> like, why does her have like this little mini beef just to have like, you know, that moment of drama that you have? Well, like for her to just randomly show up, like, who are you? Like, mm-hmm. what is it? I don't think that was strong. That, that was, was strong. random too, yeah. Yeah, that wasn't that strong. Yeah. And then they uh, zoomed on her brother, like, as if we knew who the fuck that's supposed to be. It, only, to, only to find out much later in the movie, but... Yeah. The characters are tropey and shallow. They're not... Like, it's it's just the strength of the actors. Like, just like, like we were talking about with Dwayne. That's the only reason these characters are good or memorable in any way. Not the script. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> um... So that's why I'm saying that's why I think it's a little passable in all honesty. But for me, that last battle, like it literally, I went from like, man, this is just like, this is I to, oh, okay, badass. <laughs> now I'm in. Uh, but not better than, I think I like moments of this better than Tomb Raider, but I think Tomb Raider was a better movie than this. Oh, yeah. Tomb Raider is definitely a better movie overall. Yeah. They just didn't have like the epic. Mm-hmm. For me, they cheated. They just, Massive they just, scale battle, but in terms of like the movie itself, yeah, yeah, Tomb Raider is definitely a better movie. They cheated and just they tickled my giant monster button. <laughs> That's all. All right, let's move on. Let's let's move on. But not according to the audience, though. <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, I, the rating? I, yeah, the ratings. Rot- Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, they're saying Rampage is better. Yeah. 
No. And, <laughs> and the box office. I'll talk about both of those later, but yeah. Really? Poor Tomb Raider. <laughs> Poor Tomb Raider. It's The Rock. The and Rock pulls numbers. Definitely The Rock. Yeah, he pulls numbers. That's why he's in like another movie this summer where he's like... In another jungle. In, another, in a white t-shirt. Oh, we didn't mention that the, the plane where he, crash where scene he had too. The, uh, where he, had the, he has a prosthetic leg. Oh, Skyscraper. Yeah, Skyscraper. That looks badass though. I kind of like that. But we didn't mention that the the uh, airplane crash scene with uh, George wreaking havoc. That was dope. Yeah. Like those, the, the scenes, the action scenes were intense. I think that was the, the biggest strength of this movie. They did the action well, which is like, on a movie called Rampage, good job. You had one job and you did succeed at least on that. <laughs> Although I do kind of feel like there's some faults in logic because they say they, oh, they, they regenerate, they regenerate, but it's like, how are they getting hurt then? Yeah, I don't get that. Whatever. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, he was in that plane when it like it completely exploded, but he was still alive because he regenerates. Like, are you Wolverine regeneration? Like, you regenerate instantly? How does this work? But then on other moments, he's like, even like the death scene, like, granted, he didn't die. I was like, how is he dying? That's what I was th- like. So during that whole moment, I wasn't even like, he died. I'm thinking, I'm like, no, he can't be dead. Cause I'm like, he regenerates. That is, this doesn't, like, I'm thinking in my whole head, I'm like, this doesn't make sense to me because yeah. he regenerates. So I didn't give me enough time to really flip, like, land. They, oh, he died. And then by the time it was like over, he woke up again. But they, I, I, that landed for me. I thought he was dead. No, I was, I was the mad. The whole time I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, no, this doesn't make any sense. Like, what the fuck? So you thought he was alive? I, 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 no, I, I didn't necessarily, I don't know what I was thinking. I was just going in my head, like, how was he dead? Because it doesn't make sense to me. me. I was like, that's this, I'm going to, if they didn't have that be a joke, I would have been on the podcast like, this is bullshit. He should have survived the regeneration, blah, 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 blah. Like the they, wolf, I understand. The wolf had his fucking head ripped off. Yeah. And the alligator thing had it stabbed through his brain. Yeah. So, but this, no. All right, let's move on. Enough rampaging. Let's <laughs> even with that, like he still had the scar from the bear at the end of the movie. But even during him, it, but it makes him look cool. <laughs> you need that. Come on, <laughs> man. This movie was tropey as hell, though. It was that black military guy. Like the more I think about it, I'm like, there's a, like almost everything was a trope in this. That's why it was four writers. Like, you can tell they always fell back on like a bunch of different tropes, and that's why like it felt like different movies at different times. Should have been two writers at least, minimum. Yeah, I feel like if you get that many cooks in the kitchen, that's when it gets kind of meh. But for a video game movie, not bad. High passable. Yeah, for a video game movie, not bad at all. So we're we're living in an era of not bad at all video game movies now. We're not not quite Assassin's Creed and shit like that, but we've gotten... We're, we're a notch above now. Yeah, we're a notch. Just a, just a notch, because yeah. only two. Now we're... Tomb Raider and, and, and a Rampage. <laughs> now we're mediocre a little better. <laughs> Soon we'll be great. We'll get but there. If you don't, but if you don't have a movie pass and you got to choose to see a movie between A Quiet Place and Rampage, oh, I'd say God. see A Quiet Place. Yeah, are you, that's not even a comparison. <laughs> what? All right, let's move on to DC TV. Let's get into Legends of Tomorrow. The good, the bad, and the cuddly... We're facing an army of Romans, Vikings, and pirates. But you know what today is? Today is the day. Attack! We earn the name Legends. Bebo! <laughs> it's Bebo, what, my what, God! What did I say last week? What? It's going to be a moment where they say, let our powers combine. And that's exactly what happened. I didn't think it was going to be Bebo, but... <laughs> 
what the fuck? That's exactly what they did. Spoilers from here on out. Let's just talk about these episodes because this is the season finale, Legends of Tomorrow. And how did they beat Malice or is it Malice? I don't, I don't know what it is, Michael. Because even they don't know what it yeah, is. Yeah, they don't know what it is. I don't think it matters what it is because is is he even a real character in the comics? I don't, I don't know. Whatever. The Noir, Noir the, Bear. Noir Bear will tell us. Yeah, tell us. We... Hopefully with a five star <laughs> review this time, Noir Bear. <laughs> two stars what are you doing <laughs> what are you doing bro alright but yeah so but send us an email <laughs> yeah the, the a, a time demon is defeated by a joke mascot they combine the Bebo. power of elemental totems six totems from death Which, how does that work to spirit spirituality how does how do, fire how, ice how whatever do elements water. form a stuffed animal imagination i don't know i don't get it i thought like when well a, actually i'm sorry i had to punch back in because i was summoned but you know spirit what? vixen you know she summoned the spirit totem so you know with spirit that can give the essence to bebo yeah but why do you need the elements for it <laughs> i don't know yeah you need the elements. <laughs> i don't have an answer for that one well the synopsis of this episode is basically just that you know they have to defeat moss because this is the season finale so what did they do they go back to the past Back to West Wild World. Wild West. Yeah, Wild West. You Did you see uh, Katie Lotz released a video on YouTube where they, uh, while they were filming that, they did a YouTube video of her uh, her and the cast rapping the, the Will Smith song. Are you serious? Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> so, that, yeah, that was cool. I was, I, yeah, I mean, that's a cool thing she did, but I mean, I didn't give a fuck that they went back to Jonah Hex. I'm like, Jonah Hex? This is what we're going back to? Really? Okay, whatever. Bring, bring yeah. them back. I, I guess so. They brought back a lot of people. They brought back Helen of Troy this episode. Later on, when they need help, they brought back uh, what's his face, uh, Jax. Yeah, ja- I'm like I can't think of his name. <laughs> you might as well not remember his name because they barely used him in this episode. I mean, there was, which we speculated that he was gonna have. Uh, yeah, I was wrong. The firestorm. Totem. Yeah, I was gonna. I thought he was gonna get or, the fire totem. And nah, he that's stupid. Why would they give? No, Michael, that's retarded. Why would they give him the fire totem? You know, he's firestorm. Yeah, he, he just got a gun. <laughs> so it's like, why? Why are you why here? Do you need yeah, him? why do you? Why are you here? <laughs> you can get anybody. <laughs> Helena Troy, she's an Amazon now. It's badass. I'm cool. I'm down with that. Yeah, funny. Yeah, they Sorry. mentioned they mentioned Themyscira. So I'm like, ah, oh, Wonder Woman's confirmed in this world. Yeah, and it's you know it's bringing back what they did early in the season. Like they they did that whole thing with Helen before, and they sent her to Themyscira. So now she's back and she's a badass. Uh, Zari, they did that thing where they changed time and Vixen's timelines. So now she's not a villain. Now she's, you know, just. But she doesn't not use Zari. her totem. Zari is the. Uh, not Zari. What's her name? Uh, Zumamba? Zaquisha. I don't remember. It starts with a Z. Whatever. But now she. But yeah, she's also Vixen now. But she doesn't use her totem. Because uh, they share. They, they mentioned her and Mari share it. So one moment Mari will use it, and then the next moment she'll use it. Did she ever use it in the episode? No, because she didn't have it. Mari had it. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, what was the point? Yeah, what Again? was the point? What was the point? And then, but there's so many things. Like, I'm like, is it budget? Is it like they don't care anymore? Why need the time? Probably, it's probably the budget. But like same thing with Adam. He he's just chilling. He's just running around in his street clothes. I'm like, put on your suit. Why aren't you wearing your Adam suit? Put on the suit. I don't want to wear that. That's too much work. <laughs> it's like okay, but you know. But even then, they like they make it. this whole thing about the totems choose you know choose their host and yada 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 but then at one moment fucking uh uh you just said his name and now why am i blanking on names today captain adam captain adam what is his name (laughs) oh ray ray one moment he had the water totem and then and then then they gave us yeah then they gave it to wally did i blink and miss that i don't even remember when he got the water totem they gave it to him just because because ray wasn't there because yeah because he wasn't there 
So it's like, oh, we need a water totem person. Here, you take that. <laughs> so like, it's like, what? Yeah, it doesn't make sense. I was like, okay, like this would have made perfect sense if, say, you know, Helen was water. Jack's not not even that, but just say just say that the totems actually choose their host, and you need a reason for Wally to be on the show. Say he's a chosen totem bearer. That's why they need him specifically. Like, yeah, it's sloppy writing. Very sloppy writing, as opposed to say, oh, Ray's gone. Oh, here, well, here, Wally, just take, take it. it. Yeah, just take it. Like it demystifies the importance of the totems. If anybody Vixen. could, if anybody could use them. Yeah, it, it again, it takes Vixen shine away. It just makes her ability seem so ubiquitous, and lame to me. But yeah, and I just feel like why even bring in Helen and them just to be like, oh, they're back. There was like it wasn't like they yeah, were they super needed. No, they just took out the the random goons, which was just like random dudes from time, the pirates, the Romans, just basically a, a greatest hits of like all the and, people from the past season. Yeah, Blackbeard coming back. Yeah, all all lame villains. None of them good. <laughs> They're just there. Yeah, Caesar. Who cares? <laughs> no, I don't care about any of those. They get drunk, come up with a plan, and the plan ends up just being. But I did like when they tried to summon the hero or guardian or whatever the first time it it became a a slop (laughs) kill me (laughs) kill me and then rory burns it that was funny there are funny moments in this episode i mean but yeah truth of the matter is even though i thought it was stupid as fuck i let it go i I laughed i did i did laugh at the bebo thing when bebo showed up i was like okay and he did a he did a, a suplex. Oh, oh my Miles. god! When he <laughs> I did, did laugh, the I did somersault laugh. and then the backwards kick like like Sarah move. I'm like, this is awesome actually. Because <laughs> like, again, they tickle the giant monster fight. I'm like, this is almost better than Pacific Rim right now. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did laugh. <laughs> yeah, but that suplex was dope because it ended up being like a a puff of like a heart smoke, like a blue heart. I'm like, oh my god, this is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Oh, what? we didn't talk about yeah, uh, Damian Dark. Oh, Damian. oh no, bro, forget that. We didn't talk about Rip. <laughs> oh, that was the thing. The he died intro. In, the, in the fucking intro, bro. Like he started this show. You did my man dirty. There was no build up. There was no like hint to this happening. It was just like out of nowhere. I know what I have to do. What's that? Sacrifice myself. It's like, are you sure? We could probably do a bunch of other things. No, no, I've got to sacrifice then, myself. Not even just that, but. It answers our question about whether or not he was going to be on the show. He was like, mm, I don't want to be on it anymore. I'm out. But n- not even just that. A, it was like he died and the characters didn't really care. But more importantly. Yeah, it was like an after note. <laughs> but more importantly, it's like his death had served no mean, like no purpose. It's like. He oh, straight yeah, up said it wasn't going to do anything. Yeah, I'm just going to kill myself and it's just going to be a temporary fix. But it's like. No. Like, why not give him the win? Why, yeah, no, why not let his death actually serve a purpose? Like, he dies defeating Mollus. Yeah, you do the Bebo thing, and then you kill him. Like, you think you you can't beat him even with Bebo, and then he does that gambit to sacrifice himself and then save everybody. Like that, I'm like, why did they waste killing Rip in the very beginning? That said, because I'm a sucker for montages, that flashback montage of like all of his moments from the entire series, just because it's been like, what, three seasons? I, I, it did hit me a little bit like, oh, rip his family. Oh. But at the same time, it's like, but you kill him off in the most unceremonious way. In the opening. In the opening. <laughs> Again, no buildup. It, was, it wasn't like this season's been building to the death of Rip Hunter. It's just like, we've just been wondering like, why is he only on the show half the time? Like, if he's going to leave, have him leave. And I guess it's him going, yeah, I am leaving. <laughs> but at least do it. Like, granted, he hasn't been for a while, but he's still a main character. Like, he started this show. Like, yeah. And they did him dirty. 
I, I don't get why they didn't write it to have it be the ending of the episode. Very easy fix. Yeah, trash. <laughs> there was no way for them to get away from Mollus in that first scene. Plenty of ways. They had the totems. Kid Flash, when he's useful, when the say, plot needs can, him to be. Kid Flash do? When, he needs, when the plot needs him to be, he can do things like distract the villain for a while. I'm like, lightning bolt that dude, bro. Face through him, bro. You ain't trying nothing. Like You ain't trying none of your moves. I mean, he could uh, actually... He could have, like, distract him, let them escape in the Wave Rider. He could just time travel to meet them. Yeah, he doesn't need they were the w- going to that blonde, blonde yeah, he spot anyway. He doesn't need the Wave Rider to time travel. Has he Has he ever time traveled by running? Not, No, he hasn't, but I'm pretty sure he, he knows how by this point. Mm. They keep saying he's faster than Barry when he first started, and Barry time traveled when he first started. That's true. That's true. But who knows? Uh, so what would you give this episode as a rating? Bearing in mind it's the season finale. I'll give this episode a passable. I didn't hate it. And like I said, I, th- I thought the, the final battle was kind of funny. And I laughed. But yeah, like overall, I just felt like for this to be the season finale, it was definitely not as epic as last season's finale. Or the first season's finale. Last season's I'm blanking on last season's finale. It was the... uh Oh, Reverse Flash. Yeah. That was... Yeah, okay. That was better. Yeah, with Black Flash, that whole thing. Yeah. Hey, man. Legends hasn't been strong since season one, so... At least this episode opened my eyes. And Amaya left. Yeah, and Amaya left. That's trash. Even though, um... What's his name? Nate? Him being high is, like, the best thing on the show. Every time he gets high, I'm like, oh, hilarious. <laughs> but there's, uh, this isn't in my news. I should have put it in there. But I read that she's... Cut, the actress is coming back. But supposedly she's playing a different character. It's gonna be modern day vixen now, probably. Even though they have a modern day vixen, <laughs> well, the actress is on another show, so that's why that's why we haven't seen her. Why they had to introduce another another sister? Mm-hmm. I'm just like recast her, C- kind of like what they did with it, because because what they wanted to do was have the original actress vixen to be on Legends, but she got cast. She's in another show, so that's why they yeah. went back to the past and said, <coughs> "Oh well, this is Vixen's grandmother." Mm-hmm. Because they wanted the original, but yeah. she she was on another show. So I'm just like, recast her. It's not like we've seen her that much anyway. Word. I don't remember what she looks like, to be yeah, honest Me with you. either. <laughs> but yeah, I, I gave it a, a high passable for Legends. Because this episode opened my eyes to how much of a comedy this is. But I'm just like, but then for them to get rid of Damien Dark for fucking Brandon Ralph's wife. Because <laughs> you know she's coming back. But his death was also unceremonious. You know she's coming back. It was just like... I'm just gonna switch places with you. Oh, now it's me. It's like, okay. And he gave her the time stone. Yeah, so you know she's coming back. And plus, like I said, that's his wife, so she's got to be there with him. Yeah, it was whack. I wasn't feeling that. A lot of unceremonious deaths in this finale. But again, I'm gonna say it again. Despite all that, because I now realize, not take this show seriously whatsoever. At least that made me like go a little easier on this finale a little bit and there's sarah and what's her face break up again no they're still, they're, they're together now sarah and that and what's her face because it was this whole oh i gotta follow the rules i also. love you now uh you're a robot fembot but it's cool <laughs> it's like okay <laughs> Weird. Without, 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 but now that i think about it because i just remember something it's kind of fucked up <laughs> when she confronted rip and she was like, I'm not special. And he's like, yes, you are. She's like, how many Avas have there, have there been? 12. You're the 12. <laughs> so, no, you're not special. So that was kind of fucked up. I, I thought they were going to go a different route. I was like, no, you were the first. Like, you're the only one. No. 
but nope. <laughs> it's like, there's been 12 Avas, and you're like, damn. <laughs> like, you should have read the first Ava. She was awesome. <laughs> Tough one. Nah, she's all right. <laughs> but that first one. Uh, like, oh, and we, didn't, we also didn't mention Constantine. The fact that he shows up at the end on the beach. And oh, yeah, him and Gary are fucking. I don't care. Why, why do you say that? Just because they, they're together? Yes, they're together. They're fucking. He made, they kissed the other episode. <laughs> Play Dungeons and Dragons together. Yeah, he's, dress, he's dressing up as him. <laughs> Can't be a fanboy? No, he's they're fucking. Okay. Well, of Con- course. Constantine wouldn't have a fanboy around. Everything has to be open-ended. So whatever you did in the season finale of any show starts the chain of events for the next season. So guess what? Just Mollus being freed for that whatever amount of time. Open up the door for more demons because we need to have a reason for Constantine to be on. So what else would we fight? Yeah. But then I'm like, but isn't Mollus supposed to be the big demon? So you know because they're going to lead to a season finale. It's going to be a big threat. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, what's going to be a bigger demon than Mollus? Lucifer. <laughs> yeah, we're going to Satan himself. <laughs> Double demon. <laughs> but I don't know. I, I feel like... A, Constantine is too big of a character to be on Legends. Maybe they'll actually finally wrap up Constantine's story. His his story from his solo show. But then B, like, the magic in the Constantine world is way more intricate and involved than, like, something like the Legends can deal with. They already dealt with a magical creature in Mollusk, and it was still stupid. So it's like... They'll get some stupid new artifacts. Because, like, Constantine is, like, what they deal with, like, Dr. Fate-type magic and shit like that. Maybe they'll get Dr. Fate's helmet. We don't see that on... Even this season of magic on Legends, you don't see you didn't see that level of magic. Well, maybe we're building up to it. Next season is going to be like full blown Constantine level magic. That's why I feel like it's going to happen. And like, what was the villain that he had in his show? The, didn't he mention that in this in this season of Legends? Like Mollus or somebody mentioned the, the little girl he lost. The little girl he lost. Mm-hmm. But wasn't yeah. that a demon that took that little? It was girl? a demon, yeah. So I. It'd be cool if they actually finished his, you know, his solo movie or solo show story on Legends and have that demon, whatever that demon was, be the villain on this season. Yeah, I Four. mean, it'd be cool. But I'm like, if the CW has this much faith in 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 his character that they keep keep bringing him back, just bring back his sh- his show. It wasn't his because his show his show <sighs> wasn't the problem. It was the fact that it was on NBC and NBC didn't know how to deal with it. I don't know. I'm also not that interested in a solo Constantine show. But you know, it's not my, it's not my bag. I'm not a big I supernatural am. guy. I, I am. I'm a very big supernatural guy. So fuck you. <laughs> like, I'm, you know, why I'd be down for it. Like, I like, I love the sh- supernatural show. <laughs> but I'd be down for it because it's kind of like Justice League Dark. For Constantine and Legends, isn't that kind of Justice League Dark? Not really, though, because Justice League Dark is Constantine, Zatanna. Uh, I mean, Constantine plus other superheroes. Yeah, but that wouldn't be really a Justice League Dark, though. Same concept. He's the only one with magic. What? Constantine. He's the only one with magic. Zari and, 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 him. And, and and well, Vixen's gone. So Zari, she's got she's still there. Fuck she's, her. With her wind powers. <laughs> Who cares? It's so whack. Her power's so lame. <laughs> Ang does it better. Yeah, I don't like wind powers. <laughs> You're the totem bearer that stays. <laughs> and, uh, and then Rory. Cause he still he still has no, he the fire. He gave the fire. Oh yeah, away. they gave him they gave it away. I don't like jewelry or whatever. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Let's go. Let's go over to the new episode of The Flash. Null and annoyed. <laughs> I know this is serious. You got an odd way of showing it. Just that any time that I'm afraid, I make jokes. I always knew you were lightweight, Ralph. She spelled you with helium. Maybe you should try to burp yourself down like Charlie Bucket. I swear, Ralph. Alright, where is she? Look and fly, Flash! Ralph, I know what I'm doing! 
He's gonna fall to his death. I'm annoyed. <laughs> I am also annoyed with the Flash. Man, wasn't it awesome to wait for the Flash to come back after that long ass break? No. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's why I'm annoyed. Because once again, we have a co- inconsequential villain of the week. The only I, I would I would argue that the subplot having to do with the Tinker or the Tinker, the Thinker's wife. Is more interesting. That's interest- what I was telling you. That's why I asked you earlier. Did you see the flat when we went to see Rampage? I was like, I wish you saw the Flash because mm-hmm. I'm like, there were like four different plots going on in this episode. And yeah, there were. Yeah, you're right. There were like four different. And plots. I mentioned the plot that was going on with the thinker and the mechanic. That could have been an entire episode, and that would have been actually pretty good if you did it. Completely if they did it from like, her like a time like a time loop type episode, even though she's not actually going through a time loop, mm-hmm. but in her mind, I mean, technically she is. And then eventually she breaks out of it by the end of the episode. Or even if she the episode doesn't. ends in a tragic way and she just doesn't break out of it, that, that would still be, awesome. be a much better episode than what the fuck we got. Mm-hmm. Instead, we're focusing on Ralph and him making too many jokes after he was super terrified. And it's so weird. He was super terrified before. And they say that the reason he jokes so much is because he's scared. But like, he we didn't express it before. But we've no, already but done no, this. no, we've already done this in the episode that he saved Killer Frost and uh, Vibe from uh, the the tick, what the fuck is his name? The Trickster, the Trickster's son. Yeah, but I'm saying like he was terrified then, but he was actually scared. Now he's like, no, 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 this is how I cope. I'm always, I'm a jokester. It was like before you were just straight up scared. But but I'm saying like not not just that, but he's already overcame his fear about being a hero and you know doing. So it's like why well, are we this doing one this wasn't again? really about overcoming his fear. It was about Barry. Once again, exemplifying how he's a terrible fucking leader, not being him and his issue of not being able to deal with Ralph's coping mechanism with his joking, which is like, what the fuck? I don't care. And I don't care, especially because it just once again shows how bad of a mentor Barry is. Everyone else has to teach him these lessons, Iris included. It's like, come on, man. You're supposed to be smart this Yeah, season. you're supposed to be the Flash. You're supposed to be smarter than this by this point. But meanwhile, yeah, so we've got the A plot. Yeah, why are people still mentoring you? <laughs> I don't know. We've got the A plot of the, the villain of the week, which is this girl that touches you. She's got a... Uh, Nobody's rock mentoring rock. Black Lightning. <laughs> Nobody's mentoring Sarah. Nobody's mentoring Oliver. Well, these are all older characters, too. Are they, though? Yeah. Like, how, how much older is Oliver compared to... Bear? Like, aren't they kind of the same age? No, I think Oliver's supposed to be five to ten years older. Like, if Barry's, like, 25 to 28... Oliver's probably like they're in the same. They're in the same generation. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Point is, um, like Uraraka or whatever her name is from My Hero Academia. It's uh, the the villain of this week can touch things and it makes them float. But that was cute because there's a scene where they introduce that power and because Kevin Smith directed this episode, they have Silent Bob, Silent and, Bob, and uh, yeah. Jay and Silent Bob. Yeah. But this episode, it's tra- it was trash. Like the fucking episode ended on a fart joke. Right? Like, come on now. <laughs> no, it was a whoopee cushion joke. A fart, <laughs> which they set up in the beginning with Harrison still, Wells. Still, it's fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not about to say it's not. It's fucking dumb. I hated it all. And but yeah, so like, there's that plot with the main meta. Then you got the plot with Harry and his. He's freaking out and he's super angry now. Out of out of nowhere from using that. Thinking cap off. And then you had the plot with uh, Cisco and, uh, and Breacher. And Breacher. And like, all of these powers. could have been their own separate. Like, that could have been its own separate episode. Cisco and Breacher. And it's, it's because they keep sidelining Cisco this season for Ralph. Like this. Not just that. They're sidelining Cisco and Caitlyn. Yeah. Like, they don't do shit on this, in the show this season. Why, why so, is it a Ralph show? Like, even, even in our moments, it's like, oh, we need to help. Okay, Cisco and Vibe are right there. Like, 
No, we need Ralph to stretch. Like even like when <laughs> like, when 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 Barry is flying up in the air, like I'm like open the breach. He's like I can't, can't go that high. I don't know the accuracy. Why? I mean, there's more plot holes too. It's a lot of plot holes this episode, especially um, Breacher. The whole thing is he he's too old to breach anymore. But Cisco just won't straight up tell him because there has to be some kind of drama in every episode of Flash. But or then CW it's like. At all. How was How he, is he opening, preaching the world? Yeah, how was he opening breaches then? I'm like, I can't preach anymore. I'm going to go to a different world now. Yeah. I'm like, wait, when what? I, that, whole ep- that whole moment when it was like, I, lo- I lost my powers. I was like, how the fuck did you get here? Every time. And then they he, get multiple times. And then they gave him the pill. He's like, oh yeah, that should help you, but it didn't really. Then he then he went to go to the vampire world. I was like, how did he get there? How did he get there? I was like, I don't get it. And then he, and came, then he back came back. I was in like, his Hawaiian what? shirt. Yeah, what is this? I'm like, so... this doesn't make sense. And then if you try to say, well, he has a device that breaches, like, why do you need that when that's your power set? Yeah, no, he didn't have that. He was just doing it. Yeah. And he was always doing it off screen. She so didn't really see him do it. So I'm like, this. I feel like it was like an editing note. Like they, they forgot to like come up with the explanation about how he was doing it. Any sense. <laughs> and then just do it off screen. Fuck it. It doesn't make, it doesn't make any sense. Didn't make any sense. No, it didn't make sense. Um, what, we just talked about ridiculous feats in the last episode because of the email. Uh, remember how the Flash is so fast he can do basically anything? He can stop time for millennia if he wants to. He immediately puts cuffs on that girl. This the meta. The plan is because if she sees you, she can touch you. This is the, the whole thing. Just run at her so fast that she can't see you. I'm like, isn't that all the time? Aren't you the fucking Flash? Isn't it all the no. time you run? She can see the lightning. No. She probably can't see him, but she can see but the yeah, lightning. But yeah, she can touch you? I don't get that. So whatever. He, he's going to phase and run so fast that he's invisible and naked eye. So he runs into the scene and instantly, without saying a word, cuffs her. Why doesn't he do that for every single villain? <laughs> because <laughs> I'm like if come on bro you can't do this this one time and then we never do it you never do it again because plot and then meanwhile in the same episode again you know there's a backup plan where she has a car floating and because her powers get taken away the car falls and he has to stop the car and save the person but then he at runs back at least and she's gone at least that's a, a, a more convenient way to explain how the villain runs away from him like he's he's preoccupied as opposed to But he can do that in a span of like two seconds. To stop a car from falling to the ground from a building, it takes like a ten seconds for him to do. That person got away in ten seconds? Yes. Bullshit. Because <laughs> he doesn't know where she went. And then fuck even that at the end with Ralph, like and, and him touching her him being touched by her and then flash like they warned him about earlier in the episode. Well if she had touched me when I'm outside, I'll just fly away. That happens and he starts floating to the air. That girl just completely ignores Ralph and goes to keep stealing the diamond. And then Ralph is like, oh, right. I'll put the thing on her now. I'm like, why did she just go, I got the flash. Anyway, I'm going to ignore you, other mass vigilante. I'm going to go back to stealing this diamond. And then, I'm like, what? And, but then not even that. When Barry is falling to his death, why does he need Ralph? Can't he spin? Make That's a what I was gonna say. Why does he, I'm like use your arms and make the fucking like break your fall, like slow yourself down. Like the Flash can technically f- not fly like Superman, but, but he, he can, can kind of he can kind of glide and like enough mm-hmm. by just by vibrating his arms or whatever. Yeah, enough to create like a wind funnel or whatever. He's done it in the show, just not. I don't think he's done it. He's, he's cushioning no, other he, people. Yeah, he's he's cushioning other other people. He hasn't done it his, uh, himself. Mm-hmm. But still, it's like. But you just needed a reason for Ralph to be important. That was really it. To, for Barry to learn a lesson, again, stupid. But, but it was, that was the whole point. It was stupid. So You're fucking breaking stupid. breaking your own rules. <laughs> again. 
This is why ridiculous feats again. Yeah, that's why I said. That's why I said before. Like the the feats get become problematic. Ugh. But yeah, that breacher stuff trash. Do you think Cisco's actually become breacher? Yeah. Does that does that mean he's gonna leave the show? What does that mean? Of course not. He's not gonna leave the show. So what does that mean? Because they're not gonna get rid of Barry's best friend. The end of the season, he's gonna leave. But I'm just like honestly, I would like Caitlyn and Caitlyn and Cisco to get their own, if not their own show. Ill. No, <laughs> I do not want a Cisco show. No, I, I, but I'm like they're not doing anything. So if, if, get rid of if, Ralph. If not, if not, if not get their own live action show. Like have them have their own CWC cartoon. Like do something with them. <laughs> How well will that go? Like Vixen? <laughs> did you watch that? No, exactly. <laughs> but I did watch. Uh, I started watching The Ray. That was pretty good. And uh, hmm. some some. Okay. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> you did it earlier, so. You can't do it. Oh, you're, oh. Are, you're not gay, Jordan. Oh, it's one of those? Yes, okay. you can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> but then also, uh, I watched the first episode of The Constantine Show, which I'm like, yeah, we don't need this anymore because he's on Legends. But yeah, that was pretty good. Mm, okay. Um, I, I, Maybe let's do a thing where at the end of the season, he'll he'll leave between seasons no, four uh, and No, what's five. his face? He's, he's, he's a series regular in season five. Who? Uh, Ralph. No, he's, no, no. I mean, he's not, Cisco... a, he's not a series regular this season, but he's going to be a series regular ne- next season. How the fuck is Ralph not a season, series regular right now? He's more, he's like a recurrent, he's more of a recurrent because he's not in every episode. He's so he feels a, like he's in more episodes than Cisco and Caitlin. He's more of a recurring, he's more of a recurring guest star. He's in it so much. <laughs> he, he's almost there. He's like, he's like one episode away yeah, from he's being almost, a... he's almost there, but not. Okay. Well, he doesn't have the credit, like, he doesn't have the credit series regular. But I was saying because they get paid more. Also, that's another thing. Oh, okay. That, that's really why. <laughs> <laughs> that's really that's really why. Um, I was just saying. No, I meant Cisco. Like between seasons four and five, we're season four, right? Yeah. Yeah, we're so, in season four. Now. So between seasons four and five, it'll be a thing where he's breacher, like you know, off screen with his girlfriend, and he'll come back at the beginning of next next season. Like, yeah, I'm back. Woo. Yeah, probably. Uh, so speaking of the future of the Flash, though, well, they need to do something with because, like, just like I said with Black Lightning, where I said every character feels useful. Right now, the Flash, like, they don't. No, most of them are useless. Yeah, and some are they've spent too much time on, like Ralph and Iris. Too much time with these characters. I don't know what they're thinking. Um, Meanwhile, Cisco and Caitlin get side- sidelined completely, just like with the fucking fire villain that they had. Oh, we need to take out the fire, Killer Frost. <laughs> no, 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 Ralph. Somehow we gotta figure out how the Ralph. No, it wasn't is. Ralph. That's why Iris th- made the uh, tidal wave. Nah, it's always Ralph. <laughs> um, damn, what was I gonna say? Uh, oh, but future of the Flash, because there was that weird tease at the end where they really make it seem like for whatever reason. Oh yeah, that's what I was asking you about. Harrison Wells seems kind of reverse flashy. Earbart Thawney. He goes back to that time room and he puts the time cap or the the mind cap up into like the same kind of mechanism that the um the Techion device and his suit was in before. And then he goes over to the Gideon system and Gideon turns back on after he puts his hand in there for a second and it's like it didn't register at first and then Gideon pops up and then he has that line where he's like, what does he say? A lot has changed since then, Gideon. She's like, you've been gone a thousand days hello, or something like that. Hello, Professor Wells. You've been gone for like. 1500 days or something mm-hmm. like that a lot has changed since then Gideon so what's the deal there my thing I don't think I think it's a red herring I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't think, think it's I don't think it's him it's not Eobard yeah it's not Eobard I feel like the reason why they even had him he looks 
almost cons- like concerned or like he wasn't sure if it was going to turn on. I feel like he's just using the fact that he has Harrison Wells' body to reactivate the time room and Gideon. So he's he's acting like... I'm also kind of wondering, what does he want Gideon for? Maybe a way to boost the time cap. Because he was talking about how uh, in this episode, the thinker could predict people's behaviors. And he wasn't able to really do that accurately. And if, you know, he's... Can, like, he, can he, though? <laughs> no, he can read the fucking plot. That's what he can do. <laughs> But for the sake of this show, yeah, so fucking smart. He, he, he like I feel this. like if they if they actually focused on the mechanic and the thinker in the, for the whole episode, that would probably give me a better not liking because I still think he's trash, but more of an understanding of oh the thinker's a big badass, the, the plot that he's doing with the mechanic, his own wife. I mean, they kind of allude to him losing his humanity just in how he's talking. It was like, and his whole thing about like your humanities would prevent you from blah blah blah. You're you're nothing without me. Blah blah blah. blah. All that bullshit. Like he seems like he's becoming more villainous because he's swapping bodies so much. But it's not they're not spelling that out yet. It's just they're, they're not just, focusing for him to be the final battle villain. Whatever. They're not focusing on him like pretty much at all. Like there are several episodes where he's just not even mentioned because he's not right. He's not even DeVoe. They call him DeVoe because they keep switching bodies. Like you're not getting a sense of like true villainy from this character. Like I can't get attached to him because he keeps changing his, the actor. And right now he's got a Southern not, twang but, accent. But not, not just that, like a girl. It's not, weird. But not just that. Like I said, they keep they don't really focus on him that much. Like with. What's uh, the focus like on? with Reverse Flash, like there was a lot of focus on on. Well, it was execution. Reverse Flash it was like the suspense for most of the season of like who like who first who actually is the Reverse Flash. Then when you find out that he is actually the Reverse Flash, then it's like how will they find out he's the Reverse Flash? And when they find out he's the Reverse Flash, then you get into the, at the very end of the season, it's all about him and his plan and blah 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 blah. But like they revealed but, this like early but, on. But no, I'm just saying. But not just that. But like even with us as the audience, we've seen a lot. Like once they revealed that oh he's actually. Eobard, we've seen a lot of scenes with him being Eobard as the audience, but just uh, like Barry and them didn't know. So we focused on him a lot. Same with uh, very sparingly. Same with uh, what's his face, Jay Garrick. Not not what's his name? What the fuck is his name? Oh, the uh, the actual guy, Hunter Zolomon. Yeah, Hunter Zolomon. More so Hunter Zolomon than I, I feel like the reading Reverse Flash was so good because they built up so well to him. But like yeah, Hunter Zalman they spent a lot more time with. Um, but I also didn't like Hunter Zalman as much. Uh, well, nobody compares to fucking the first like nobody no villain compares to the first season. Yeah. But yeah, it's just the thinker's not a strong villain just in how he's been characterized, especially with his whole gimmick of like I'm the smartest, but he's not been really showing that. He's been showing he's read the plot. But I did like this episode's side story with him and the mechanic. And that the way it was revealed to her, um, that whole thing with the tears. And was that from Arrow? Or was that from Flash? No, that was from Flash. What the, that was all Killer Frost's plot line. Oh, I was like, I, I thought drugs. My mind went right to Arrow. Oh, oh wait, was that a drug? Like a plot line in the Arrow? Or whatever. But yeah, but yeah. So like the, the the meta with the tears and that whole thing that came back to being the thing that Brain watches her every time she drinks that tea. And I liked. And he likes. Dabs the fuck out of her head like that shit. Word, giant that, needle, yeah, giant ass needle. I'm like, yo, I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that whole thing where um, she's 
It's been happening multiple times, and she always uses the same password. That was it. The moment where she saves that that file, and it's the same file name. Like when she, her face, when she was like, oh, "What's my face?" I was like, "Oh shit, this is happening." That's why I said this should have been a this should have been a whole episode. Like, who the fuck is writing this show? I don't know. That should have been an entire episode. Like they can have their own Groundhog's Day episode without the time travel and like like with uh. Legends, like I enjoyed that episode, but it'd be like a white knuckle thriller because you'd be hoping that she can escape from the sun. Yeah, that's why I said they they don't even have to do it where she escapes. They they can end it tragically, like they did with this, mm. and just be like, no, she can't escape. Yeah, but no, the writers to talk go- about you know how the thinker is so smart. You'd be like, oh, is she so smart that whatever whatever contingency that she comes up with after she realizes that it's a joke, or if she finally thinks she figured it out. No, he already knows. Like, that would have been a good thing to see. And also show how much smarter he is. Yeah. But no. The writers don't know what to focus on this season. So even the good thing, like, the good ideas they have, they can't execute properly. It's like, oh, God. Why don't you expand on this? Three-fourths of this episode was shit. That was actually pretty good. You should have stuck with that one. <laughs> I'm like, I need to be a consultant on this show. I mean, not necessarily a writer, but a consultant. Yeah. I have, like, the moment where he slips up and he's, like, three. He says he says three, right? Three, three minutes left. Yeah. Or no, he no, says two. two. And she's like, there's three. And he's like, all right, yes, three. <laughs> like, I was like, like what? And then to find out why he's, he slipped up, like, oh, okay. But I'm like, how smart are you that you slipped up? Where, <laughs> you, you're so smart, you can't you can't yeah. accidentally say. His brain is deteriorated. I don't know. Bullshit. <laughs> Stupid. Uh, oh, wait, did we rate it? We didn't rate it. Well, I wasn't done. Oh. I was gonna ask you, uh, but yeah, that's right before I, I was just gonna ask you what you think is gonna happen by the end of the season. I have a theory, but what would you rate this episode? I would give it uh, low passable, borderline less than passable. Uh, I guess I'll say the same thing. All right, uh, I have no theories for the like. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck this show is doing. Well, this thing started with him, <laughs> with Ralph training in a simulation where he does like a Ninja Turtle thing. I thought it was funny. Cowabunga, dude, where he pops his head into his body like a turtle to prevent the needles from going into his brain. Um, their plan. But I'm just like, if he has stretch powers, almost like Mr. Fantastic, like you can sh- pierce him. Yeah, he shouldn't be able to be pierced unless he wants to be pierced. I'm sure he's got, DeVoe's got so many powers, he'd use luck to pierce him somehow. <laughs> like it'd be some bullshit. I don't know, science, who cares? Just go with it. But I'm saying, like... And is DeVoe even really going after him? Because why is he... Well, well my, my thing is, their plan was the f- to use Flash, to use Dibney to change his form to look like the Flash so DeVoe is confused. So I'm like, why are you setting up Flash to get grabbed and then mind swapped? I feel like that's what that's queuing up. You know what I'm saying? Like, why why would your plan be look like me so then we, we can get switched we can get switched up? I feel like he's going to grab one of them, think it's Dibney, but really it's the Flash. And then you think, like by the end of the episode, like, oh... Okay, so it was really Dibney. Like, no, it was really the Flash. And now the Flash and Dibney are brain swapped or whatever. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I, I don't care. <laughs> you know, you're just like, I don't give a fuck. I, mean, I feel like that's what's going to happen. It's going to be a thing where maybe think your grabs. I don't care how it happens. If this season ends in any way, because last episode's titled We Are the Flash. If this, if this season ends any way with. Think you're ending up in flat and Barry Allen. It's not brain. gonna end. It's not gonna end that way because then you have the whole next season about that shit. And you know, I, I, I don't mean like permanently. I mean if it happens at any point before the season ends, 
I am mad. Because why didn't you just do that at the beginning or earlier? Why did you wait so long? Yeah, or like why? Just not even just plot like plot breaking wise. That's so fucking dumb. There's so many problems with that. It's such a nonsensical plan to loop all the way back to that. If that was your whole plan the entire time, like the, if the enlightening really ends up being my brain is now in Barry Allen's body. If that is the enlightening, fuck this season. So hard in the mouth. <laughs> Regardless of what happens, I still say fuck this season because I'm Agreed. like, that's why I said like. And I'll use, I usually have theories. I'm Mr. Prediction here. But for okay. this season, I don't have, I don't, uh, I don't care. I'm just ready for it to be over. <laughs> I want to know who's the villain for next season. Same. That's really what I want to know. Like, moving on. I hope it's Reverse Flash. I hope Eobar comes I back. Know. I know, like, maybe I he know shouldn't. he's going to come back. Because, I, I mean, he comes back for the most part every season. Yeah. But I don't think he's going to be the main villain. Or him and the rogues. Like, do that. Do that. Like, have, do the, do the, um, the Suicide Squad Hell to Pay storyline. Because he technically died in this universe, so yeah. have him come back in some like to, uh, like weakened form, and have him work with the Rogues to you know defeat the Flash without having his Flash to his powers, and then maybe somehow he gets his powers back by the end of the season. But uh, Jordan, you know when we did this season, we said we didn't really have another speech to villain. That's why we wanted to have the fastest man alive versus the fastest mind alive. So if we go your idea for next season, we're gonna have another speedster, and we specifically said we didn't want to have more speedsters because we did that for the first three seasons. We don't want to be repetitive, okay? So, okay, you know. Mr. Mackey. Okay, but guess what, Mr. Mackey? Yeah, actually, my name is Wally. Okay, Wally. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, Wally. But you know what's interesting about that whole fact that this season doesn't have any speedster villains it's also the worst fucking season <laughs> so maybe we need some speedster maybe, villains back maybe you know I can admit that maybe the execution wasn't that good but you know <laughs> the idea of it right, we didn't want to be it was like, terrible <laughs> the idea was terrible didn't you, didn't you say that food wars is repetitive we don't want to be repetitive and have a speedster villain so you know we don't want to do that I'd rather repetition than this <laughs> I'd gladly take the repetition of another speedster villain at this point but you know I'm, I'm sure Eunice World of Flash is out there screaming at us right now. Like, you idiots. It's so good. I, like, does, we, I, I was going to say, does he listen to us? <laughs> yeah, he does. Sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. So, I mean, he enjoys the season. So, I always think about that when I talk about the Flash. I'm like, someone out there enjoys this. Why don't I? <laughs> What's wrong with me? Um, let's move on. Let's get into Black Lightning, The Resurrection and the Light, The Book of Pain. I need you to find Black Lightning. Dead or alive, shall we begin? You may run for this is business. Legs for loyalty. Where's the future, Mr. P? Fight and die. You go. You're gonna have to fight me like a man. The resurrection of my faith in the DC TV. <laughs> it's the only show that's good right the now. The only show. Um, but yeah, so Tobias Whale finally returns. An actual good villain in the goddamn DC TV universe. But he's back and he's working with the ASA, who's also a good villain. I like the fact that he's just like the racist white bureaucrat type of dude. That's mm-hmm. his, his thing. Uh, but they are working together to finally take down Black Lightning by capturing him alive. So they have to go to the school and, and cause some ruckus. Cautious. I need him alive! Yeah. I'm alive! <laughs> <laughs> so it's Tobias Whale teaming up with our old pal Khalil. Like we said earlier, he's back. And now he's got with dreadlocks. 
<laughs> he's a Rastafarian that no one questions. I'm like, yeah. why? Why was it the first thing you said when you saw him? Khalil, what's with the hair? Yeah, what's like, with the hair? That's number two on the list of like his, his Michonne wig. Yeah, I, I saw you a month ago and you had a buzz cut. How do you have a fucking full dreadlock now? Like, like down your shoulders. That reflection is like glaring in my eye. Oh. But I will say this: I like Khalil more as a villain. I do too. Yeah, I, uh, I, he's an actual comic book character. I don't remember. Oh, he is. I don't remember the name. I'm pretty sure he has more. Power powers. In my notes, I wrote him down as Evil Khalil. <laughs> That's his villain name to me. Eunice thought he was static. He's like, Are wait, you serious? he has dreads. Static shock. I was watching the story. He's oh, like, static no. shock. I was like, no. Oh, I was like, no. <laughs> that was like that meme I made where it was like, oh boy, I can't wait for static shock. He was like, just ca- Are they going to make Khalil static? He has dreads. I'm like, no, what are you doing? I have the same name. <laughs> or backstory. <laughs> I'm about to look up, look up his name. Okay, well, but like I said, I do like Khalil Moore as a villain. So, because I never really trusted him as a good guy, he was too perfect. He was too much of like the, well, I'm the perfect all around bro, like athlete, like handsome, painkiller, painkiller. Yes. Huh? Is it the same backstory where he has like the cybernetic spine and he shoots like trank darts and stuff? That I'm gonna have to figure out. <laughs> That's interesting. So, but I, I, you know, we made fun of the dreadlocks, but I, I actually like the look on him. I'm sure those are fake, right? That's not his hair. Yeah, yeah, no it's definitely. I'm like, that's not real. But I, I like the look. He reminds me of a a weaker and more whack Killmonger, <laughs> especially when his his whole speech to Mr. to Jefferson when he first sees him. He's like, like you over here talking about all this good shit, Mr. Jefferson. Whoa. This what? is what he looks like in the comics. Whoa! <laughs> yes. <laughs> he Whoa. is white. He's jacked. He's ten times. He's like Lobo almost. <laughs> that's a dark looking dude. Maybe maybe it's the origin of, of Painkiller. <laughs> but, uh, so yes, Painkiller and Tobias Whale and Tobias' super bitch sidekick, they they go to the, the school to cause a ruckus yeah, from Black this, Lightning. This is specifically what it says his power is. Painkiller is so named because of the ability to anesthetize any part of the human body. He's used this ability to shut off a man's legs temporarily. Is that what he did to Jefferson when he punched him at the end of this episode? Spoilers. and I kills him not really i guess i thought it was just a really strong punch to the chest well because he also has those cybernetic those darts those cybernetic arms or whatever i mean those too but he also hit him with the trank dart or whatever before that yeah yeah so, so i'm guessing that's what those trank darts like they sh- temporarily shut you or shut you down or shut your powers off that's what happened his powers weren't working yeah i don't, I don't know. know i don't know i, I thought it was green light or something i didn't know what he, i didn't know what it was they didn't really make it clear what it was but yeah so I, I liked him as a villain, though. So by the end, when he teams up with Tobias to whoop Black Lightning's ass and temporarily, you know, stop him, stop his heart, I liked it. <laughs> Although, <laughs> funny enough, what? the whole time that he was fighting Tobias, when he shot Tobias with the electric blast, and Tobias was like, you know, I got a suit. Shoot I was like, face. shoot him in the face. <laughs> and fuck that. If you want to get down and dirty, because you know he has this grudge against Tobias Whale. Lightning hands. Why don't you have taser fists? Maybe he can't do that. What do you mean you can't do that? <laughs> if you shoot lightning, you can make taser fists. But I was like, yeah. I think he has done but, that. But then, of course, I was like, to be fair, I was like, yeah, shoot him in the face. That's going to kill him. And he doesn't want to kill him anymore. Yada, yada, yada. Taser But fist. even still, I was like, shoot him in the face. 
Oh, you don't got to do a lethal voltage in the face. Exactly. I was like, give him a small jolt. Yeah. I'm like, all right, he's got a suit. That's how we're going to equal these playing around, make him have a fist-to-fist fight. But even, but it was a thing where it was really his anger. But no, he can't, he can't do the light because we've seen like when he does the punch, you see the light like Last Dragon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they, just, they just forgot. <laughs> but it was just a thing where I feel like... But Tobias fucked him up. <laughs> Well, it, it was his, his emotion. It got the better of him. Again, it's so funny that he keeps telling Nyssa to get the better of her emotions, but it's how many times has been Jefferson in a blind rage fucking himself over? It's only with Tobias, though. Yeah, but still. <laughs> so it was even Gamby telling him, like, bro, don't, don't yeah, do don't it. Yeah, don't do it. Don't stupid. do it. Yeah. There's no point. There's literally no point. He's like, nah, fuck it. I'm going to do it. <laughs> so then he gets in close. He gets his ass whooped a little bit. But then, you know, Black Lightning does get the upper hand. But then what gives... Tobias the Edge is once um, Painkiller jumps in, takes away his power, and then he gets double teamed and then punched in the chest. But then I like the fact that Thunder jumps in, but been more so that Lightning comes in and uses her power to resurrect I know, him. but I like that fight between Thunder and that chick. I liked henchman. it, but I also hated it. Why was it even a struggle? It wasn't really. Like she was fucking her, She was fucking her up. Until she stopped breathing, or started breathing. Yeah. But why even bother? Just do the thunderclap thing she did in the, fir- in the first move. Thunderclap. Yeah, she did. That was like the first. And, then- and knocked her down. And guess what the last move was? Thunderclap. I would just be like. <laughs> Done. No. She, she, wants to, walk out. she wants to fight. <laughs> Why? And this is a hothead. She likes like she likes fighting. I mean, maybe it's when she's, the, the chick came at her. And also, I th- I, I'm like, is she... I think she's some type of robot or some shit. Cause when she got when she did the yeah. first thunderclap and she fell and got you cut, you, you saw like there was like some type of green substance or whatever inside. Yeah, something going on with her. But still, so I don't think she's completely human. I don't think she's completely human either. But I'm like, why did you even get into a fist fight? Because when she started fighting, I'm like, this is cool choreography. I love the fight itself. But I'm just like, but you're fighting holding your breath. Like, that's so hard to do for an extended amount of time. So I was waiting for her to go, <gasps> and when she did, of course, it's when the other chick starts beating the shit out of her. But I'm like... And not just that, but she realized. She figured it out. Yeah. But I was like... like she was waiting for her to take... A breath. Yeah. But then, I, but then I was like, so then why wasn't your plan just... <laughs> like, like, come on. She started and ended maybe the fight can, with Maybe that. she can't do it like that. It can only be like... And why? then she needs a break. She's got super strength. That's, that's why the clap happens. She She's needs super a break. strong. No. <laughs> I'll be clapping like a mother. <laughs> <laughs> Take that. <laughs> well, that's not how it works. That is how it works. That's not how powers work. <laughs> but then the fake out death and then lightning resurrecting uh, Jefferson, I really liked. But I also liked how this whole, you have this whole storyline about how lightning, uh, Je- Jennifer, I don't want these powers. I hate these powers. I want to get rid of them. But then the moment she sees, like she wants to help. True. Very true. Like, she's trying to figure out how to get her powers to work. But I didn't like how... Because this, this is also the first time that she's seen both her father and uh, her sister in action up close. True. This is kind of her origin for her powers and her becoming lightning. Um, but I didn't like how quickly Jefferson blew up at his ex-wife, Lynn, when he thought from uh, lightning that Lynn was looking for a cure for her powers. I but get I mean, where may, he was coming from. I was going to say, but it makes sense to me. I get where he was coming from, but to not ask any questions, especially since he, you but find he, out. No, he did. He went, he confronted her. No, but he, she, he didn't give her a chance to actually explain herself because uh, come to find out, so she goes back to um, Anissa, not Anissa, uh, Jennifer, and she explains, she's like, did you make it seem to him like I was going to cure you? Like, yeah, I didn't, she, like she did that, like she manipulated him, like she did that on purpose. 
And because he, and he's probably coming to it from a standpoint like, why would my daughter lie to me about that? I know, but that's what I'm saying. Like he didn't give her a chance to actually even have a conversation and explain her side. He just walked. Just, and then he did the very personal and like really zero to hundred jab of like, I'm glad we didn't tell our daughters we're back together. I'm like, <laughs> come on, bro. Yeah, like, but also, that's too much. Like, I feel like it wasn't like out of character, kind of like the Diggle thing. Like because you also think about pause. I'm I'm gonna agree with you in the sense that. I don't think Jeff, what Jefferson was saying was completely out of pocket. But don't you dare say that it was anything like Diggle. That was completely out of character. No, I said it, it wasn't like that. Okay, all right. Go ahead. <laughs> so I'm like, what are you talking about? Oh, no. no. <laughs> I said it wasn't like that. I said, but it, at least it wasn't like that. Yeah, okay. But also, you also have to, you also, also. <laughs> but you also, also. <laughs> but you also have to think about their relationship Pre- previous to all of this happening. Oh, yeah, I get it. I get it. Because, like, she's never wanted him to have powers, and mm-hmm. she's also she's always been trying to figure out a way to get rid of his powers, you know, called it an addiction. She never wanted him to be Black Lightning, so it kind of makes sense for him to think, like, she's ex- look, experimenting on her daughter to try to figure out a way to cure. Mm-hmm. No, not- no, no. I, I, like I said, I get the leap in logic. I get where they were coming from. I just didn't like how personal he made it so quickly. And then not to give her any chance to even explain herself. And then for him to be a hundred percent incorrect with his assumption after you know, finding out the conversation between her and Jennifer after that, I'm just like, damn man. <laughs> yeah, because no, it is because he, he was also taking it personally too. Because he's like, oh, you feel like something's wrong with her? Is there something wrong with me? Mm-hmm. No, I completely understood it. it. And it was a better version of the explosion between Diggle and Oliver last week. So I, I agree with that. I'm just saying, like, I just feel like. Come on, bro. Don't go from zero to 100 and make it so personal so fast without really knowing all the facts. <laughs> so I didn't like that part, but I did like how it came around in the end with Lightning actually seeing them in action. And then I was going to say, and also, and technically, was he really wrong, though? Because she even said during the fight, like, I'm just trying to give her all her options. What does that mean? Possibly getting a cure? Maybe. That's why she's doing experiments. Yeah, but it's a Maybe. The daughter made it seem like it was a fact. Like, that was her complete intent. Well, that's what she thought. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I, just with a little bit more conversation. But just the fact that she's exploring to try to find a cure for her, that's what he's kind of upset about. Mm. But I don't think I don't think a cure was even, like... She even explains it's not, that wasn't her intention or what was on the forefront of her mind. She was like, I don't even think a cure would be possible or non-lethal. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's not like she had like the idea of, no, a cure is possible. She's like, I don't know if that's possible. I'm just saying, I'm just trying to figure out everything I can about this uh, this thing you're going through because you're so affected by it. And I'm trying to find you find options just in case. But I'm not even, I'm not even playing with the idea of curing you because I don't even know if that wouldn't kill you. So I just feel like, again, more conversation would have helped in that one moment. But yeah, we we can talk about <laughs> Black Lightning giving her the lightning finger. Electric, electric shock cooch. <laughs> he was really fingering her. They made a point that he you saw those two fingers like massaging into her back whenever uh-huh. he was using those like lightning charges. I'm like And you saw it going through her whole body. Like, for like a whole minute. I'm like, yo, they're like <laughs> What's what's part of her body? That vag. <laughs> She's like I need you to come, Jefferson. I need your help for something. And he shows up, and she's like in her fucking nighty. And he's like, "What's the issue?" I was like, "There's a, a spider." There's a spider. He's like, "I'm like, oh, I'm, oh, I get it. Spiders just dick." <laughs> <laughs> Even the music was like, "I wanna make love to your woman. I'm gonna lay you down by the fire." I'm not exaggerating that much. <laughs> like, that was kind of what the music. The music was literally like, "I'm gonna make love to you." That was in the, the lyrics. <laughs> so I'm like, "Wow." And she likes it. So I like when you do that. 
I said, I fucking know it. <laughs> like, did you base that off of anything or just like, no, like, I feel like that'd be No, hot. honestly, I didn't think they were going to do it. That was just me being stupid. I was just like, because <laughs> somebody and, was listening. And plus, not, and plus, not just that, like, I was just being logical because like an orgasm or anything that we do, thoughts, feelings, mm. reactions, they're all electrical impulses. He controls electrical impulses. So I was just like, yeah, I mean, it would make sense if he's using his powers. Well, here's what I think. Here's my realization. To give her an electrical impulse. Why are you fucking surprised that your daughters have superpowers? Obviously, you were fucking with lightning <laughs> every single time you had sex. Like, I'm surprised they didn't have powers earlier. <laughs> oh, my God, they have powers? Um, Every time a dick was in you, there was also lightning coming out of it. <laughs> so, pretty sure that's why. I mean, you do have, yeah, he was electrifying your cooch. So, I'm pretty sure your eggs got electrified. <laughs> like, every time he touched her, it was lightning. So, I'm like, that was your thing. <laughs> but, yeah, I was like, just like the reviewer, I was like, motherfucker, are you serious? <laughs> and then they kept going. I was just like, they're really making this a thing. <laughs> it's madness. Mr. Prediction Head lives. <laughs> Mr. Prediction Head's always never wrong, I guess. Well, I mean, sometimes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so by the end of the episode, they have the whole thing with what you call it the. But I mean, I'm glad they did because honestly, I think it's smart writing. What the them making love with lightning? Yeah, because it makes like to me, it makes sense. Yeah, I guess it makes sense. <laughs> I think it's funny. It makes sense. I'm not. I don't. I'm not hating on it. It was just crazy that you like you said that it actually happened. I'm just like, I can't. I can't even right now. Um, but yeah, by the end of the episode, they think Black Lightning is dead or whatever. And then, I mean, he what? He was dead. Well, he was dead until he survived. And now they're on the the run back in the safe house, hiding out, destroying cell phones. Um, the one thing I did like that was a question mark in some previous episodes was Latavius. So I'm glad that it turns out Latavius was like a sleeper agent. Yeah, he's being controlled by fucking... Tobias. Tobias. I thought that was going to be a moment where they like actually fight, but I mean, and that's not to say that still can't come. But as of right now, I prefer him this way. He's like a Hydra agent. I prefer do, do him. You, do you comply? Yeah, he, he's like Winter Soldier. I'm fine with that. I much prefer him as a lackey than him being in charge. At least his weirdness. But is I still now kind wonder, like, what's the end goal though? Like, what? Is or the, how do you even like get those that powers? A, a that doesn't still explain the ghost and what that does do you believe in the resurrection latavius <laughs> that's all the explanation they give you like oh okay like what is what is what is the end game though like what can he do that he couldn't like what can he do now that he couldn't do before he can't die and he follows orders to a t i don't know i don't know i don't know like, he killed that weapons guy that's all <laughs> i don't get it whatever I like him more as a lapdog than I like him running around doing random shit by himself. So that's the only positive I'll say about Latavius. Yeah. And then I mean, and then it's at least good that even though he's following Tobias as well's orders, he still is cognitive enough that he knows he's doing it, but he can't stop himself. Because mm-hmm. like you kind of saw his eyes watering up. Oh yeah, he's pissed. Yeah, he hates this. <laughs> uh, so I like that that he's done, he's not just a brainless soldier he so, still he still has his mental faculties i'm sure he's going to come back somehow maybe he's going to betray him or something but um what would you rate this episode i think i'd give it like a more than passable yeah i'll give it more than passable okay all right so let's move on to arrow fundamentals if i get tears this is all done you can't go there alone all of you have made it clear that you don't want anything to do with me what is wrong with you I think we should take some space, Oliver. What? This is gonna be fun. Uh, yeah, I'm glad to say this went for last though, because I actually liked it the most this week. You don't agree? No. 
just from the beginning, this episode. I'm not saying I. I'm not saying I disliked it, but no, I gave this episode. I was just coming right out with my rating. Then perfect vision. I think this episode was an amazing throwback to what made season five amazing. I think it was repetitive. It was an amazing throwback to what made season five amazing. <laughs> it was a. It was an epic throwback to what made season five amazing. I give this episode more than passable. Basically, the same as Black Lightning. How? <laughs> Especially compared to the rest of the season of of Arrow. Like this, the intro was probably. Better or comparable to the best choreography of this entire season, which was that episode with Diggle as Arrow in the car that one that one episode. And the car thing was better, I think. I that, think. Then that intro. Then this episode. I mean, I said it's comparable. I don't really know. I don't know if I would say it's better or worse. It's comparable, but it was fucking dope. Like I haven't seen Arrow the choreography be that tight and that fucking impactful in a long time. And especially since it was like a throwback to his season one outfit. And then, you know, come to find out that a lot of this is, he's being mentally um, incapacitated by vertigo, yeah, which I'm like, is that how vertigo works? drugged up. Has vertigo always worked like this? No. Where it's like, it's almost like the fear toxin of yeah, Scarecrow. Yeah, basically, kinda. Because he says, you're not my worst fear. Yeah, was it always like that? Not that I, not that I recall. I mean, like, Oliver's, like, muscle through, like, magic and other bullshit curses and stuff, and yet some drugs he couldn't shake off for an entire day plus, like, no. okay. Well, everything's falling apart for Oliver, and I think this episode's also probably the best we're going to get at the events of this season coming to a head, especially in regards to Oliver and his relationships with the other characters on the show. So everything that's happened with Renee, Curtis, all that bullshit drama... Uh, Dinah, now with Diggle, um, everything's kind of come to a head. Everything's falling apart. He's like he's even not- on this episode, they still had that petty Diggle drama shit in the beginning, and it was fucking terrible because even Diggle was like, "He's just, this is just who you are, Oliver." I'm like, like, "But you're, you're, you're the one that's acting, you're the one that's acting like an asshole right now." Yes, I'm like, "What you?" Just the last thing you told him was like basically fuck off because so yeah, I, I need like to go that, my own way without that kept, you because so you're a worse leader now. So that's another thing that also kept it from me being a per, for being a perfect vision because even though I said that was one scene because even barely it's, it's, it's still I didn't like it barely <laughs> even though I said even though I said I enjoyed the fight just from an acting standpoint I was still just like Diggle you being petty as fuck right now. <laughs> oh, you mean the actual argument? Fight? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. God, yes. And he was petty in that one scene, but yeah. that was only in the beginning. It, but that was like. I'll take all this pettiness now in stride because I'm, I'm now looking at it from where it put Oliver and it put him into a mental spiral. And I think it was beautifully tied back to season five where that was the entire theme of the season, him losing the people that was closest to him. That was in, that was entire strength of the villain Prometheus and Adrian Chase. And again, this is just like, um, oh, what was it? Uh, Jessica Jones with kill with season two. With Kilgrave coming back for one episode, that I being still the, haven't finished Jessica. Well, <laughs> like I said before, Kilgrave comes back for one episode, best episode of the whole season. Um, same here. One episode of Asian traces. Ch- Adrian chases back. I, I was hoping that they pulled like uh, Buffy season seven episode one premiere, where like all the previous villains came back, so it wasn't just Prometheus, but like one scene it was Prometheus. Next scene it'll be Rachel Ghoul. Next scene it'll be that. like Deathstroke. We've done stuff like that. Before. Have they? Yeah, when? with Deathstroke and them, they've done that. Like, they, a, like other... they all come back and like to haunt Oliver. Yeah, I don't remember. Maybe I'm thinking more of the crossover when they had that like that. Thing. I, say, I don't remember that happening on Arrow. 
Well, regardless, I, I like it. Wouldn't also wouldn't make sense for this episode because the whole thing was Adrian Chase's thing was breaking Oliver down and telling him, and then breaking him in that moment where he imprisoned Oliver for a while. Well, yeah, but considering that he he relived a bunch of moments, it would I feel like it would have been cool to see all the previous villains. Maybe I feel like that would just take away from I think the point of this episode, which is anchoring it back to season five. That was literally the last things he told Oliver was like, I don't have to destroy you. I've not, and in the last moments of Adrian Chase, he was like, I've realized that you're your worst enemy. You destroy yourself and everything you love will eventually be destroyed by you, by your own hands. And that, that fear is Chase incarnate in this episode. Like Chase is not his fear. He himself is his own fear. That's, and I like that. Like you could do that. I mean, you can't really do that with Rachel al Ghul. Maybe you could do that a little bit with Slade, but like, I, that was, we've done that before too. We've done the whole Slade in his head crap. I like this because it was almost like he was Slade and uh, Adrian was kind of like his shadow in his head. I liked all the scenes where he was like, and again, just like Kilgrave, <laughs> just like Joker, it's like that mental thing in your head that's like, it's like a hallucination that follows you around and interacts with the different characters like in your, in your environment, but they can't see it. But we, the audience can. It made for, again, one episode Way better than Diaz. What is the fucking point of Diaz as a fucking villain? I don't. Bu- I don't buy. He was in this episode. He was in this episode, but hmm. but he he wasn't. What was interesting about this episode? What was interesting was Oliver versus himself, and then how that kind of played out with him going back to his season one roots, and that that conversation he had with himself was like, "You have failed this city." Like I was like, "Damn." I want that Oliver back. <laughs> that was Oliver that I fell in love with season one. I, I I was with him when he had the fear slash realization that he would need to go back to his mental state in season one where like he didn't need a team. He didn't, everything else was just a distraction from the mission. I like that intention. Which, which also, but also funny enough, I'm like, but even in season one, it was only like a couple episodes where he was by himself and then he recruited Diggle first. Mm. Then he recruited Felicity. So I'm like, so he's technically never really alone for that long <laughs> yeah but even then it was like the first season especially it was very like really the first it was the first season, the first two seasons really was the trilogy and then eventually they got roy but even then it was still but season one especially felt grungy even yeah. before they got felicity in it felt like it was like a temporary working out of like the working out of your garage type of setup until they became like a full arrow base arrow team yeah arrow i think this, i think the strength of this episode also shows that there are way too many characters. Yeah. But when you boil it down and focus on what makes these characters tick and interesting, well, then it becomes a good show again. Yeah, and, and that's also kind of some something I say with The Flash. Like, we're even like Cisco and Caitlin. Like, they don't focus on them because it's too many characters. Like, they focus on Iris a lot. They're focusing on Ralph a lot. Actually, I don't even agree with you saying that um, you felt like that first scene with Dick was bad because it... D- yeah, Diggle's logic is dumb, but it's really just a holdover from the previous episode. And the whole point of that scene was really Felicity and Felicity trying being. It's so funny because she's she was the only like, grown up in the room. She was like the, the worst part of the show at one point, but now they've made her the the source of logic, and I love that. Even the one thing she did, thing she did this episode that I hated, wasn't her. Yeah, it wasn't her. It was a hallucination. Yeah, when she tells Oliver that she wants we, time we apart. To, yeah, we need to separate. Because in the trip, I, I saw that in the teaser for the episode. I was like, I was Fuck like, oh, out of here. Hell? <laughs> I like him because his face is like, what? <laughs> this is not compute. I don't understand, yeah, bitch. Like, Why are you leaving me you right now? You interrupted Barry and Iris. You interrupted Barry and Iris' wedding to get married to this guy. Now you're talking about we need to separate. Like, what the fuck? But it's just his fear. 
Yeah. And even him having that explosion, I love that when you find out that it was Vertigo in his system, that's that's why he even lost it in that moment. Because I, I was even going to roll with it. Him just like having that little bit of a break there if they didn't explain it with Vertigo. Because I felt like that was kind of in character. Like everything for him is coming to a head. He feels like he's being suffocated by his past, his decisions. And he feels like his present, he's not being a good mayor. He's not being a good husband. He's not being a good father. And he's not being a good superhero. It's like all those things coming to a head at once. Like I, I, I would believe him shouting at, at William in that one moment. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Great acting this episode too. That's why like, it, Lance on it. I loved his conversations with Oliver being like the bro, like, hey, man, it's all right. You know, you're going to get over this. Shit happens. Yeah. You know, from what you told me, fuck them. <laughs> Basically, it was logic. <laughs> They've all had their issues. You know, you're a good guy. I know you've changed. He's like, Has I, have I? Yeah, I've been around since the days of the hood. Like, I know you're not that guy anymore. Yeah. And I like those callbacks, too. Like, it, it this anchored back, again, season five, and season five anchored back to season one. So this felt like a logical extension from how good season five was. And now he's not even the mayor anymore. <laughs> no. Spoiled by the end of the episode. He... Which I'm like, I wonder if they're gonna if that's gonna last. Like is like are they gonna keep Lance as the mayor to give him something more to do? I was hoping that since the whole thing revolved around no, I like Oliver as the mayor. I don't. You I don't? actually prefer this episode where he was like about to be on the outs of being the mayor. And now that he's not the mayor, I hope he stays that way. Cause I, I liked um I don't know. I feel like this episode kind of showcased that he's better off just being Arrow. Like maybe Oliver Queen in his personal life, but then Arrow most of the time. But like having the professional life with the mayor, I don't. I don't really need that. Because also throwbacks to the comics. Like he was. I know, but he's not really the comic book Arrow either. No, no, no. He's not because he'd be Dinah. <laughs> and he'd not, be funny. not not that Dinah. Not this Dinah, but he'd be ri- more jokey, less broody. <laughs> Way more jokey. Oh, my life is hard. <laughs> Being a superhero is real tough. But try to, they try to make him Batman in that in that aspect. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I say that, but I, I, like I said, I think this is a great episode. Perfect vision. I yeah, really, I, I really enjoyed I, it. Yeah, I enjoyed this episode. It's just, I don't, I don't know what... The Laurel hallucination? I don't know what it was. Feels. That, yeah, I don't know what That's it what was that keeps it, keeps it from being a perfect vision. I, I can't... I don't know what it is, but... I Here we go. Here we go with the <laughs> bullshit. I can't explain Whatever. why. <laughs> it didn't hit me for it to be, oh, this is a perfect vision. <laughs> but what got me was the Adrian Chase, again, being a better villain than Diaz ever has in one episode. Laurel. The, but the, I was saying, this, de- yeah, this is definitely like the best episode of the season to me. And yet it's not perfect vision. You've given other things perfect vision. It's not the best episode of the season. Well, this half of the season, oh, I meant this half. Are you qualified? I'm thinking about other. I'm like now nah, earlier episodes in the first on this season. I think were pre- pretty good too. Mm. Let's see. Was there anything else in this episode? I like the plot holes being filled with the the revelation that he was on drugs. Uh, you have failed this city. Love that moment. Uh, oh, I like because after all those crazy hallucinations between Laurel and Agent Chase, or whatever, in the bunker. When he finally gets to Lance at the the building, and Lance is like, he pulls him to the side, and he's like, "Are you all right?" Oliver just goes, "No." no. <laughs> it's the way he delivers, "No." He's like, "I've been through like five hallucinations, bro. I'm not okay right now. <laughs> I shouldn't like, even be here." I was just like, "Yeah, why is he even going there?" I'm like, "How can you be sure you're saying what you think you're saying?" <laughs> Like he's like shirtless, like I want to tell you guys. That I... But his whole thing was this episode was giving. Um, information that will clear his name but 
like, but we'll, we'll we'll put the shift the blame over to Diaz and kind of expose him. By the same time, kind of expose himself as the Green Arrow. So it's like a, a, a it's a conflict with the nature of real info. And so I mean, he does it, and still. But I was hoping that would reveal that he's Green Arrow straight out, and then like he just has to live as Green Arrow and Oliver Queen, and he can't be like a public Oliver anymore. He has to just be the Arrow. Everybody knows he's the Arrow. Yeah, Green Arrow. I would prefer that. I was thinking that's how eventually, like, I thought that's how the season would end. Like, everybody knows like, who he is. Well. <laughs> it doesn't like, really change anything. Either, either they find out or he pulls an Iron Man and just finally just comes out and says, I'm the Green Arrow. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that, and honestly, I would prefer, like, I mean, they still probably can do it, but I, like, I would prefer that for that to be how this season ends. Yeah. I don't know. It's just what got maybe it's perfect for me was the emotion in it. The unexpected emotion of it. Because the the moments that he has with Lance, where he's like, "Why does everyone keep leaving me?" Like I, it felt genuine. It felt real. Yeah, they're all fucking bullshit reasons why they left. <laughs> I hate them all for it. But like, I put myself in Oliver's shoes, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Like, how would I feel being this guy trying so hard to change, but still feeling like he's still failing despite that? Like that. That and I, I mean, I thought it was sense. I thought it was cool to have when Felicity ran to the building. That was a good moment. It's like, why did you do that? Because my man, need my, my man's in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a ride or die bitch. That's what I am. No, no. The more I'm talking about, yeah, perfect vision. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I, I don't know. I was like, I was surprised. I was like, oh, here we go. Another episode of Arrow. More Arrow drama. Yeah, now, now that I'm talking through it, I'm like, actually, there wasn't really, besides the Diggle thing, there wasn't really that much in this episode I didn't like. That was the one part of the entire episode that I was just like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> But but I gave it the pass because Felicity's the point was Felicity trying to make amends. She was she was trying to be the the fucking logic of yeah, the. Yeah, I'm like she's the, the only episode. grown up in the room. Yeah, just talk, guys. You're both trying to do the same thing. But even then, I'm also like, how is Oliver expected to do this by himself? He doesn't have the tech savvy Felicity does. So who's gonna be in his ear? Like, all right, there's three people there, and I was. I mean, it was a t- it's the plot, though. You know, like, if the plot says you don't need to have that to do your job, then he can still do it because <laughs> he's doing it before Felicity. To an extent. <laughs> but the, the threat is bigger now. Yeah, I guess that's true. The the manufactured threat. <laughs> Everybody's in Diaz's pocket. But I'm just like, how's... Uh, granted, this is like cra- a crazy thing I'm about to say, but I'm like, how are the property values in Star, in Star City? Because <laughs> I'm like, every season, the whole city gets taken over. Like, that's the thing. Yeah. With, with, with the show. Who as rules the city like, this, this week? <laughs> as opposed to like with the other shows, like The Flash, it's not really the whole city. It's just team flash that has to deal with the deal with the villain not the whole fucking city held hostage fact <laughs> sorry sleepy all right uh let's move on let's let's get into some oh <laughs> let's talk about krypton this week oh okay i forgot about it <laughs> uh well you might have to remind me michael because i didn't watch it this week <laughs> So let's do a quick rapid fire review. Rapid fire review for Krypton. I need your help. You are hereby charged with treason. Jeez, Azot. If Krypton is destroyed, saving light, it won't matter. Who are you? Tell me what you know about Brainiac. 
So tell, give me a story, Michael. What, what was, what was the, this week's episode of Krypton that I missed? Convince me to get back into watching this because I, I'm sorry, I just can't. I get, I don't really want to watch it. So, <laughs> um, well, basically, uh, the 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 face of Rao. They kind of showed some of some of his face, like he had the helmet off in this episode, like it opened up with him getting dressed. They showed the back of his head, like Darth Vader. Yeah, basically. <laughs> they showed the back of his head. They showed his ripped muscles. I was like, oh, he got a Nazi body. Let oh, he's like Xerxes? Let me see. Let me see what he looks like. He's easily like, he like a robe, so you I'm can't like, even tell. Let me see if he's cute. Wow. <laughs> That's what I wanted to know, but they never showed his face. And so uh, they showed him getting dressed and him, like, for whatever reason, he they, they, they mentioned him going to the rankless to try to, like, I guess, boost his, like, popularity and and... and, and and standing within the community. Mm-hmm. And uh, he goes to uh, the Vex guy, that uh, the one that forced uh, Seg to take his name. Yeah. He basically goes to him to try to say, like, the thing that happened last week with uh, the Sagittarii, the, the cops, okay. and the how the girl killed uh, one, of the, one of the rankless and how she got arrested. They're like, somebody needs to answer for that because the low rank officer that they arrested, that's not enough. Like the rankless are still, they want more, they want more blood and that's going to cause a riots. And I don't need that in my, you know, in my political future or whatever the fuck. So we need to arrest somebody that has a uh, higher standing and more rank. So they essentially, uh, throw Lida Zod, the girl that you say you like mm-hmm. that are interested in. They basically throw her under the bus and create this fabricated story about how she's a traitor and she's been working what? with Black Zero. What? And she, so she got charged for treason, more or less. Okay. And so the whole episode was basically about A, them trying to get her out of you know, proving that she's innocent because uh, the mother was like, what is going on? Because there's this whole thing about Zod's are an honorable house and they have never been accused for treason before and she's the first, <laughs> she's <laughs> the first Zod, she's the first Zod ever to be accused of treason. She won't be the last. <laughs> so there's, there's moments with that and then also uh, Seg is trying to figure out how to heal uh, the, the woman from last week that, uh, <clears throat> yeah, that's impossible. Yeah, they got the brainiac disease but, we're talking spoilers from here on out. So she ends up dying later on. Oh, no. And then there's also a reveal of who uh, the main guy working for Black Zero is. And it turns out he's he, he doesn't necessarily work for Black Zero, but he's been using Black Zero resources because there's this sect of Black Zero that he's, he, he's in charge of. And they know about Brainiac. So... Okay. They kidnap they kidnap Seg thinking he's a he's a, a, a sentinel a brainiac and they put this like you want you that I think about it <laughs> you wouldn't Ooh. like this episode so they put this like parasite creature in the Seg's nose oh my god why is it like a brain thing to like, get the truth out of him or something not not that but it like tries to it basically it tells you if you're a sentinel a brainiac and so it like goes through him and it causes all this pain and all this other stuff and I guess. If you're a sentinel or brainiac, you would react a certain way. And so they figured out, they realized he didn't react that way. So they took it out. They took a device and took it, took the creature out of his ear. <laughs> okay. That's why I was like, I know you would like this. 
<laughs> You're gonna go to sleep tonight. It's gonna be a centipede on your like bed. Every episode of the show is his body invasion. It's Kratan body invasion the show. So yeah, so he's trying to get uh, uh, Seg to tell him what he knows about Brainiac and how does he know this about Brainiac and can you help me defeat Brainiac and like they're going back and forth because Seg doesn't like this guy and he's like well prove to me that you're honorable break out my girlfriend from from prison and then then I'll tell you what I know mm-hmm. and so the episode ended with him uh going to break her out and then he also tells the girl the the, the daughter of uh the Vex guy uh, that he's in love with her because oh she's a because she's also a so whack. <laughs> this is like a most booty Game of Thrones rip. It's, it's, it's very it's very Game of Game of Thronesy because she's also because she's a lawyer in in, in uh, Krypton. Okay, so she goes to try to break her. Uh, like I'm your only ally. Like tell me what you know. Superman this episode. There's no no. There's no Superman. Give a fuck about this. <laughs> is that it? Yeah, that's basically what the episode was like about Lyda being in prison and. Trying to get her out, more or less. And then also the little girl, she uh, goes up to the many faces of Zod. I mean, the many faces of Rao. Okay. And she hands him a gift with like this like action figure thing saying, you know, oh, I'm a, I'm a big Rao worshiper. And so because of that, she gets moved up and she becomes ranked. And the episode ends... No, this is how the episode actually ends. Uh, the the little toy that the uh, that doll baby thing that the little girl gave her mm. is actually a Brainiac probe. Oh my god! And it stabs him in the arm, and so now he's another Sentinel. Wait, who is this? The the, the many faces of Rao. Oh, the Rao guy. Yeah. So now he's a Brainiac probe, or Sentinel, or whatever. Wow, that's bad news. Your your king is basically Brainiac. Yeah, pretty much. Now. Well, that's interesting. Like, the only thing that made me interested was like the very end. <laughs> that last little tidbit. Like, oh, that's kind of interesting. You're trash. Uh, uh, maybe I'll watch it, I guess. What'd you rate it? I would give it a medium passable. <laughs> I don't even know what medium that is. Medium passable? <laughs> what? <laughs> it's not It's not a high passable. It's not a passable. It's whatever's in between that. It's a medium. I don't know what that is. It's a passable. Oh, that's what that means. All right, let's get into anime for the week. With anime, with Mikey and Jordy. My Hero Academia, episode two. Much better episode than last week. Yeah, Wild Wild Pussycast is the name of the episode. So it's about... And my pussy was very wild watching this episode. Wow. This is actually the first... This this really could have been the first episode. Like, that other episode, completely 100% recap. It definitely could have been. It should have been the first episode. Yeah, this one at least... Like, it was a... About the, the beginning of that summer uh, camping trip that we're talking about at the end of last season. I was like, was the budget cut this season? Like, what is, what is going on? <laughs> no, I think the recap was mostly for people that were just jumping on board. Because you know, my hero was like a big phenomena. So like maybe they're assuming some people that want to jump on board for season three haven't watched and one just two. do a very long previously on My Hero Academia. <laughs> Word. For real. That's basically what it was. <laughs> it was a 20 minute long one. <laughs> Completely with some filler plot on the side. But yeah, so the kids are filing on the move to the summer camp and... We got an epic first exam kind of test going on with the kids having to go from, I don't know how far of a distance, but from some spot where they stopped the bus to getting all the way to the, the campsite. And what is the Forest of Beasts or something like that? The yeah, Beast and, Forest? Well, and they say that, but the beasts are just monsters that the one of the instructors make using yeah, their powers. Lord of the Ring tree, tree monsters. Like dirt or clay monsters or something. 
Kind of reminded me of Power Rangers when they fight those skeleton dinosaurs in the first 1995 movie. Action boy now! Yeah, that, that <laughs> shit. <laughs> but, um, I mean, hey, this is My Hero Academia back in full effect because I really enjoy just the few moments we get of uh, superheroes being superheroes again. The kids in the forest scene, awesome. The, the comedy of them going outside the bus and then when they realize, like, wait a second, the campsite is miles and miles away. Let's just get back on the yeah, bus. Let's get back on the bus. <laughs> and they try to get to the, back to the bus. And, and the she, chick does, stops she them. does a rock slide and knocks them off. Yeah. Oh, that was hilarious. Um, but yeah, strong episode. Now, yeah. If I were to rate it, I would just come around and be like, eh, more than passable. I had fun. I get a high more than passable. Oh, I'm more than passable. Yeah, I, I enjoy I enjoyed this episode a lot. And I was like, see, this is what I was waiting for. Not fucking last week yeah. and then also it was cool I got feels just from them using their powers in the in the very interesting I was gonna say and not, not even just that it was cool to see Teamwork. them yeah all work together yeah unlike the Justice League <laughs> yeah. the, I always gotta bring it back yeah, this is the common thread now <laughs> they Justice League did it or in this case they didn't Justice League no, it no they didn't Justice League it so it was, it was cool to see them all working together to fight as opposed to them fighting each other mm. and then not only just that like this this is finally the moment that we finally could see Deku not use his powers to his full extent because he's still going to only use like 5% of his power but f- for the most part we get to see it a lot more there's no moment of him breaking his arm and all that other stuff yeah we're, we're past that yeah, we're, past, we're past all that which I think is funny because I think and it's a cool I, I love how in depth My Hero Academia gets into the the the, the rules behind its powers and how they work so I love the fact that they they make it a point at the end of the episode to showcase that like despite all the things that they've been through, yeah, their stamina and like their overall strength is from like their mental training, their mental capacity, yeah, strategy, like reflexes, all all that stuff has improved from the stuff they've been through, but, but their, their actual quirks, powers yeah. haven't really changed that much. But I just wanted to be like at the back. I want to be Deku, like uh, mine have. <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> I was like, actually, Deku's have. <laughs> yeah, he's the only one that's actually like improved his powers, like specifically. Um, everyone else is kind of just general improvements. But that's, again, that comes from like him not being born with his powers. He had to actually work to but control. Yeah, but they, don't, them. they don't know that. Yeah, they don't know that. But I just thought it was funny. I'm like, well, he has. <laughs> he's like, yeah. Yeah, I thought man. I thought the same thing. Yeah. But but I like this. They're so, gonna so get I was wondering. Into, I was like, oh, so I wonder how much his throw would be because it it wasn't until like the very last second that he activated his powers on his finger mm. to throw it. So what happens if he uses his entire hand? Yeah. Now? What happens if he uses five percent of his entire hand? But still, still. Um. So I can't wait to see in the future episodes how they're gonna work to improve their quirks. Yeah, because you know that he's gonna be able to use more than five percent. Oh yeah. And eventually, like he's they gonna give it a Kaoken uh, number. Of course. He's, eventually he's 100%. gonna be. Yeah. Eventually he's gonna be all might level. Yeah, I, they, even say, they even say in the first. They even say in the first episode, like this is the story of how I become the greatest hero ever. So was one hundred percent full cowling that? I don't think full cowling. I think that full cowling is him putting it through his whole body, but that at the five percent level. Yeah. So is is one hundred percent full cowling full all might, all might power? I, I think so. Okay. Or maybe maybe he might be stronger than all might. <laughs> I would like to see an adult because 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 I think all my said like every iteration of get stronger yeah mm-hmm. so I'm thinking Deku might be stronger than him once he fully learns how to control it but yeah just seeing all the chemistry between the characters again loved it uh Tot- the dynamic between Todoroki and yo, uh, yo that Koda guy 
He punched the shit out of Deku right in the nuts. Yo. <laughs> First of all, he's a reverse Batman. I was like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then, uh, uh, what's his face? Uh, Ilda came. You, you, uh, what do you say? You desecrated Midoriya's scrotum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he is hilarious. Um, but Toda's a character. He's, he's literally like reverse sad Batman. He's Damien. Damien? Damien Wayne. Why is he Damian Wayne? Being all angry and... I think he's Bruce Wayne, but in a world where everyone has powers, he doesn't get any powers. <laughs> but does he... But does he... They didn't... Did they say he was quirkless? I don't... They. I don't think they say he was quirkless. They haven't mentioned it, yeah. But he doesn't want to be... It's the reverse. Like, his parents dying... Yeah, Batman's parents dying yeah, motivated him. Yeah, they just him. mentioned both his parents were heroes, but they didn't say he was quirkless. But I'm saying in the, in the sense that... For Batman, both his parents dying motivated him to be a hero. But for this kid, both his parents dying motivated him to hate heroes. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'll never be a hero. Fuck heroes. <laughs> I'm like, no, you should be the opposite. Motivated to become a hero. No. <laughs> but I, I laughed hard as hell when he punched <laughs> when he punched that the shit, shit out of Dick in the nuts. I, like, <laughs> I see you love no. that. <laughs> <laughs> That's just your favorite thing. <laughs> yes, I like punching guys in the nuts. <laughs> Whoa. That's a weird fetish. <laughs> And but yeah, so like the little side plot with him was funny too, though. With uh, uh, what's his name, Mineta, trying to see the the girls, the girls naked. But they were like actually naked. Yeah, but it was, it was just hilarious how they did it, where he's just like he like listening through the the wall, and he freaks out. He's like, "I'm really what's the wall's purpose? Supposed to be climbed?" And he starts climbing it with his like sticky hands. Yeah. And then what's his what's his face there? Kota? Knocks him off. Knocks him off. Yeah. And then he gets Deku gets the sad backstory from the two pussycat ladies. But like, yeah, he was Batman. His parents died, and that's why he hates I'm heroes. I'm like, why was Deku bringing him? And he was naked. <laughs> I don't know. Nothing but a towel. I felt really weird because I couldn't short help, ass towel too. But I couldn't help but keep staring at Deku's body. I'm like, man, my fuckers are ripped. <laughs> well, I was looking to. I was looking to. I was like, I don't feel right because Deku's underage. <laughs> I was looking at sexually weirdo. I was just saying like, just go from like what he used to look like in season one. To now, I'm like, yo, he's got like Goku body. Like, what's going on? I, I get, I, I guess it makes sense because, you know, he's a superhero. But I'm just like, they did some And, and plus, he's been doing nothing but training. Yeah. But I'm just like, kudos to And then also, he detail. trained, he, even before that, he was training with All Might beforehand. Mm-hmm. They didn't really show, did they? Sh- no, 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 they, they didn't didn't show All Might at all this no. episode. Um, but they did show the villains. They do go into uh, Tomura, I think her name is, and, and Dobby. And the new squad of villains that are going to attack. No, Tomura is uh, Shigaraki. Tomura Shigaraki. Shigaraki. Oh, wait. Then what's the chick's name? Uh, I don't know. Toga? I don't know. Is that her name? Uh, you know what I'm talking about? The schoolgirl chick? The, the schoolgirl chick. Yeah, That's her name. Whatever. But it's all like the new It's the new villain squad that I assume is going to attack the kids at some point in the mm-hmm. season. Yeah. Yeah. So it's cool. I want to see what, what they all can do. In the, in the intro, which speaking of the, the intro, I'm curi- I'm curi- I like the intro. You don't like the intro? The season three intro? Funny enough, it wasn't until I re-listened to our episode last week that I heard it in my headphones. I was like, okay, I kind of like this. This is my thing. I didn't like it the first time I heard it either, but I think it grows on you. Yeah, the first time I heard it, I was like, I don't like it. But then when I heard it when we did the podcast recap, I was like, okay, I kind of like it now. I really like it. It feels, it doesn't feel as like, yeah, it's not as like fast paced as the other ones, but I feel like this is, it feels more like a culmination song. Like this is, we've gotten this far and like even the intro and the, like the actual animation, it shows like, like a, a montage of all the scenes from the yeah, past Yeah, like seasons. the opening, I never had a problem with the opening animation. It was just the song, but now yeah. I'm just like, okay, I, I kind of like 
now. Yeah, but those villains I want to see because they show a little bit of them in the um in the intro. Who's that one guy that becomes like a giant? Yeah, like, giant like Hulk muscle guy. Yeah. yeah, he looks he looks kind of like the thing from um Legend or no the spectacular of the Hidden Temple. No, what's the <laughs> what's the movie? Spec no, it's not spectacular. Gentlemen, extraordinary gentlemen. Oh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Yeah, the Doctor Jekyll. He's yeah. his Hulk form. He looks kind of like that. So I'm excited to see what these new villains can do, and you know how they're gonna who who they're gonna fight against the the young heroes. Um, and one thing in the intro really scared me. Did you see the the moment with All Might and he's all bloody and he's fighting the the dude? You talking about an opening? Yeah. What's what's the other guy's name? All for one. All for one. Yeah. Did you see that? Uh, no, it's real quick. That. I didn't notice that. No. Oh my god. Like his entire face is covered with blood. I was like, no, 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 <laughs> no, do it, well, don't kill him. I mean, if, if it goes the route of the manga, they're gonna they're like they're gonna have another fight. All, all for one, and, and I know they fight again, but I don't. Yeah, they know. fight again. They don't. He all might doesn't die. Does no, he? he doesn't die, but he loses. He 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 retires after that because he's done. Like his power is like exhausted by that. Uh, what is spoiler for me, Michael? You shouldn't have answered <laughs> you just me. Asked, you just asked me. No, I wanted you to be like, I don't know. I don't want you to tell me. Now I know that he's not gonna die in that fight. But yeah, but we don't know that. This is the anime. They don't necessarily have to follow. They're gonna follow it. You ruined it for me. <laughs> Thanks, Michael. Well, no, you ruined it for yourself by asking. All right, what would you rate this episode? Uh, I said a high more than passable. Oh, that's right. I said more than passable. Duh. <laughs> Travel forgetfulness. <laughs> I mean, I, I kind of agree with the high more passable. It wasn't perfect, but, but yeah, it, was, it, it was good. I, and I, I answered really my good. own question by checking it out. Because the voice acting for Deku, like, it's still the same actor, but his voice just got deeper. It makes sense. He's older. But I'm just like... It, uh, this, I guess she does that on purpose, right? It's a girl, right? No, I think it's a guy. Oh, it's actually a guy? Yeah, it's actually a Deku? guy. Yeah. Interesting. Usually it's not. Yeah, there usually is. It's not. Yeah, like Goku. <laughs> Leave me alone, half and half bastard. Out of my way. Yeah, I like all the Bakugo and Todoroki moments in this. They're hilarious together. And how, like, they're the top four. Yuda, Todoroki, Bakugo, and mm -hmm. Midoriya. So when they fought, like, those clay monsters together, I was like, yeah, it's like the stain battle all over again. Loving it. But now... now now that they focus so, and that is the thing I like about this show that that they focus so much on the other characters. When you see the teamwork moments, I can appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate it more. But yeah, going back to what I was saying, like, so I appreciated the moment, which I thought was funny, when uh, one of the pussycat creatures created uh, the golem, and uh, I don't remember his name, even though I'm talking about. I appreciate seeing the other characters, but like the guy that controls animals, and oh, like yeah. before when he never spoke before, when he's just like, creatures of the forest, please listen to me, and it didn't listen to him. Yeah, and everybody's like, "Wait, that's his power! Like, it's not working! Like, what's going on? Like, they were freaking out. I, I thought that was cute. I see. And then when he summoned the birds, yeah, he, basically he's Snow White. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> well, like all the little team ups, Lightning Kid using his powers, or like, um, which I thought was, which I thought was weird because I'm like, aren't they aren't they made of wood? Yeah. Isn't wood maybe the force of the electricity hitting it? I'm like, doesn't wood absorb? It's a doesn't matter. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Your logic. Like Pokemon. Like Uraka making them light and then uh, Froppy throwing them into the air with her tongue. Yeah. So that was cool. Or the acid girl throwing the acid on her legs. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so I'm looking forward to the rest of this season. This Since it was really the first episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now this episode. This episode. Um. 
I do want to mention though that people were trashed. I did an Instagram poll comparing Dragon Ball Super to My Hero yeah, Academia. Yeah, I saw it. Most people said they like Dragon Ball Super more. Yeah, I'm gonna I just don't, assume. I don't, know, I don't know how. Most people I haven't seen those, My Hero I don't know Academia. Who those people are? <laughs> I don't want to know those people. <laughs> Me either. I'm judging the shit out of all of them. People are trash. Word. All right, let's get the news of the week. Michael news. What do we have this week, Michael? This week, well, since we always talk trailers first, let's talk Incredibles 2. Sweet. So, are we going to talk about it? Why? The elephant in the room. What elephant? Mom's new job. It's time to make some wrong things right. Help me bring supers back into the sunlight. We need to change people's perceptions about superheroes, and Elastigirl is our best play. Better than me? Bye, sweetie. I'll watch the kids, no problem. That's not the way you're supposed to do it, Dad. They want us to do it this way. I don't way. know that way. Why would they change math? Uh, math is math. Okay, math Dad. is math. Hello? Hey, honey. How are the kids? Everything's great. Ah! Is she having adolescence? And Jack Jack? <laughs> He's in excellent health. Num num cooking. Oh my god! Cooking. Wow, gay. That is freaky. Suit up. It might get weird. I'll be there ASAP. Where you going ASAP? You better be back ASAP. What did you think about Incredibles two, Jordan? Um, I liked it a lot. I I don't understand everyone's like the well not everyone. The, the male activist people complain of like, oh, it's so female oriented. It's, it's too, it's too social justice warrior. Why does it focus on Elastigirl, not yeah. Mr. Incredible? This is, this is sexist against men. Exactly. That argument, don't get it. Because I think this is a logical extension. Yeah, to that's the- what the first one was about. It was about him stepping out. Now the second one's about her stepping out. Even though I still kind of go. But it's still his journey. Yeah. Like, it's still kind of his story, but it's. It makes sense based on what the premise of this whole thing is, which is like, you know, it's a even superhero I, family. Even, even I still kind of go, oh, I wish they did a time jump. Me too. I feel like you could have the same story with a time jump. They just didn't do it. But yo, Jack-Jack is... OP? OP as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, when he bursts into flames and she's like, ignite. What does that mean? It means fire. <laughs> or whatever then, she says. Yeah, turns to the monster. He's like, what can't he do? <laughs> None. He's gonna be the best superhero ever when he gets older. Yeah, but yeah, I enjoy, I enjoyed the trailer. I'm I'm ready. I'm ready to see. Yeah, all the cute little family moments, like like Violet putting her um her looks like she put her outfit into the garbage disposal and she yeah. like turns it on and she's like Mah! she throws the suit and she storms off. I'm like, oh, that's cute. Or uh, like the math scene. Samuel L. Jackson's wife is back apparently. Oh yeah, I'm gonna be back ASAP. ASAP. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, funny. I like it. So, yeah, Incredibles 2. Uh, next trailer on the list. Jaws gets the Infinity Stones, a.k.a. Meg. There's a monster outside. What you people discovered is bigger than we ever thought possible. 
How big is that thing? It was the largest shark that ever existed. A living fossil. Thought to have been extinct for over two million years. Wrong. Megalodon. He's kidding, right? That thing's out there. You need to find it and kill it. Why don't you just put a tracker on it? Did you guys ever watch Shark Week? Oh, oh! You mean AKA John Statham versus the giant shark? Yeah, Sharknado two. <laughs> oh boy! I mean, I just, I'm making fun of it, but that trailer was yeah. The trailer, right. I thought the trailer was. Eh, I'm curious. It's all right. Yeah, I'm, I don't. I mean, you know, it looks like if it's better than Deep Blue Sea, I'll be happy. I like I like Deep Blue Sea. It's a guilty I was gonna say, I like Deep Blue Sea. <laughs> it's a guilty pleasure for me. So I'm saying like I don't think Meg's Samuel gonna be good. Samuel is giving that speech, and then the that shark. was the best death ever. <laughs> now we're gonna work together. Now all of us are gonna get off of this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh shit! And L. Cool J lived. Yeah, he did. That never happens. <laughs> no, but it's because L. Cool J. That's yeah. why <laughs> he's blacking out the name. <laughs> yeah, but uh, he did the, oh my god, best part of the whole movie. The rap song at the end. Deeper, bluer, my head is like a shark spin. Deeper, bluer, my head is like a shark spin. Ah. I don't remember that. Oh, dude. I'm you remember like all music. I don't remember any of it. I remember the corny music <laughs> because it's like a guilty pleasure for me. So Yeah, you always talk about, you remember that song? I'm like, no, I don't remember. Oh, man. <laughs> Songs for me leave big impressions. Remember his parrot? <laughs> we're talking about, we're talking about Deeper Sea, but we're talking about the, the Meg trailer, but... I mean, the material was okay. It looked like Jaws, but bigger. But the, it was little Jaws. The, but the stupid thing is, like, when they talk when they talk about the movie, they're like, "Oh my God, it's Megalodon," and I'm like, "Okay, what the fuck is that?" Like they say it like, like as if, everyone knows what that word is. Yeah, they say it like everybody's supposed to know what it is. Kind of like the Venom movie where it's just like <laughs> it ends with a V. And you know like, what that is, right? <laughs> what is that? Like if you don't know what comics, like what the fuck is V? I know comics. I'm like, what the fuck is V? V Vendetta? What? <laughs> yeah, so that's I've never all... seen V and been like Venom, of course. Like I've never had that association. Especially when there's no Venom in the trailer. Like <laughs> just that smile at the end. <laughs> the cartoon. And even and even the uh symbol, like this. Whoa. <laughs> what is that? What? It's a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I was going to say, even the, even the Venom symbol, it's like they plaster it on the screen and then V. And I'm like, yeah, what, is that? what does that mean? Nobody knows what that means. But I feel the same way about that. Miss Megalodon. Like, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, what is that? <laughs> Jason Statham versus Jaws. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm curious, but maybe... I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm hoping it's good. Because I, I go on to any movie, like, hoping it's not bad, movie obviously. Pass. But I'm just like... <laughs> movie pass. Yeah, movie pass, definitely. That's what it's for. <laughs> but just going back to what I said about uh, Rampage, I'm like, if it was Jason Statham and, and Rampage, I don't think it'd be as good. And here we go. A monster movie, Jason Statham. If they really play into it being, like, an action star versus a giant shark, I think I might like it. But I'm also, you know, I'm biased. I like bad horror movies like this and buy bad sci-fi movies and bad sci-fi movies including giant monsters I don't even think it's supposed to be a horror movie well it's like you know a giant monster movie 
Giant well, shark monster movie. Give me something fight us fighting the shark. Besides giant squid. Yeah. I think they did that. Uh, there was a giant squid there in the was, trailer. Yeah, there was a giant squid so, in the trailer, and it got eaten. There you go. <laughs> no, I need something else. A fucking giant whale or something. Like, bring Free Willy and have him get mutated. Actually, that'd be dumb if they don't have a whale get killed by that shark. Right? Because it's a giant shark. Why not have it kill a whale? That'd be kind of badass. Or have the whale kill the shark. <laughs> no, that's expected. It's less expected for a shark to kill a whale, right? That doesn't no, happen in whatever. nature, right? Fuck, the, fuck this movie. <laughs> I don't watch enough Shark Week for this. <laughs> I don't have all the info. Uh, another trailer. Uh, My Hero Academia. One's Justice video game for PlayStation 4. Looks bad. Well, and Xbox 360. And or Xbox One, I, mean. I don't have that, so uh, okay. <laughs> it's irrelevant. Well, I mean, fuck the listeners that might, so. <laughs> Who cares about them? Uh, what? Team, team Sony. Sony's all, Sony's all that matters. Wow. Unless, Sony movies, which who cares? <laughs> but yeah, what'd you think about that? I liked it. It looks. I mean, it, I guess it's made by the same people that made the Naruto games because it looks like it plays exactly the same with the same kind of like cel shaded um, aesthetic and even the same kind of fighting engine. Uh, that's to say that it looks fucking awesome because those games are fucking awesome. Yeah, it doesn't say if they're the ones that made. Well, who's, ban- it, who's it about? Ban- Bandai Namco. I think it's them. Yeah, it doesn't say if they made what else. What else they made? But who yeah. made Naruto Hero? I don't know. But uh, <laughs> he's like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> who cares? But yeah, it doesn't uh, say when the game is supposed to come out. I'm looking right now. I'm looking up to see who made the game I'm talking about. Yeah, it doesn't say when the game is supposed to come out, but yeah, based on based on the trailer, like it, I don't know anything about the Naruto game, but yeah, it gave me like Dragon Ball Z Fighter, the current game feels, and I like that game. That game's that yeah, game Namco is, Bandai Games. Yeah, is it uh, Cyber Connect too? It does. It just says Bandai. It just says Namco Bandai Bandai Namco. Okay, well, it's the same publisher, but I know Cyber Connect two developers. But yeah, the game looks a lot of fun, so I'm hoping. I hope it's not just because that's the thing I don't like where it's just a fighting game and there's no story. I hope there's like a story with the fighting game, kind of like an Injustice or Mortal Kombat, and it's not just fighting for the sake of fighting these heroes together. Or well, whatever. since it looks like Ultimate Ninja Storm, I'll, I'll base it off that. Those games literally follow like the story. The story mode literally follows the story of the the manga slash uh, anime. So you're literally playing the anime if they do it the same way. Which, fuck yes. Todoroki versus Deku, yes. <laughs> I'm all about that. But I want, like, current Deku, not fucking breaking my fingers when I punch you. Deku. Well, that, it might have that. It might have, like, a different different versions of Deku. Like, you will have, like, the Because I, I know they saw in one of the moves, they saw him do this, but it looked like his whole body was electrocuted, so he did the full cowling. I mean, you can't really fight with the other version of Deku, so I'm going to assume it's going to be the full cowling version whenever he fights. Every time he fights, floppy he's arms. floppy and shit. <laughs> like, well, you punch once, now you can't use that arm anymore. It's like, what? <laughs> Level of strategy is this? <laughs> I mean, he made he made it work for almost a year of school. Honestly, if it wasn't a fighting game, if it was like an action game, that would probably be a really fucking cool mechanic. What, him losing his arms or whatever? Yeah, like if they gave you like one, like a, like they put you, they dropped you into single fights. Yeah, because technically speaking, I mean, granted, not now, but he's essentially the strongest person in the school. Yeah, he is. If he's essentially, if he's basically All Might. Mm-hmm. It just depends on how much he lets loose. Yeah. 
but how much he's willing to destroy himself. I still would like to see like a full-on battle between Todoroki and Deku. I think he needs to use that, like, or even like break himself power even like, to do it. Or even like, or actually, really, even Bakugo and Deku. I mean, Bakugo and uh, Todoroki, because they kind of bitched that final fight. Todoroki would destroy Bakugo. They bitched that final fight where they, they didn't get to fight. Nah, Todoroki would destroy him if he was really if he wasn't holding back. Would he though? Because Todoroki is stronger in terms of raw power, but Bakugo is pretty smart. I guess, but so is Todoroki. Yeah. He is. <laughs> <laughs> <was> like, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, what else? So they ca- they finally came out IGN because uh, they they're the ones I usually look at when it comes to gaming reviews. But they finally came out with their review for God of War. Now that it's coming out next Friday. Okay. And right now it's ten out of ten. Nice. And I honestly, I can't tell you when the last PlayStation game that got a 10 out of 10. It's so, that Logan effect. Whenever you have a sad father figure, <laughs> somehow it's the best game ever. So, so that, yeah, so that gets me very excited about this game. Because like I said, I can't remember the last PlayStation game that got a 10 out of 10. I know the last game that got a 10 out of 10 was Zelda Breath of Life. But I don't play I don't, I don't play that, so I don't care. He's <laughs> like, I don't care. <laughs> I've actually never played never played a Zelda game. What? No. I've never played a Zelda Bruh, game. Bruh. Come on. <laughs> you got to do Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask at least. What is that on? What system is that? <laughs> Those are old as fuck. <laughs> I was like, N64 and... Yeah, I've never had an... Those N- are both N64, actually. I was going to say, I've never had an N64. Like, so old. <laughs> I've had... Twilight Princess? That's uh, no. Wii. Like, I've, I've had a Genesis. I've had a Super Nintendo, but even then, I didn't really use it that much. And then after that, I went straight to like PlayStation. You're missing classics. And then PlayStation Two. And it's then a classic, bro. Yeah. Zelda is a the bread and butter of the action genre. So uh, yeah, I never played a Zelda. You never had a Pona Pona song? No, I don't even know what that is. Is that another game? No man, it's, uh, it's, a, it's, it's his horse, dude. And it's a song he plays to get his horse to come to him. Vagina. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh my god. Porna porn. I do. Uh, I do watch porn. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember what song was that. I don't remember. Anyway, moving on with the box office. It's looking like uh, Rampage is going to win the box office this weekend, beating Quiet beating Place. beating a Quiet Place with uh thirty four point five million for this weekend. Okay, compared to what Quiet Place is what? Uh, Quiet Place is it doesn't say. I'm sorry, ass. <laughs> Hold up, let me let me. Fuck <laughs> this whole world up. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I actually don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> I yeah, mean, I don't know. Oh, a Quiet Place earned thirty-two point nine. Oh, so not that different. It's not yeah. that far off. It's not that far off. But so so was Jumanji such a success because of a synergistic effect between the the Rock and Jumanji as a brand? I think so. Yeah, it wasn't all the Rock. No, it definitely wasn't all the Rock. Yeah. I think it was everything. It was Kevin. It was everything. Jack Black, Kevin Hart, Perfect Storm, Jumanji, the brand. But yeah, so uh, I mean, at least a Quiet Place. I mean, a Quiet Place is still making good because it's fucking great. Because it didn't it didn't drop that much in terms of percentage because it made like fifty million last weekend. It's it's the only thirty. It's thirty two this weekend. It might be it's the only, best horror movie of the year. So good. Yeah, because I don't know what other besides uh uh what the fuck. It's blanking on me. Uh, the movie? horror movie that just came out, Truth or Dare. That's the only oh. one. That's the only one I know of this year. King's Game. 
Yeah, that's the only one I know of this year, and I got terrible reviews. It was so, terrible. Funny, so and funny enough, because, because it got such terrible reviews, it makes me want to see it. <laughs> just, wow. Compared to King's Aim? <laughs> just, just, so just so I could be like, yo, this was garbage. Uh, movie pass. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say movie. It's not like I got to pay for it. Yeah. Movie pass. But yeah, it got, it got bad reviews. <laughs> nice. Nice. But so yeah, those are those are the top two, and uh, I usually do the top five. But yeah, third, so third, third, third place is Ready Player One, and that's at eleven million. So it's kind of dropping. Mm. And obviously, the word about that Mechagodzilla fight is not spreading fast enough. Everyone needs to know about that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's pretty good, and I mean, Blockers, Blockers is in the top five. Okay, so. Yeah, that's for the box office. And funny enough, with uh, Rampage, when we talked about uh, video game movies, so Rampage is now on its way to be the highest rated video game movie ever on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. And it's funny enough, it's not even that high. That's the funny thing. What like. Is it? Right now on Rotten Tomatoes, it's at a fifty percent. That's the highest rated. That's the highest rated. Wow. So <laughs> if, if if that holds, low bar. Yeah, if that holds, it'll go on to be the highest rated video game movie ever. Because Tomb Raider was only a forty nine percent. That's so sad. Which yeah, that because we just talked about Tomb Raider being the better movie. Yeah. But I guess more people had fun with with Rampage. With Rampage. I guess that middle part was so slow. <laughs> But I'm just like I said, it didn't have that much fun because it's at fifty yeah. percent. So <laughs> <laughs> the tempered amount of fun. <laughs> so that just goes to show how trash video game movies movies are. Oh yeah. Overall. But remember last week where I mentioned that uh A Quiet Place should have been a Cloverfield movie? Yeah. Well, funny enough. I wasn't the only one that thought this because the writers were when they first started doing uh, uh, A Quiet Place, they actually wrote it to be in the Cloverfield movie uh, universe. And then what happened? This is what they said. They said... Uh, quiet Cloverfield Place. That's what it would have been. They said, uh, that was one of those things that I guess it crossed our minds and we had spoken to our representatives about that possibility. It was a weird timing. It was weird timing, though, because when we were writing the script, 10 Cloverfield Lane was at Paramount. We were actually te- we were actually talking to an executive there about this film. And it felt and it felt from the pitch form that there might be a crossover. But when we finally took the final script into Paramount, they saw it as a totally different movie. What was really incredible about the process was that we felt very grateful for is the studio embraced this weird movie with no dialogue with open arms. They never thought about branding it as a Cloverfield movie. I think in part because conceptually it was able to stand on its own. But I'm just like, isn't that the point? Isn't of that the, the point of all the Cloverfield movies? <laughs> yeah. But I don't know what the fuck. Could you just call it a Quiet Cloverfield? And literally, is a cornfield, so Cloverfield. Ha ha ha. Yes. So I don't know why. That's, that's... stupid. <laughs> I don't understand. And yet, Paradox somehow became a Cloverfield movie. Okay, that makes sense. Good choice, guys. <laughs> you guys really chose the winner, like the winning horse here. But they uh, they also go on to say, uh, wasn't it called God Particle before? It was called God Particle. Yeah. <laughs> stupid. And then they just like 
Cloverfield. <laughs> nope. Should have left the Giada particle. <laughs> but they also said our biggest fear was we love Bad Robot, which is J.J. Abrams' production company. We love uh, the people over there. And obviously, J.J. Abrams is a hero to us. But one of our biggest fears was, was this getting swept up into some kind of franchise or repurposed for something for something like that. The reason I said biggest fear is because we love the Cloverfield movies. They're excellent. It's just that as filmgoers, we crave new and original ideas. And we feel like so much of what's out there is IP. It's comic books, it's remakes, it's sequels. We show up to all, we show up to all of them. We enjoy those movies, but our dream was to always drop something different into the marketplace. So we feel grateful that Paramount embraced the movie on its as its own thing. Hmm. So I guess they just didn't want to be part of the Cloverfield mechanism, Cloverfield universe and and I mean, I guess it, it's strong enough to stand on its own. It doesn't need Cloverfield name as a brand. It just would. It would be better for Cloverfield more than it'd be better for. Quiet yeah, it'd be better. It would be better for the Cloverfield universe more than. Yeah. Quiet place, as it stands. But, I mean, whatever. I'd I'd, I'd take either. I'd take either one. But yeah, because I guess if uh, at least this way we could possibly have a Quiet Place two sequel, if you'd want that. But I mean, even if it was part of a Cloverfield, why can't we have a? They haven't really done a, a direct sequel to any of the Cloverfield. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Mm, whatever. But speaking of uh, Quiet Place, they released uh, John Krasinski's next project, and he's going to do a th- another thriller okay. called Thriller, Life- Thriller Night. But he's going to do a movie called Life on Mars. And it's about. Life on Mars. <laughs> For aliens? <laughs> but yeah, uh, Life on Mars is based on a short story by Cecile Castellucci called We Have Always Lived on Mars, which follows a woman who is one of the few descendants of a human colony on Mars that was abandoned by Earth. <laughs> so John Krasinski is now going to do just people isolated the stories. Mar- yeah, <laughs> the Martian. She is surprised to discover that she can breathe the Martian atmosphere, and while the crew takes takes this to mean their terraforming has finally paid off, this development actually unlocks the mystery of the of the disaster that stranded her and her team on the planet in the first place. What? Interesting dun, premise. Dun, dun, aliens. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested in that premise. So yeah, that's gonna be his next movie. Another thriller. <laughs> Was that somebody wandering by themselves somewhere with things happening around them? Give it to John Krasinski. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready for that. There's no horror elements in that? It's just thriller? It's a thriller, yeah. Mm. Shit, throw some monsters in there. <laughs> throw a few monsters in there. And they need to have the song in it, too. It's close to midnight, and I'm stuck on Mars with no crew to help me. All right. Well, anyway, uh... So, I think I mentioned this before, but I'm not sure. But just in case I didn't. But right now, Avengers Infinity War is annihilating the pre-sale <laughs> records of all the Avengers MCU movies. Combined. Combined. That's nuts. Yeah. Pre-sales alone. Cool. So I, it's going to definitely number just, one, right? That's just a pre-sale because not everybody buys their tickets in advance. Mm-hmm. Some people just show up to the theater. So it's guaranteed to be number one, right? No. It's not. <laughs> Seems that way. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Who knows? 
Hey, man, the first Avengers was a cultural revolution. What will this next Avengers do? We'll see. We shall see. But uh, also with that, uh, the Russo brothers basically came out and said that Avengers 4, well, I'll I'll just read the quote. They say, for us, this was the challenge of telling the story, but also completing the personal journey that we started as storytellers in Winter Soldier. So the story that began in Winter Soldier and that ends in Avengers 4 is a, that's a very personal arc for there for us. I think you'll understand our point of view as filmmakers and who we are as people when you watch all four of those movies together. Who we are as people. Wow, that's deep. Yes. So starting in Winter Soldier, ending in Avengers 4. Surely this means that Bucky and Cap will live happily ever after as best friends forever, and none of no, them be not dead. Best, not best friends. They nobody be dead. Right? Lovers. Lovers. <laughs> sure. That that too. They'll be they'll be both alive and well, and no one will be dead. Right? Is that that means? Everyone's happy, right? No. Happy maybe. endings for all. Which is four. I feel like that means Cap's going to die. No! <laughs> and Bucky's, Bucky's going to take over. We started the story with Winter Soldier. Uh, is that going to be the end of the line? With you to the end of the line? Yeah, maybe. Oh, man. Don't do this to me. He's, he's don't saying, do this to me, Russo. He said he can do it all day, but apparently... <laughs> <laughs> all day ends around <laughs> 6 p.m. And now it's 6.01, so... Uh... Hold on, I'm trying to see. Uh, they also said, in terms of, uh, did they realize that Bucky was going to be as popular as he ended up being? And they said, like, that was a revelation for us, to be honest with you, <laughs> because we didn't know going into Winter Soldier. We knew why we wanted to make the movie. We knew what we loved about the character. We knew where we were, where we wanted to take it and what we wanted to do with that movie, but... We didn't know how anybody else in the movie would, anybody else in the world would respond. So having the movie received like that uh, was a validation for Joe and me that we should just stick with our instincts and our passion for the material and run with it. And hopefully, that's what's going to translate to audiences. Mm. And all the fangirls around the world rejoice because they just fell in love with Bucky and the possibility of him. Fucking Steve. <laughs> I, I fell in love with Bucky, too. Oh, there you go. Hey, I'm a Stucky fan. I, I do ship. And funny enough, I liked Sebastian Stan beforehand because he was on this show called Political Animals. Hmm. And he was playing Sigourney Weaver. It was uh, starring Sigourney Weaver and a bunch of other pe- people. And she was basically Hillary Clinton light. She was a woman that was a first lady. And she eventually was running for president. And she played uh, his. She played her, uh, her son. Mm-hmm. And he was actually gay in that show. Oh, wow. Well, so. there you go. He's still gay now, <laughs> as far as we know. Is, is he though? Uh, bye. I don't know. I don't know. I, I think I and like. It was, and it was a good show, but it got canceled because not a lot of people watched it. Well, I fell in love with Bucky and Winter Soldier in Winter Soldier, not in Avengers or the first Avengers. Yeah, I fell in love with him in Winter Soldier. Yeah, I think it's because of the. I think it's less about Sebastian Stan. Well, actually, for me. no. I liked him in First Avengers. I liked him, but he First Avenger. He didn't do it for me until Winter Soldier. I feel like it's less about him as an actor and more about the arc he's on. Like I like his character arc and where that's going more so than I like. Well, him. yeah, that his was definitely charm. more. That, yeah, that was definitely more of an arc. Yeah, but it's not. It's not his charm or charisma that I like. It's just his arc as a character and how he relates to Steve and what Steve what he what Steve means to him and what he means to Steve. Blah blah blah. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. Sixty nine. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> 
But also uh, something that the Russo brothers said, they talked about uh, once the Marvel and Fox deal goes through, what they would like to work on next. And they said, if that Fox deal goes through with Disney, there's a lot more characters to work with all of a sudden. It would be interesting to do Secret Wars. Ooh, yes, it would be. But some Doctor Doom in there. <laughs> Bring me some Fantastic Four. But part of me Beyonder. is... Beyonder! <laughs> but part of me is like... People are talking about how massive Infinity War is. I'm like, Secret Wars is way more massive. Like That's true. <laughs> I would say Secret Wars until you're going to be ready to completely reboot the universe. Because when Secret War ends, it's like the universe is going to reset. No, no, no. That's that's the recent Secret Wars. I'm talking about the Secret Wars in the 80s where the Beyonder came and that's had... That's what I'm saying. They're not gonna, you don't think they're going to combine them or like use both of them or elements of both of them? I'm saying Maybe. Se- Secret Wars is so massive. They could do like a Secret Wars 1 and a Secret Wars 2. <laughs> nah. I feel like Secret Wars is so massive you want to use that Yeah, exactly. I'm like, I feel like it's too massive to do both of them at the same... Because they're both big concepts. What? Secret Wars and Infinity War? No, I'm talking about see, the first Secret Wars and the second Secret Wars. I, I, I'm saying it's, it's, they're both too oh, big you're saying, to combine I mean, them both together. I, why? One's the Beyonder just being a dick... And then another, didn't Doctor Doom be a dick in both of them? Who who was the guy that took? It was like the the main antagonist. The, f- the, first, in the first one. The first one is, was the Beyonder. Doctor Doom at no point. Doctor Doom eventually stole his powers, but okay, that was so later. It was the same thing. But no, but that was <laughs> that was later on. Like it's the same. Crap. Once Secret Wars was already in, so that's how you combine them. <laughs> Just make it about Doctor Doom or him getting Beyonder's powers right off the bat or something like that. But you also need to introduce Doctor Doom, <laughs> so you need like some other movie to introduce him in. It's like a Fantastic Four or something if they do that. I don't know. But I'm saying save that until you're ready to reboot this universe. That's like a, that's a universe-ending event. But also with that, since I mentioned the uh, Fox deal, they're saying now that it's likely that it'll close summer next year, next summer. So next summer, not this coming summer, but no, summer twenty summer twenty nineteen. So it's when it when it'll close. No X Men cameos until then. Until then, no. So, so right be, on time for Avengers four though. No, Avengers four will be out already. Oh wait, when's Avengers four? Avengers four is gonna be same, same like, time. Yeah, like unless they push it up again, like like they did with this. In April is gonna be the beginning. Yeah, so of, it's gonna be even, the beginning of May. They won't even have time to put a X Men cameo in there if they were gonna merge universes by that point. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, they won't. Hmm. They could still allude to it. How though? The deal is already. The deal won't f- go through until after the movie comes out. They didn't have the deal done for Spider Man when they did that. Spider-Man no, the deal reference. was the deal was done. No, no, I mean the Ant Man one. Oh, you're talking about Ant Man. Yeah, you could reference it or have like just some some claws snicked, <laughs> some Wolverine claws pop out. <laughs> That's it. And it's like, who is this? <laughs> Doesn't matter. <laughs> You'll find out in the next movie. Well, speaking of the next movie, yeah. Marvel is talking about. And I feel like this is completely on the heels of fucking new gods. <laughs> but there's a rumor going around. <laughs> that random announcement for a movie. <laughs> yeah. There's Remember a rumor. Stephen Wolf said new gods once? <laughs> We're making a movie. There's a rumor going around from Bleeding Cool. And they said it's from a very reliable source okay. that the next uh, m- movie that Marvel's going to announce, or a movie that Marvel will announce eventually, not necessarily the next, but. 
uh, they're going to announce on their slate is going to be an Eternals movie. Eternals? Yeah. Yeah, I know. But what? Uh, I know what Eternals are. I was going to say Thanos' people. Yeah. Why? Because New Gods. <laughs> and they're essentially the same thing because they're both created by yeah, Jack. I know. It's like, yeah, they're both created by Jack Kirby. Oh, you're making a New Gods? Or we're yeah, making we're gonna Eternals. Yeah, we're going to make Eternals. <laughs> what is this? Like a fucking dick measure? And we're going we're gonna to make. Well, I mean. Uh, if you think about it, it wouldn't be the first time because when uh, DC announced BVS, that's when Marvel was like, oh, we're going to do Civil War. <laughs> but this seems even more like this <laughs> literally tit for tat here. Um, how about a Galactus movie? How about that? Not Eternals. Like. Galactus? You got to wait for that. You got to wait for the deal. <laughs> then wait for the deal. Huh? Well, I mean, no rush for an Eternals movie. But come on, let's be honest. If Marvel does an Eternals movie, it's going to be better than... It's going to... At oh, least, well, clearly. It goes without saying. <laughs> and plus, you already got Thanos, so we're going to get kind of an origin of Thanos, so you're going to be more connected to the Eternals than we were with fucking Steppenwolf and the New Gods. And it's not to say the movie's going to be better, because we don't know, gonna but do it's going to be movie. better. It's going to be better received, more or less. They're not going to do an Eternals movie. That's uh, They're just saying that to make DC rush or make WB rush more to get out new gods and then it's like ha ha we weren't even making that you idiots now you rush out another movie <laughs> I mean maybe because they they already said like phase four a lot of phase four is going to focus heavily on the cosmic hmm. and so who else do they really like let's just say the Fox deal isn't even in, in play right now because they mentioned that before this whole thing happened who else do they really have if it's not about the Eternals, if it was about like Adam Warlock and the Eternals or something like that, I'd be more interested. Because I was gonna say, even, even then, because like, okay. even Adam Adam Warlock's not an Eternal. No, but he did hang out with them, right? He was, yeah, he did. He was like chill with them, <laughs> like what's up, my my dudes. So I'm thinking, since they said, since they already said that they're gonna focus more on cosmic in Phase Four and beyond, mm. I think they would like because you say it's not gonna happen. I think it is gonna happen. Because because who else, who else do they have in cosmic in the cosmic universe? When they eventually get silver, because even if they get silver server back, that's one person. Nova. Well, they already got the rights to that. Okay, well they haven't done them yet. <laughs> no, they haven't. Um, so Nova, Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, who's the silver guy with surfer? Mohawk? <laughs> the Mohawk. Gladiator. Oh uh, yeah, the she the Shi'ar. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, but that's that's once X Men comes. He's, into got, the he's got a mohawk. Like, <laughs> Use that guy. I'm like, no, they're gonna wait on the Shi'ar. Mm. <laughs> I think, but yeah. So I mean, I don't really know that much about the Eternals to say I'll be happy or. I don't either. I don't and know. Being actually, a whole movie about I don't know any. I'm, I'm saying I don't know that much. I don't know anything about the Eternals except Thanos is one, and he's a he's a abomination to the Eternals. Wait, really? Yeah, like the. I thought the Eternals were like Galactus's crew, not Thanos. Galactus's race. No, Galactus is a completely different. Are you sure? He's from another universe. What? Galactus is from another. Galactus is from. Oh, I'm thinking of Celestials. No, I'm stupid. No, sorry, I'm, I'm thinking about Celestials. Yeah, I was gonna say like, say we had this universe. Eternals. Yeah, Galactus. All, all these names. <laughs> I'm the Transcendence. Like what? Yeah, he's not a Celestial. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah, I was confusing those. But my speaking bad. of my bad, but you speak- about to give us a one star review. My bad, bro. <laughs> uh, my bad. <laughs> but yeah, but speaking of potential movies, and I'm gonna ask you if you want this afterwards. But uh, Elizabeth Olsen basically says she wants because you know they're talking about Black Widow movie and mm-hmm. more female led Marvel movies. She's no. like, I want a movie. No. 
Fuck I you. I knew you were going to say and it. She, she's like, so she's like, uh, she says she wants it to be, I would love. Revive your brother and then you get a quick silver no. She's like, I would love to do a standalone movie and I would love for it to be House of M, which is a comic book series of the Vision and Scarlet Witch having a make-believe family. Then they, Vision and her family, have to tell her that she was make-believing the entire time. And she has a very traumatic experience and screams and kills all the mutants. But that's an X-Men story, so we'd have to adjust the ending. But she basically says she she wants, that's the kind of the storyline that she wants for her own movie. She wants the her having the fake Vision baby story? Yeah. Would you want a soul movie Basically, like that? Well, she, she, yeah, she's, essentially, she's essentially saying she wants a House of M movie, but obviously they would have to modify it because of the mutants. I think it'd be a dope Avengers movie. I think so too. Not not a solo. If they fo- yeah, if they, fo- if they focus on her, kind of like Captain America was an Avengers movie, but it focused on Cap- <laughs> it focused on Captain America. I think that'd be yeah, but more so Avengers because then it'd be named Scarlet Witch colon something you know what i mean scarlet witch no more heroes something like that but i'd rather it be avengers no more mutants or avengers no more heroes or whatever you can do avengers scarlet witch yeah but she says she wants a scarlet witch and vision focused you can still make it centered around like you can still make the main characters of that avengers movie scarlet witch and vision and their relationship but i'm just saying like it, it all revolves around them but it's not their movie it's still an Avengers movie. Kind of like, like how the Avengers movies revolve around Captain. I, don't know, maybe, I mean, I mean, Wanda does have her own solo comic series right now. So if they want to get it, and they want to pull a storyline from, I do not want a Scarlet Witch solo movie. <laughs> I mean, it could be good. It could be. They, but if you're in a world where you're asking me like, "What do you want?" I'd be like, mm, "I don't want that. <laughs> I want an Avengers movie with her as a focus. That's what I would want. But not a. This is just about Scarlet Witch movie. No." No. Well, Scarlet Witch and Vision. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Any focus on Elizabeth Olsen is like the solo main character. Or even in a duo, still. Honestly, I want a movie, and of course, this is all contingent of the X-Men Fox thing, but I would like to see a movie about, like, if you focus on Scarlet Witch, like, her, Magneto, Quicksilver, Polaris. That would be a really cool way to like introduce Magneto and Like Magneto and his daughters, or and his son. So yeah. like, so like, Mag- so yeah, Magneto, Wanda, Lorna. What you mean Magneto in it though? Now it's a Magneto movie. <laughs> like it's not about Scarlet Witch as much. Why not? I said if 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 anything, like it'd be them, all of them. Yeah. So like the Magneto family. Yeah, Magneto family. Lynchers. What's her name? I said the same thing. Like I would like to see that as a comic or any type of series, like Magneto and his family. That'd be a really cool way to if they ever want if they wanted to introduce the mutants into the current MCU. They could do it by having Scarlet Witch change reality and have her be like, rather than saying no more mutants, have her say, like, either give no me, more. Give me mutants or something. Like, make people like me. Like, if, if they make it come to a head where she feels like the world hates her for being, like, an outcast and a mute, like, essentially a mutant. She's a miracle, whatever they call her. But, like, people fearing her power. If she, If her ultimate decision is, I'll make everyone like me. That way, they won't fear me. And that's what creates mutants in this world. That'd be fucking dope. That would be, actually. That'd be awesome. But do it in a way where... It changes history. It changes, yeah, kind of like Madoka, where yeah. it yeah goes through all... Of, or like the speed force, it goes through all throughout history. Mm. So you could have Apocalypse be an ancient Egyptian mutant. 
Yeah. Or or Namor, because they say Namor is the first mutant in the Marvel Universe. Yes. So, yeah, that would be cool. I'd be totally down for that. Yeah. <laughs> call, call Kevin Feige. <laughs> Yo, Kevin, I got a new idea, bro. Like, like you're getting bat in the sun and it'd be like, Kevin Feige is the next logical step. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they're they're down the street from each other. It's so uh, Marvel Studios, bat in the sun, it's all next to each other. But with that, uh, and this is pretty quick, actually, and I'm, I, and I'm surprised that they're doing this, but uh, they said Black Panther is coming out on Blu-ray on May 15th, which is next month. That's very. That is fast. That's very fast. <laughs> They're trying to make this but, money, son. Yeah, they are. <laughs> so, yeah, get your get your Black Panther Blu-ray. The Bombay. <laughs> With that, uh, even though I didn't watch it, uh, Jessica Jones has been renewed for season three. Oh, I didn't finish it. So, gay for the Jessica Jones fans. I mean, and I don't have a problem. You need to watch the season. And it's fun. Like, I, I feel. Like I even said, like I don't have a problem with season two. It's just not as compelling as season one. Like, there's nothing that's making me go. Oh, I need to watch the next episode. I need to watch the next episode. Mm-hmm. But, but when I watch the episode, I'm like, oh, that was like it was good. But it's not like okay, what's happening next? Like I need to know. Mm-hmm. I need to know. It's just like. I'll get to the next episode when I get to it. And that's really how why I haven't watched it. Yeah, I only not finished. Not because it's not because it's bad. It's just. Yeah, no. Whatever, whatever. Like a high passable? Yeah, it's not bad. It's just not addictive like that first Yeah, it's season. not like, it's not binge worthy. And then we get to the fucking last episode. Fuck Trish in the mouth. <laughs> Her stupid face. Trish Walker. But uh, Haley Atwell has come out, Agent Carter. She's basically come out because uh, I guess they were asking her. I want a Haley Atwell movie <laughs> or an Agent Carter movie, whatever. Well, yeah, they were essentially asking her, would she come back to play Agent Carter and like, or like, would she want to have the show come back or reboot or whatever? And Did you she, watch that show? I love that show. Oh, I didn't watch any of it. You didn't watch it? I watched like one episode. And I was just like, mm. I really liked Agent Carter. Oh. You're trash. <laughs> <laughs> same thing well, with, then. You're the same, same thing with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. You don't watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. You don't watch Agent Carter. <laughs> I have a thing against Agents. You do. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, essentially, she blames ABC for it getting canceled, not uh, Marvel or Disney. And and really, it was ABC's fault because they did cancel it because they wanted to put it on another show. But she says, it's a shame the network canceled it and wanted to put me in something else more mainstream. You know, Marvel didn't want it to end. There's lots of online campaigns to bring her back. Fans love her. I think it was just a network ec- economical thing. Let's put Haley Atwell on something more mainstream that's less genre specific and see if we can get higher ratings. And unfortunately, that isn't, as an actor, anything I've got control over. But maybe in some small ways, characters like Peggy Carter very slowly paved the way for it to be possible for other female-led narratives to exist. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, funny enough, the show that they canceled Agent Carter for to put Haley Atwell in got canceled. What was the show? In the first season. Uh, it was called Conviction. Oh, well, whatever. So yeah, and it, yeah, it got canceled. And they should like you know it what? Got, they, it got canceled after thirteen episodes, actually. So I'm like, so they should have brought Agent Carter back. You know, they Agent Carter's rate. The ratings weren't like super high, but they weren't that low. It was just so disconnected from the Marvel universe that I just didn't care enough to watch it. I wish they had not done a not thing. not really though. At least from what I had seen from the one episode. Maybe they they did harder references later. But from the first episode or two, I was just like, meh. I feel like what I wanted, 
fucking just just Cause, just cause, break cause it. Essentially, just have her be Captain America. Because like, give her why not? Because I don't give art where she looks like Captain America. Yeah, they, they give her like the shield and the, the her version of the suit. Yeah, I would have loved if they had done that. Just let her be the Captain America of the past. Because I was gonna say essentially the movie, unlike with like say uh, Agents of Shield, like Agent Carter was just more about where she like her life after Steve quote unquote died. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I, and that in itself, I think makes it more connected to the MCU than say like agents of shield where agents of shield is supposed to be this worldwide organization, but yet, Oh, but I mean more in terms of like it, how far back in the past it's set where it can't directly connect to anything. Cause it's so far in the past. I mean, yeah, it's also bu- the building blocks of S.H.I.E.L.D. itself and all that stuff. So it's filling a gap there. But, like, I don't know. It didn't make me feel like I need to watch it to understand. And plus, you know, Howard Stark was be on the show. He was on the show a lot. That's true. Don't care. <laughs> You're trash. You need, you need to watch Agent Carter. It's actually, it's good. Really? It's very good. It was like 12 episodes? Yeah. Two first, seasons? The first season. First and second season, actually. Oh, both 12? Yeah, I think they're both 12. Oh, I thought it was like six each. Okay. All right. I'll check it out. Maybe. Probably not. But I'll say I will. <laughs> yeah, no. You need to watch it. Like, they should do Captain Carter or something. <laughs> you will watch Agent Carter. You have no Jedi mind trick powers here. <laughs> but yeah, I want Agent Carter to live on. But uh, going back to what I said about uh, Agent Carter, Haley Atwell saying maybe her show opened up the door for more female-led action superheroes. Well, maybe not in the same vein, but Luke Cage season two is being directed by all women. So they're going the same route oh. of Jessica Jones, uh, Queen Sugar. Wait, is it the same showrunner? It's the same showrunner. A man. Which is a guy. Yeah. But he's letting women direct like every, episode. every episode. Interesting. Okay. So, thir- yeah, 13 episodes. So wait, what does he do then? He runs the show. Like, he essentially crafts what the overarching storyline is going to be. And but he, he doesn't also, directly write it. He just comes up with the story. Well, no, he probably write. He probably writes it too. He probably writes episodes. He's not. He's director. Blah, 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 blah. He's getting directors to write director episodes, but but he's writing every episode. Probably not every episode, but he essentially the showrunner crafts the direction the, the show goes. Okay. All right. Cool. And is also pretty pretty much in charge of everything. Okay. So yeah, all women. All women. And hopefully, it's a lot of women of color. Because mm-hmm. they don't get too many chances to direct, mm-hmm. so I mean it's good for uh, Amen. Luke Cage. As long as there's no cotton, I mean I can have enough uh, Diamondback bullshit again. No, I remember I mentioned the uh, the the woman uh, kingpin type crime. Uh, she boss. might be like Diamondback. I don't know. I'm saying don't make dumb shit like him again in any form. <laughs> okay, so this is the thing I alluded to you before. Okay. So, uh, remember the guy or the person that I mentioned that uh, stole Stanley's blood? <laughs> yes. The vampire cult, yes. cult or whatever. His name is Gerardo Alvarez. Oh, no. Al, Al, the, Al, yeah, Alvarez. Alvarez. Whatever. I'm close enough. So, that's his name. So, uh, Stanley's basically suing him for fraud. And you know, stealing his blood. So, <laughs> so fucking yeah, weird. they figured out who that guy <laughs> is was. Is it Michael Morbius? Is that his real name? <laughs> Probably. 
So yeah, he's getting sued. But the more crazier <laughs> news that I talked about before that I showed you the video that Stan Lee came out against and said it's not true. Oh, he's so old and frail. So basically a lawyer that Stan Lee had hired a while ago, uh, Stan Lee signed this document, this court document that was notarized that basically said that Stanley's daughter, JC Lee, she was she's a person that mismanaged money. That's why they didn't he didn't have put any property or anything in her name because he she was afraid that she would eventually end up homeless because she doesn't know how to spend she doesn't know how to manage her money because she would always ask for more money. She would uh spend in excess of about they would put her on. They would put her on limits in terms of like her credit cards, her and his, her and his late wife, and she would exceed. She would exceed those limits and would spend in excess of twenty thousand to forty thousand dollars a month. A month. A month on credit card bills. The fuck is she buying? And she would. That's what the great question. I don't know what the fuck she wanted. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. <laughs> and she would demand. She would demand more money. She's never had a job in her life. Stanley has basically been paying her life, pay, paying for her life, and that's not cool. Super friends, uh, spot of friends. She also uh, would always talk about how she wants to own Marvel. I can't wait till I own Marvel. Like I want to own these characters. I want, I want, because I want the money. I don't want this crazy bitch owning Marvel. <laughs> yeah, it's like she. Wait, she, is Stanley even own Marvel? No, he doesn't. Yeah, I'm like, wait a second. Disney does. <laughs> this bitch crazy. So. But basically, she wanted to gain control over all his assets, all his property, yada, yada, yada. And also, the document goes on to talk about how uh, he's being isolated and kept away from like his most trusted advice, like his uh, a person that was close to him for like the past 50, like 50 plus years. They're keeping him away from they're keeping him away from the house, Jeez. not allowing him to see not allowing him to see Stanley or anything like that. Or if he does get to see Stanley, it has to be supervised to, you know, so I guess maybe if he tries to say because he's a trusted friend and they don't want, you know, this guy to be around and only certain people can be around Stanley. And the daughter included. I saw Kevin Smith respond to this. Yeah, and then like, also you on top, come live with me, Stan. Don't and then worry. also on top of that, there was talked about uh, his daughter had a Jaguar that was that was leased in her name. She thought she owned it, but no, well, no, she had a Jaguar and it was leased, but it was in Stan Lee's name. But she thought it was under her name. So because when she found out that was, a it wasn't in. That she didn't own the that she didn't own the car was leased, and then also it wasn't in her name. She flipped out, and basically, this is when his wife was still alive. Threw his mother and threw threw her mother into the window, basically breaking the window, and she had bruises on her body. And the oh. lawyer claims he has pictures of this, and she was like ninety at the time. And wow. when Stanley, like, they had an argument, was like, "I'm fucking cutting you off. You're a bitch," and all this other stuff. He ba- she basically bashed his head into a went into a wall. Again, he was ninety at the time, so this talks about her her abusing abusing him and all. I'm what? telling you, this shit is crazy. Okay. So, like I said, this is a docu- a legal document that he signed. So he, this is real. He really signed. This. He he signed it, and it was notarized. And this is real. It's real. It's a real document. Okay. So then, 
and uh, Vera- uh, the Hollywood Reporter reported on all of this. And so because of all that, you know, the elder abuse and all that stuff that's going on, that's when Kevin Smith came out and uh, basically offered, you know, for Stan Lee to come live with him. Because it's like all the shit that's going like, whoa, like this is crazy. Yeah, for real, whoa. So then this is where the situation gets even more crazy. The video that I showed you where basically Stan Lee comes out and says, well, apparently this thing is going around on the internet that has a document that says my daughter is abusing me and that I'm going through all this stuff. That couldn't be further from the truth. And apparently, but you signed this, bro. So what do you think? Yeah. So that's when he goes on to say, uh, Cause he suffers from something called macular degeneration. And he says that there's like, he's essentially blind. He can't see anything. So he always, he talks about how there's people that are always having him sign things. So I guess maybe the, he, he's probably trying to say that the lawyer lied to him and tried to get him to sign it and may, and it's not Mm. true. But part of me is like, I don't know what to believe because it wouldn't be the first time, like, especially if it's true that he's being physically abused and kept away from people and being isolated and people are in his ear, that it wouldn't be the first time that people say things but at, like at, his, at, at gunpoint, more or less, not literally gunpoint, yeah, but being forced to say stuff. But if he doesn't like his daughter, or if, why, why would he lie about that? That's a good question. Like, if he was telling her to get the fuck out and all this other stuff. Like, part of me thinks... Like, at the end of the day, especially if they're talking about there's there's pictures of Stan Lee, like, bruised, and he had to go to the hospital for contusions and all that other mm-hmm. stuff. I'm pretty sure there's documents that prove that, but he didn't want to press charges against her because at the end of the day, that's his daughter. So I'm pretty sure he loves his daughter. He, and obviously, if all this stuff is coming out in the media, that could come out bad against his daughter. Maybe she could possibly go to jail. And he probably, he probably doesn't want that. So I'm thinking, like... It wouldn't surprise me if he wants to if he ends up trying to perjure himself to protect his daughter. Oh wow! By coming out and saying, "Oh, it's not true. It's a document." Yeah, I might have signed this document, but it's a I'm lie. Old. <laughs> yeah, I'm old. I don't know what I'm talking about, so I don't know what to believe. Yeah, I'm also because the document could pro- it could be it could not be true. Mm-hmm. Like the lawyer could probably be, co- but I'm like, but then at the same time, I'm like, Why? what is? But what's yeah, the I'm like, what does the lawyer gain? Yeah, what's the motive there? He doesn't gain anything. So I don't know. I don't know what to believe. But all I know is there's some shit going on with Stan Lee and he's too old to be going through. Like, he shouldn't be in the news this way. No, and he's like literally like talking to, like, to the camera like a YouTuber. <laughs> like saying like, I don't know why these people like will say anything in the news and then our society spins it to be fact and it's not, it's fake news. It's like, oh man, bro. So yeah, so I don't, yeah, I don't know what's going on with Stan Lee. Any I just other, know. Like, sexual harassment accusations and shit. Yeah, I just that, know. on top of this, what the fuck is going on? I just know a lot of shit. It's like, and I, and and ultimately, really, it just boils down to money. Like people, vultures are coming in because they know he's dying. Essentially, oh, he's old. He's, he was coughing on his last like in that video. He's yeah. coughing. Oh, I don't. I'm like they made me come out and talk about this. <laughs> but I'm just gonna say, like, like oh, even no. if he makes a full recovery in terms of his health, at the end of the day, he's still in his last. He's still in his last few years of life even if he lives another five ten years that's still not that long mm-hmm. so depressing. i don't think about this <laughs> so because of that like you got the vultures circling in and doing all like he shouldn't be in the news this much no he in terms of people stealing money and selling his blood and shit like what the fuck is going on that's some weird shit <laughs> so i want to suck your blood yeah positive energy go out to go going out to stanley because he shouldn't be going through all this no. and his and his 
late age. Very late age. And, and, and if his daughter is doing all the shit, fuck that bitch. She's a 90 year old man. 67 years old and hasn't worked a day in her life. She's 67? She's 67. I don't know why you said daughter. I know he's 90, but my mom, I'm thinking like. <laughs> 30 I'm no. like yeah you would have to have her when he was like 60 <laughs> never mind 67 and hasn't bitch. worked a day charging 20,000 to 40,000 dollars in credit card debt now granted I don't know if it's true or not I'm just saying if it is true like smoking hella cocaine yeah, <laughs> cocaina get your shit together Jesus fuck alright but anyway and some more tell me we have lighter news yes we, ha- we have that. we have lighter news actually no okay. what <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no. It's worse. So much worse. <laughs> Kevin Feige raped somebody. Is it what? No, please. <laughs> after after this, we'll have lighter news. Okay. Right. But so TJ Miller has been having one heck of a heck of a Yo, year. <laughs> what's going on with TJ Miller? And not in a good way. No. Now so, he's tripping on like he's yeah, shooting first, himself in the foot. Yeah. First, he had the whole sexual assault allegations and yeah. stuff that's that's going on against him. But now, apparently, he's in jail right now for making bomb threats. What do you mean, high school, bro? On a New York while on a New York train last. And this is last month. Yeah, stupid. So, what is he doing? Because <laughs> he saw someone with a bag, and he or she like called him a bitch. Yeah, he or something? Ca- he called he called nine one one dispatcher in New Jersey. And reported that he was on an Amtrak train. Uh, word up to New Jersey. <laughs> traveling, traveling to Washington, D.C. to Penn Station, New York. And a female passenger, quote, has a bomb in her bag. And it wasn't true. So he ended up getting arrested. First of all, he's taking like a normal ass train. Like, is this a normal train? Or Amtrak. Like, yeah. That's sad. He's T.J. Miller. Doesn't he have like a, a chauffeur or something? <laughs> And so I don't know what's going on. So yeah, he's having one hell of a year. But she and was not, like, not in a good way. She's like calling him names or something, and then they think it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't say what. Oh, what I read was like they find out that like other people said that they witnessed um, them getting to an like an altercation, and they think since he was he-, he seemed to be heavily intoxicated that he literally turned around and like called the cops just to spite her ass. But drunken, like you're drunkenly calling in a bomb threat, my guy. Really? That's how you're, that's your big move to get back at some woman that plays you out on a train? What's happening? Yeah, I don't know. Like I said. Like he that, wants to really live in that ready that, player one world. Yeah, that, <laughs> that, that plus the sexual assault allegations. Like I said, he's having one crazy year. Not in a good way. <laughs> not in a good way. Poor T.J. Miller. And you, you can tell if he was drinking on the on the train. Yeah, and then I'm mean, he, he's, he's not having a good day. He's he's gonna be in Deadpool, so that might be the last thing he's. Yeah, that might be the last thing he's in. Plus, Ready Player One. <laughs> so, so I feel like Ready Player One was like, he's like, I wish I could be this guy. <laughs> Whatever his name was, Torval or something, Torvok. But yeah, so on to some more positive news. <laughs> okay, so. They uh released some more they released some more uh cast listings for uh Mulan, the live action Mulan. So they got Let's get down to casting. <laughs> yeah, so Jet Lee is <laughs> gonna be in the movie. As uh The Emperor. Oh, okay. I haven't seen Jet Lee in the movie in a long time. Yeah, I haven't either. I heard he's got like some kind of glandular thing, that's why he can't fight in films anymore. He has a what? Some kind of glandular thing or something. Like some some kind of condition where he can't 
overexert himself for long periods of time. That's why he's not in any fights anymore. I don't, I don't know. That sucks. But they also, another thing, they're changing in Mulan. Instead of uh, Shang Yu, the o- overlord or whatever, or yeah. Shan Yu, whatever, yeah, the of dude, the Huns. The dude with the black eyes. Yeah, they cast, another, they cast somebody named Gong Li. This is what she looks like. Okay. I don't I don't know what else she's been in. I'm pretty sure she's been in other shit. But basically she's the villain and she's playing a powerful witch. Oh. Okay. A witch instead of a warlord? Yeah. Hmm. But it's saying uh she's considered and funny enough <laughs> with the with this uh superlative saying that she's one of the best Chinese actresses. But then also, you look at the actress that they cast in Milan, and China considers her the, the worst. worst. <laughs> uh, sad. So I'm thinking that's probably why they did that. Uh. So yeah, she's playing she's playing uh, the villain in uh, in Mulan. But also uh, with that another casting casting thing, uh, they cast uh, Donnie Yen. Yen in Mulan, but it doesn't say Mushu. <laughs> It doesn't say who he's going to. Oh wait, yeah, yeah, it does. Commander Commander Sung, who is that? A mentor and teacher to Mulan. Mulan. So a new character. Yeah, I guess. Because I don't. Because I don't think. Uh, I think I read somewhere that the uh, her love interest. They're not doing that. What? And then no music. <laughs> This re- fucking remake I'm not feeling right now. <laughs> Mulan's my f- second favorite Disney movie. Don't fuck this up. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess it won't be your favorite live action movie. <laughs> but speaking of something else that might not be your favorite live action movie that also is women led. What? Looks like Batgirl's back on the table. Why? Yeah, why is it back on the table? Since Joss Whedon dropped out okay. as the writer. They now have hired another writer. Her name is Christina Hodson, and she's writing the upcoming Bumblebee movie. Okay. And she also did another movie. If Bumblebee is good, then I'll care more about this. She also did another movie with Rosario Dawson and Katherine Heigl that came out last year. I don't know if you saw that trailer, uh, Unforgettable. No. Which I heard was trash. So it was un- it was forgettable. So it was very forgettable. <laughs> it wasn't unforgettable. So yeah, she she's been hired to do uh to write the script for uh that girl. So yeah, I need to see the Bumblebee movie first. <laughs> yeah, I don't care until I see the Bumblebee movie. I'll, until then, it's just like a no name. I don't care. Cause yeah, based on Unforgettable, which I heard was trash. <laughs> so forgettable. That yeah, that doesn't leave me with uh. High hopes. High hopes. But something that does leave me with high hopes. Jeff Johns and uh, artist Jason Fabuk. Farouk. I don't know. Laquisha. I don't know. F-A-B-O-K. Facebook. Okay. Finally, after two years of teasing it since DC Rebirth, they haven't come out with a release date or anything like that, but he said uh, at the C2E2 panel that they're finally working on the uh, identities or who the three Jokers are that they talked about in DC Rebirth when uh, Batman was on the Mobius <laughs> wow. chair. how many? Was that like two years uh, yeah, ago? Yeah, I said it's been two years. And now they're finally going to touch on it. 
great. Uh, I so, can't wait for that. Yeah, I mean, that leaves me excited because Jeff Johns, and Jeff Johns is a great writer. He started the whole DC Rebirth thing. Mm-hmm. He did the he reimagined the Green Lantern Corps with all the different lanterns and yeah. yada yada yada. Just, just wake me when they actually do it and it's not stupid. Then I'll care. <laughs> I mean, if Jeff if Jeff Johns is doing it, I don't think it's gonna be stupid. I mean, he reinvented Aquaman and made Aquaman cool again. Mm, yeah, so. but this is a stupid concept to me. Yeah, the three, the three, <laughs> three jokers, jokers. I agree. So it's there. He's already working at a disadvantage. Yeah, I agree. That's a stupid concept. But I mean, we'll see what he does with it. But. uh Everybody leaves Oliver. Okay. But somebody's coming back. Who? In season seven. Oh, is it Roy? Roy's coming back as a series regular. But fuck Thea. But fuck Thea. <laughs> What's that? He's like, well, I know I said that I wasn't going to leave her side no matter what, but I love her side so no matter I'm, what. I'm, I'm just going to assume that she breaks up with him. He's going to come back and be like, she broke up with me. She's going to pull a fucking Jesse? Yeah. <laughs> fuck it's gonna be off camera. She's gonna send him a. Why are gonna send him a breakup cube? cube. Uh, <laughs> bitches and CW ain't shit. <laughs> well, I'm glad Roy's coming back. He's my, he he should have been there since season two and stayed. But yeah, I agree. You know what? As long as he's back, give him give him some moments more than my man Wally. Have him be a good sidekick. But it also makes me wonder what they're going to do because all the other characters are coming back too, like Dinah, Curtis, are you sure? Renee. Oh, yeah, they're all they coming back. They might get killed. Like, <laughs> Renee is a series regular. No, I don't think he might die. I think he might change it. He's, he's a series regular. <laughs> he might die. <laughs> like, I think they all been... I think they... This, I'm not sure. I know Renee is, but I think they all been up to series regulars for I mean, next speaking season. Speaking of Renee, you're talking about a regular. Was he even in the episode this week? No, this, he, no, I'm not, no, I'm not saying he's not a series regular. No, 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 but that scene where he's in, he's in the hospital chair, it's him in the full suit. Yeah, it's him in the full suit. Was that really him? I'm like, that was, I would, I would he, assume, he did a voiceover. I would, I would assume, or maybe, I, I don't know, maybe. I don't know. I'm like, why is he in the full mask? Yeah, why is he in the full mask? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I think that's not him. But I was going to say, he's not a series regular this season, but he's been up to a series regular. I think they all have Dinah, Curtis. So I'd rather him be so alone like, last season. With Roy coming back, I'm like, it's too many characters. Get rid of those three. Please. <laughs> Please, dude. Maybe keep Curtis. Maybe. Yeah, I'd keep Curtis if anybody. He's the only one. Everyone else got to go. Yeah, they all got to go. <laughs> but you know what else has to go? You ain't got to go let's just tomorrow, but you got to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> You know what else has to go? What? These fucking costumes for Teen ti- or Titans. Oh, so, man, I'm so tired. I don't want to get into this Starfire yeah, they thing. Leaked, they leaked the costumes uh, for Starfire, Beast Boy, and Raven. Each one whacker than the last. And they all <laughs> look terrible. <laughs> uh, Not granted. I said in my stories that everybody needs to calm down because it's a picture taken out of context. Bro, that's her. It's behind the scenes. That's what she looks like. We don't know if that's her. No, we don't know. That's Anna Diop. She, that's Anna Diop showing up she on set. She even made. She even came out and like. I'll get shut up. Don't talk about that yet. Oh, I'll get okay. to that. But yeah, I'm just. But I'm just like. Even if it's taken out of context, even if like say this is a scene where Starfire is trying to look human, yeah, and so she purposely is trying to look a me- like she's well, look, not purposely, well, not mess, purposely, but, but she's look like. The the I mean like this the, the comedy the comp the yeah this the concept is that she look she's looking a mess but Starfire herself thinks she looks good because yeah. it's how humans dress. At the end of the day, 
I'm just like, considering that she was cast around the same time as Brendan Thwaites as Robin, Mm -hmm. and we've already seen official photos of Robin, she was cast way before Hawk and Dove, but we've gotten official photos of Hawk and Dove. But not of Raven Beast Boy or her. But not as as her, because she was one of the first people cast, and we still haven't seen official photos of her, and that the fact that this is the first photo we've seen of her, this is all on Warner Brothers' fault. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, just just to echo you, but it's also just the fact that like the the this controversy and of her casting came out as soon as she was announced before they even started. Yeah, filming. the fact because she's black and not Don't, just black, she's dark a dark skinned black actress. So before you commit to putting these actors behind a camera lens and putting this shit to film, if I were them and I looked at my episode one or two or three scripts and saw that the introduction of Starfire included a scene like this. This might not even be episode one. This might Whatever be, it is. Yeah. Whenever it is. Later episodes make less of an excuse because then it's like you have more time to fix it. But it's like, take that kind of, take a scene where she might look crazy out. Especially once you see what kind of controversy just her casting kind of creates. Go out of your way to make her badass. Go out of your way to make her beautiful. That way you shut down all of the haters that flip the fuck out when you cast a black woman in Starfire. Yeah, because this this thing, this is also a thing I mentioned. Is when like, I was don't like, give them ammo. Where, where I was like, it's completely Warner Brothers' fault for not having released an official photo of her yet. Yeah. Like, yeah, because now this gives the people that were being racist against her casting, this gives them fuel. A lot of it. A <laughs> hell of a lot of fuel. Because every person that defends her and defended her has nothing to say, including me and I guess you were just like, I don't, I don't know how to defend this. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> this is terrible. Then, funny uh, enough, like, like, there are so many people, and a lot of white people, too. I mean, there are black people doing it, too, but just the fact that there's so many white people, like, hooker. calling her a hooker or a prostitute, yeah. like, there's so many more of them than I'm comfortable with. I don't know. It's not that I don't see where they're coming from. Yeah, I, it's, yeah, it's not that I don't see where they're coming from, but... <laughs> it's that wicked You don't lipstick. necessarily all, but you don't, never, you don't know necessarily, like... In terms of how they feel, like racially and stuff like that, like exactly. you can't put a lens, you can't put a, you can't put blinders behind it, uh-huh. and, not, and not and not take the racial element away from it. Because I feel like also this is how I feel. If it was a white woman looking just as crazy and trash, the the prostitute comparison would not be as quickly jumped to. No, they'll just say, "Oh, she, she looks, looks terrible. terrible. She looks terrible." Exactly. Maybe they maybe they'll even say they probably won't even say white trash. Maybe a few handfuls of them, but the, I doubt a whole as many people would be calling her a prostitute. No, no, no. Look, if colonizer on the internet has become a slur, white trash is. <laughs> so people use white trash more sparingly than they would use colonizer at this point. Okay, well, no, a lot of white people use white trash. No, it's used sparingly compared to other racial slurs. It's very sparingly used. How often are you like, you're white trash? No, I'm saying, but white people, a lot of white people use the white trash. Like, I, I hear it a, a lot. Oh, of, yeah. But I'm just saying, like, the, like if they can't call themselves colonizer, they're, they're not calling this a, a chick that looks kind of trashy white trash. They're not. No, they're not. Yeah. They, 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 like, I, I guarantee you it has been, oh, she looks terrible. Or she looks bad. But I always but say, I'm like, her, I'm like, she looks more like a pimp than a prostitute. I'm like, she's fully clothed. She got that fur jacket on. I think it's it's the wig combined with the lipstick. That's that's where my eyes go right to. It's like that looks terrible. Yeah, my eyes go to that the wig. wig is horrible. The wig and yeah, the lipstick, like her makeup, all and of it. The thing, like all of it looks terrible. Yeah, maybe her clothes is her trying to look human. But what's the hair? Like the hair's not a wig. That's supposed to be really her hair, right? I don't know. Why else would she have red hair? Like it's got to be her hair. Why does it look like that? 
super curly. It's too curly. It's not even. It's just. It's not even. It's curly because Starfire's hair is curly. Yeah, Starfire's hair is curly. It's. It's the way it looks. It's. It's how it sits in her head. It's how she's got a five head instead of a forehead going on with the wig. There's no bang or anything. And then like, like even Raven, like it just looks like some painted I mean, on dye. Beast Boy and Raven look like whatever. They look like cheap cosplayers. But then when you get down to Starfire, it's like, what the fuck happened here? And then I'm also still of the mindset. I'm like, I guess I've seen fan art with her with the brown skin, but I'm also still like, why is she orange? Like, we've seen... Well, I mean, if that's, you know, behind the scenes, or not behind the scenes, I mean, um, if that's undercover, you know, maybe they're wearing, like... Maybe that's also why green, Beast Boy's not green. Maybe he's wearing, like, a watch. Well, he still has green hair. They couldn't change his hair. <laughs> the watch, Just like she's got the red watch, hair. The watch can't change hair. Otherwise, they don't look like Beast Boy and Because I was going to say, we've seen, like... Around the time that she first got cast, uh, Anna Diop sitting in like a chamber where they were getting all the like the visual effects and all that other stuff on her. So, do you think they they would have the budget to do a, like a like a CG post effects skin change color? But then, well, but then what was all the visual effects for? For when she powers up, or when she does like a thing with special effects when she like has like the burning aura around. But her. you say the budget. How much does it cost to buy some like? Well, makeup's different from Par- some like paradise paint, <laughs> but that's not the same thing as CGIing skin color different. You know, what I mean that it's way, it costs way more money to CG her skin tone different than it would be just to put makeup on her. It's more time consuming. No, it's not even true. It's, it might be more time consuming on the day to put makeup on. Not her. even not if if it's only if yeah, it's time consuming if you got like one person doing it. But if you have a whole makeup team, like you take the top, I take the bottom. You take the arms, I take the legs. I just, yeah, I just feel like they don't have the budget to make them consistently whatever the color they're supposed to be because of makeup. Just like with Martian Manhunter on CW. I feel like they're going to do the same well, thing That's different, Starfire. though. That's like full. I mean. As opposed to just taking some like fucking a powder brush and painting her skin orange. Hey, I agree. The cosplay, if cosplayers can do it, she and this show should be able to do it. And but Beast, Boy, Beast photo, Boy too. I, yeah, I agree. And even Raven, because Raven's white, white, white. Yeah, Raven's white skin, like literally white skin. That's what I'm saying. Maybe they have like some kind of like image changing device on them or something. I don't know. I'm, I'm, you see, I'm trying to find I, excuses for it. Yeah, I'm, trying, I, I'm trying to reason I, it. I still, like, uh. I still have hope, honestly, based on the uh, Robin, Hawk, Hawk, and Dove pictures, because those were dope. I still have hope too, but it's so but, much smaller. But yeah, now. but this sh- this shit is trash. Like it's like. I feel like they need to release like photos like ASAP this week, like now. Yeah, like yesterday. That's how fast they should have been releasing these photos. Be like, no, 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 no. She looks like this, guys. Don't worry about it. But uh, also with that, Anna Diop finally came, she came out and because uh, she found out about the controversy and she mm-hmm. released this on uh, on Instagram and she uh, says a long comment. Yeah, yesterday a photo of me on set leaked online and it was unfortunate because fans have been waiting months for a photo of starfire and a sloppy photo of me on a curb and 15 degree weather is what they got instead sloppy (laughs) for the sake of our incredible fans i hated that this was the first picture people are seeing it's out of context and it's a misrepresentation of the incredible character i get to play and also a misrepresentation of the phenomenal production behind it all is it though (laughs) with that said 
I the hate speech that followed was deplorable. And though I am highly unbothered, I do want to use this as an opportunity to say that tearing people down is not something that I tolerate for myself or anyone else. Too often, social media is abused by some who find refuge in the anonymity and detachment it provides, misused as a tool to harass, abuse, and spew hatred at others. This is weak, sad, and a direct reflection of the abuser. Racist, derogatory, and or cruel comments have nothing to do with the person on the receiving end of that abuse. And because I know this, I am unfazed. But for anyone out there who may not, I am here to remind you that whatever ugly, negative thing anyone else chooses to say about you is always a reflection and revelation of themselves. It does not define you, and it certainly does not make you any less perfect than you are. Be you, stay beautiful, live breezy, as always. Much love. Yes, bitch. (laughs) Yes, queen. Yeah, I mean, it's a great statement. Yeah, it's a great statement. The picture is still trash. (laughs) Yep, doesn't change that at all. But hopefully, hopefully Hopefully we get better. Yeah, she's proven right in the long run. WB, release these pictures tomorrow. (laughs) Yeah, please. (laughs) Give us a fighting chance to defend you. It's like we're trying. But people everywhere are like, oh, let's just wait and see. Yeah, people are just like, oh, yeah, maybe it's just her trying to look human. Like the same thing I said. Like, oh, face I was just taking out of context. Like, but it's like the fact that we have to make these leaps in logic to try to defend this picture, regardless of what the, regardless of what is happening in the scene. Yeah, maybe it is a scene where she's trying to look human, and that's not really how she looks. And she curls her hair to try to, oh yeah, I'm gonna try to have a human hairstyle. Yeah. It's still like no. <laughs> That's this shouldn't be the this shouldn't Just be no. the first this shouldn't be the first picture we see. No. But anyway, we talked about the pictures need to come out tomorrow. Something about tomorrow, not literally tomorrow, but tomorrow of Black Lightning. So the executive producers talked about what they want to explore in season two. And they say, uh, going forward into season two, what I want to explore is the idea that you have these children and now you realize they have these powers. You have one daughter who loves the idea of having powers and you have another daughter who despises the idea of having powers, but she still has them. How does that affect your children and how do you deal with them? Nice. So that's, like what that. they, that's what they want to deal more in season two. So yeah, that's, that's cool. Yeah. Digging into that Incredibles angle about like the family with superpowers kind of thing. It's good. Yeah. I, I like how focused on the family that Lang is. I do too. That's yeah. that's the, that's the biggest draw, I think, of the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, also uh, some more casting news. So now uh, Bill Hader and James McAvoy are in talks to play the adult versions of... Uh, whatever their characters names and uh, it <laughs> the kids oh, okay <laughs> i don't i don't know the kids the kid the kids names I it doesn't really don't care. It doesn't say it doesn't say so james mcavoy bill Hader, and Jen jessica chastain james mcavoy awesome you're racist xavier right huh? xavier. xavier yeah, yeah pro- xavier okay sweet i was about to, i was about to say president xavier i don't know why i was about to say that <laughs> but uh, they also got a director for uh the fast and furious Spinoff, Hobbs, and uh, what you would call it, and it's the uh, Deadpool two director who's doing who's doing uh, the Hobbs and what you would call it cool. movie. Here's a, here's a tidbit: when you don't know the dude's name, 
Why are you telling me? <laughs> I do know his name. I don't but know. The, the Deadpool 2 director. I do I know his name, but it went away from me because uh, every time I have news, sometimes like a pop-up Why would I care? comes <laughs> up. So, like, I don't even know who the Deadpool 2 guy is. <laughs> so it's like... But his name is... Hold up. It's... Uh, David something. <laughs> what has he done? Like, if I don't have any point of reference, like, why would I care that he did this other thing? <laughs> He's just Deadpool too. <laughs> but he hasn't yet. I haven't seen that yet. David David Leach. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Great news. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. Fuck you. Anyway. So, these I could rapid fire, but, uh, so, the, also another casting news. They, uh, cast the lead <laughs> The lead. I feel like every week when we get we get towards the end of the news, I'm always like, "Why is this news?" <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. They cast the lead Terminator in uh, the next Terminator movie, and it's going to be Gabriel Luna, who's uh, Ghost Rider. He's going to be the Terminator. Oh, that's whack. He's not like an imposing dude, just like by himself. He's so small. I mean, is he though? Yeah, he's small. Like, he's a shield. He's going to be small, but he's made of metal. <laughs> Hopefully that's standing next to Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> yeah, he's he's gonna he's gonna be the Terminator in the uh, time traveling killing machine is what they're gonna call it, is what he what they say he is. It's literally Terminator. And uh, and then also another woman named Natalie Reyes is gonna be the young woman who because you know they always have a woman in these movies so she's gonna be the other you really, other. You really keep us abreast on this Terminator news every week. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> like, are you excited for this movie that people, every week people, is like, hey man, here, do you know who's going to be the, people the like uncle's brother pe- of people like John Connor? <laughs> Next week is going to be John Connor. Okay. But also, uh, with, with, with some uh, more news with uh, Star Wars and robots and all that other stuff. Okay. So Mark Hamill basically came out and said, ever since Carrie Fisher died, he doesn't really want to be in any more Star Wars movies. Aww. So he says, uh, it has really tarnished my ability to enjoy it to its fullest. Uh, you were asking earlier, are you going to come back? I don't care anymore on that level because Aww. Han Solo Han Solo's gone. Luke is gone. You just can't get the band back together in the way that you wanted it to be. And it shouldn't be, and it shouldn't be that way. It, he's but, such a fanboy for Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, he, but he's like, it is what it is. Rather than being sorry that we can't have it, have more of her. I'm just grateful that we had the time that we did. And I mean, I, I mean, I kind of feel him. The fact that they're all. I know you do, Mitch. I hate Last Jedi, bitch. <laughs> yeah, because I'm just like, but even with that, like, there was no moment that all three of them were together. So, it's not, I, yeah, it's not about them, <laughs> no, and, sh- and it should be. I feel them. But uh, my, my biggest issue with Star Wars right now is just the fact that I'm not looking forward to the last movie because it feels like it's over. The Last Jedi ended too definitively. Like it didn't end end, but it ended so much that I have nothing else to look forward to. Like what am I looking forward to? Uh, the last Kylo Ren Ray fight, I guess. Yeah. That's really it. <laughs> that's and and Fo, and Poe and Finn finally making out. Yeah, it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. It's totally gonna happen. Even in my mind. Anyway, I'm it's almost. It's gonna be Rose. Anyway, winding down. So, were you a fan of the Bourne movies? No, you weren't. I mean, I liked the first one or two, and then I kind of fell off. Well, they're doing a prequel series to the Bourne movies on USA called Treadstone, and it's basically what? and it's basically about the uh, Treadstone explores the origin story and present day actions of the CIA black ops program known as Treadstone, a covert operation that uses behavior Wait, modification. Wait, is that what made Jason Bourne? Jason yeah. Bourne? 
So the series, so uh, it says the series follows sleeper agents across the globe as they mysteriously awaken to resume their deadly missions. So a bunch of we're just following a bunch of Borns. It's Borns the show. Pretty much. They really should call it Borns or something. Like no, no, something it's called, it's called Treadstone. Okay, that's because it's terrible Because it has nothing to do with Jason Bourne. But it does, though. <laughs> it doesn't. It's a direct prequel to what makes him him. But it's like, Treadstone's a terrible name. Treadstone? What? I don't know. I've only seen the first one, so. I'll call it like the Bourne beginning. You know what I mean? Like something like that. Like just brand it. Yeah, I don't know. I've only seen the first one. But going through this real quick, so uh, Jumanji has now become the highest-grossing Sony movie ever, surpassing domestically, surpassing uh, the original Spider-Man at four hundred three point seven million. Who knew the Jumanji brand was that strong? Who who knew? But also with that, because it made so much money, and this is obvious. Jumanji two, yeah, they're working on technically Jumanji Jumanji three, yeah, yeah. So that's coming and Rock uh, released the. It's going to be The Rock and Kevin's. It's going to be all of them. They're all coming back. Okay. (laughs) So, yeah. I would like to really know how this game gets them back again. I don't know. Maybe it'd be different kids. But it can't be if it's The Rock and them. But no. Oh, those are characters. Yeah, they're the characters. So they're the avatars. That's going to be weird. Kevin Hart can't play anybody else. So it's like, <laughs> no, he can't. <laughs> I mean, it might be, or it might be the same kids. They might come back. I don't know. It's just really coincidental. But yeah, whatever. All right. Cool, anyway, final bit of news. I purposely wanted to end on this. So because of the success of Black Panther mm-hmm. and, you know, black superheroes getting in the cultural zeitgeist again black and all excellence. that other stuff. Halle Berry basically said... Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) What did Halle Berry say? I want a Catwoman, too. (laughs) No! (laughs) No, it's joking! She she basically said that... And this was at... uh, Because the GLAAD Awards were this weekend. And she said, Every story builds on the next. It's like that old saying, Behind every Black Panther is a great Catwoman. And she says, you know, I've gotten a really bad rap for this role, but I think Catwoman deserves another uh, deserves another chance, don't you think? No. Who did it, did the reporter say no to her face? <laughs> no. They says the audience cheered. It says the audience, the audience erupted into cheers and applause. And she said, I knew I knew this room would understand. And so she, yeah, she basically says, because of the success of Black Panther and all this other stuff, she feels like, yeah, Catwoman should get another chance. And she's and she's willing and ready to play her. She's done gym. She's been, I don't know if you follow her on Instagram, but she's doing a lot of working out and oh. doing gym gymnastics. How, how old and is she's 51. Oh wow. She's beautiful for 51. Yeah, doing she's uh she says she's been doing a lot of gymnastics training mm. and stuff like that. Not specifically oh, for wow. Catwoman, but just for cool. You know, her everyday life. She's bitch, like, I'm ready. Bitch. I'm ready for another bitch. go. <laughs> <laughs> you have a better shot on trying to sell me on a Storm solo movie with you. No, like, I, don't I, mean, want, I don't I don't want, want that, that either. <laughs> but you have a better shot on selling me on that than you do a Catwoman 2. And I mean, okay, are you crazy, let's, bitch? Let's, let's be honest, though. She wasn't necessarily that bad in Catwoman. It was the movie itself. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> you can't make a sequel. So get to better that. writers. There was no writers. Holly Berry, truth, because the truth of the matter, Holly Berry's not a bad actress. I don't think she's a bad actress at all. But there's no world in which you can make a sequel to Catwoman, Jordan, and make it good. Not Jordan. Behind every Black Panther is a Catwoman. <laughs> no. Behind every Black Panther is either his father or Nakia or his mother or 
<laughs> or all these other cool characters, not Catwoman. <laughs> you don't even know anything about Black Panther, <laughs> other than that. Yo, I could I could ride these coattails. Like, oh my Black god, Black Panther is a cat. That's he's he's a cat man. Not even the same so universe. He needs a cat woman. Not even the same universe, bitch. I I can't believe. I thought at one point she even came out and was like, "Yeah, the movie was terrible." And like she was like, "She oh. has." She said, "I mean, I've gotten a bad rap for this movie," and she she showed up at the Razzies. So why would you want a sequel to it? Because I'm pretty sure she enjoys playing the superhero, and it was her but own. It was her own movie as opposed to reboot. Ask for a reboot. Ask for a different character. Ask for anything. Don't ever associate your name with Catwoman again, Halle Berry. <laughs> again. Catwoman 2. Do you remember that movie? Patience Rock. Oh, I remember that movie vividly. <laughs> and it was vividly. trash. <laughs> I remember I was on the plane when I watched that movie. I went to the theaters to see that movie. No, I was on the plane, so I saw it for free. No, I, I paid cash money to see Catwoman. I was, in, I was in college. I believe I was flying home. I was on Continental. I was back back before it was United. I mean, back before it got bought by United. They got everything wrong about her character. Yeah, I was watching it on the plane. And I was like, "This sucks." Do you remember the, the villain that like her whole thing was her uh, makeup Sharon, made her invincible. Yeah, Sharon Stone. Her her makeup made her invincible. Yeah. I'm like, what? It was so weird because like then the the makeup would kill you if you didn't if you stopped using it. But if you kept using you kept it, using it, it, it made you invisible. You, it makes you like rock diamond hard. Who would stop using it? Nobody. I, I always keep. I'm like, wait, that's a negative. But you need money. You need the money though, because it, it was expensive makeup. <laughs> but it makes you invincible. <laughs> but it's also expensive. But if you can't afford it, then I would rob banks with my invincibility. <laughs> like I'm invincible. Okay, well, so you're a villain. Oh yeah, in that world, hell yeah. So I'm All Might, and I'll have to stop you. <laughs> Don't ever say All Might's name in the Catwoman universe. <laughs> All Might is definitely going to show up in Catwoman. Oh, my God. That movie with, was so bad. What is it saying? Smiling with a f- smile fighting on his face? Smile, yeah, yeah, fighting with a smile. Why Why wouldn't she say Storm? Storm's actually... like If you're going to if you're gonna evoke Black Panther, like Storm's in that universe. Like It's all ego. It's because she wants that solo That's movie. That's what I just said, because it's a solo movie. Uh, as a po- but then Storm would be a solo movie. Yeah, it would. <laughs> but it's the X-Men, so she wants it completely solo. But it's like Catwoman's a secondary character to Batman, so it's like... What but no, no, because it's not the same... Ca- it's not Selena Kyle. This Catwoman is an actual cat. Like, Catwoman, Selena yeah, Kyle I, just yeah. dresses up. But She's this one, she has, cat, yeah, she has cat powers. <laughs> remember she was looking milk and, like, eating sushi and yeah. shit? What <laughs> the fuck, man? <laughs> Halle Berry. <laughs> That's a positive note to end on. Uh, That's why I started laughing when I was getting my news together. <laughs> oh, to end on Catwoman. Oh, you're a dick. Good. <laughs> but on that note, I guess we'll end it there and we'll see you guys next week. We'll be with the uh, people who worked on Bat in the Sun's Ninjak versus Valiant Universe. We'll talk about that. Is that going to be part of an episode? Or is it going to be? Or are we going to do like we'll a do separate like a bonus, a separate thing? Yeah, we'll do a rare bonus episode kind of thing. So we'll release it at the same time, but it won't be a numbered episode. Yeah, I don't know how long it's going to go. Maybe go for like fifteen to half hour. I don't know. We'll see. We will play by ear. But what else is next week? There's no. There's no movie there's next no week. Movie really. So maybe we'll watch Blockers or something stupid. <laughs> or we could do the Flash. Flash movie. Flash, oh, Lego, Lego Flash? Lego Flash. <laughs> Which somehow will be better than whatever they've released for the DCEU Flash. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It will be. And it will be sad. 
Because I'm like... They'll, ju- they'll just as leak it somehow. Because <laughs> I'm like, that'll break our movie streak. What? I don't want to break the movie streak. What, not reviewing a movie? Yeah, not reviewing a movie. As if we don't have enough shit to talk about. <laughs> We're already probably three hours plus, but whatever. But with that being but anyway, said... Let me, let me do this real quick. What? So I don't get called out. Let me shout out Lord underscore Tevin for telling us to watch Suicide Squad Hell to Pay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good call. Good call, bro. Yeah, good call, bro. Mm-hmm. So, thanks. Like, I... I probably wouldn't have known it came out until like a week or so later. I, I wouldn't have known until I, I saw even, you I just posted it. I didn't it. even know anything about it. Yeah. So, yeah. Thanks. <laughs> we appreciate you. Ooh, thank you. Yeah, I was trying to think of an appreciation Yeah, I can't think of a thank you song. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's been Blizzard for the week. This has been Jordan with Michael. And we will see. You next week. Bye, guys. It's Deshaun. Quiet. Why did Peace you, out. You really came back with that voice. <laughs> what? I hate you. <laughs> I, didn't come, I didn't come back. I never left. I was just quiet because I ain't. I don't know about all this comic book shit. I don't watch this stuff, man. <laughs> I can't even. I can't even. <laughs> your face. Because <laughs> you lost your damn mind. <laughs> you lost your damn mind. All right, guys. Peace out. Right, I got to pee. <laughs> uh, my hat is like a shark. Yeah. Deep is blue. It's my hat is like a shark. Uh. Deep is blue. It's my hat is like a shark. Deep is blue as my hat is like a shark's fin Deep is blue as my hat is like a shark's fin